The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, it's been a while since I've actually interjected and added to the post-production on uh, on a Gutter Skypes episode, but kind of necessary this time because we've got a, a par-for-the-course, run-of-the-mill, the kind of thing we usually expect when we're expecting something else situation so far as uh, uh, putting an episode out in that I feel it necessary to explain what it is you've got here. It is one o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day of 2013. We were to record our Christmas special, our holiday celebration, etc., end of the year type Gutter Skypes thing with a themed tune game on December 18th. Um circumstances that uh, coalesced into that not happening uh, occurred. <laughs> we did not ever actually get to play tune, so you will not hear a uh, an actual play tune. You will hear listener feedback that should not wait until into January, but should, uh, should be heard sooner rather than later, in my opinion. Um, that will be in the first part of this episode, uh, you'll notice it's an especially long episode because I took our recording from the 18th, which consisted of that, of uh, listener feedback, us having a, a bit of a gab fest, tiny bit of uh, an attempted at character creation. But, um, uh, yeah, the combination of the fact that uh, uh, I did not have a character created and... Uh, that particular evening, um, we, we have a new addition to the family here at Adam 5 and Auntie Ed Land. That, uh, it's a puppy that, um, that was, uh, uh, causing no small amount of chaos at the time of the recording. So there were added distractions there. So uh, the evening kind of wore into, uh, it wore into not enough time to play. So, uh, in effect, we, we have a tune game that's in potentia that Blind Geek is ready to Game Master, uh, so that's still on the boards and still uh, in the future. Um, and Eric has uh, has extended, we, we all gladly extend the invitation to uh, the folks from the Big Red Couch uh, to come and try and play that one if they have a mind to, uh, or the time, or it's uh, in any way convenient. Not always an easy thing to do. They're 18 hours. The 18-hour difference is, uh, is uh, not a small matter, and our recording time takes place dead smack in the middle of uh, dead smack in the middle of their day. So uh, the serendipity of being able to do it within two or three days when I when I first extended the invitation for fiasco playtest was uh, was one of those rare events. But we'll see if we're lucky. We'll be able to get uh, be able to get 
uh, some folks from uh, Big Red Couch to come and play with us when that happens. <laughs> the extra challenge there is we have no idea when that's going to happen either, so who knows? Let me condense this. Let me get uh, speed this up a little bit so that uh, I don't take up half the recording explaining to you what you have. You have the recording of December 18th when we got together to play tune and did not, but did read listener feedback and uh, attempt character creation. Uh, it's cut short a little bit, and then uh, the, sec- the second part of this particular episode was actually recorded in August, and it, it was recorded precisely the Wednesday before Dragon Con. I don't know what the actual date there is, so I'll have to go and... Um, perhaps I can go and look that up and throw that in the show notes somewhere, but yes. And what makes that, what makes that particular recording unique is that it was the beginning of our, uh, of our construction of the fiasco playset that we playtested. So we're doing a kind of a retro kickback summer special holiday Christmas snow in August type mishmash that fills up a, fills up some time, has a lot of us talking, and uh, the very beginnings of us discovering what it was we were going to do to make a fiasco playset and settling on the idea of the convention. And then um, the only other thing I should say about it is we were doing it wrong. It was fun. We were having fun doing it a great deal, actually, um, but we were doing it quite incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> Just so you know, um, listening back to it as I was uh, trying to edit it just just uh, into these wee hours, I noted that at, at least, at the very least, a dozen times, uh, Mark Kinney, who has a, a, a much better handle on Fiasco in general and how it's, how it's uh, played, uh, was trying to steer us more in the direction of what was actually fit as... Uh, as the the uh, elements that we were supposed to be coming up with, particularly in relationships. We started with relationships, and we concentrated far, far too heavily on specific individual roles and identities for individuals at the con, when what we should have been concentrating on was how one character could relate to another in very broad general strokes. Uh, in, in subsequent episodes, where which were also recorded subsequent sessions when we were creating the fiasco playset and and finishing it out we did correct that but uh, this one is us just um jumping in enthusiastically and trying to imagine all the different things that could happen at a convention comic book science fiction gaming or otherwise so if that's the kind of thing that might fill some time for you and you wouldn't uh, and you wouldn't be bored listening to i hope you won't uh i hope the the kind of fun we had is a little infectious and i hope i hope you have a merry christmas or happy holiday or whatever you celebrate or just some relaxing time off with no stress um that's about all i have to say uh, except thanks for listening. And if you've written in after uh, December 18th, uh, no doubt your email is, your feedback is, uh, whatever you sent in is going to be read in January when we reconvene. So everyone take care. Thanks very much. And, um, and uh, here we go. 2013, The Gutter Skypes Christmas Special. Hello? Hello? Hello! Oh, yes! Yay! I answered! Hello! Hello! Yay! Yay! How do I... (laughs)
heard Mr. Kago. He was there. I have to add him. Oh, all right, then. Let's see if I can do this correctly and without um, fuss or bother. If you do, you win a prize. Do I? Do I? Um, can I win bells that I can just jingle in my free hand? Wouldn't that be wonderful? That'd be cool. You don't Mel Apple? <laughs> Sentence punctuation punctuating jingle bells. That's hard to say. Never mind, then. I, I just want something that makes an annoying sound. Fair enough. Let me see what I got lying around. Testing. Testing. <laughs> testing. Excellent. Yay. I'm hearing Mr. K as well. This awesome. Is, this is a good thing. Wee. Yes, I decided to, uh, at some point, upgrade my experience because I had to sign in again and everything. Ah, uh, okay. But it's there. Are so. you enjoying it more? Because they are attempting to make about it more as, enjoyable for you. About as much as I in, in enjoyed The Hobbit. Oh, dear. Okay. I mean, the, <laughs> the good parts were, were very good. The rest, however, ah. Ooh, all right. When did you see this? Uh, this past weekend. Ah, okay. I saw it Friday. Mm, I think I, I think we ended up seeing it Saturday. But mm. it's got Benny Cumberbun in it. How can it you does. not love it? He's my favorite. Who's Benny Cumberbun? <laughs> I think I missed Benedict it. Benedict Cumberbun. Oh, <laughs> got him. Yes, uh, I think I heard him somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, mine, but I'll maybe I'll get around to it since he's maybe. Mm. Yeah, the the scene in the in the in the treasure chamber mm-hmm. was one of the good things. So yes, that's yes. Did they try to James Bond it up or something? Um, What's this new thing about this new movie they put out? Elf movie. Elf movie. Isn't there a, a new something out? I don't know if it's a Peter Jackson thing or not. I don't it's know. It's got the, the picture of a of a girl elfy thing with a bow, you know, with this? hair bow, looking kind of like Liv. All Liv. What's her name? Tyler. Yeah. With oh, like oh, red the, hair. She's a new character. Yeah. Is that from The Hobbit? Yes. Oh, I thought The Hobbit had been out for a long time. Well, the first one had. This is the second one. She, she wasn't in the first movie. Oh, for she's... God's sake! That's right. They broke this into three parts too. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm expecting in the mail any day now. My my darling is getting me for Christmas uh, the extended edition of the first movie. Cool. Ooh. Does it have more Benny Cumberbun in it? Uh, I wouldn't expect so. Never mind then. Lots of making <laughs> making of and backstage dirt, no doubt. Does, oh yes. Does Viggy show up in the Aragorn suit? Because that'd be a bit of all right too. In the no, Aragorn. but he he's not there. But you do get Legolas. No, yes. don't care about him. Mm-mm. Who seems very grumpy in this one. Yes. He was whiny and grumpy in the first one. No. Oh, not nearly so bad. No. Yeah. I mean... I'd definitely show up if Viggy in the Aragorn suit was there and Benny Cumberbund. But now it's iffy again. I did keep my uh, 3D glasses, though, with the Hobbit written on the, the uh, ear piece. <laughs> are you sure the, the, are you sure the um, movie police aren't going to come after you for that one? <laughs> Who, what a baby. Who cares? I also kept the uh, glasses <laughs> that I had from the Doctor Who thing. So I've got uh, two sets of, 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 of the polarized 3D glasses here that I can't use otherwise. You could just so. stack them one on top of the other and make a new fashion statement. Mm-hmm. I have not listened to this yet, this link I just sent you. But uh, bass player Paul in one of the bands I'm singing with, he sent it out. And apparently Christopher Lee, bless his fuzzy heart, has put out a oh. metal album. A, a metal <laughs> Christmas album, yes. 
Oh, it's Christmas even. Well, well, well he okay. did a a metal Christmas album at uh, at at some point, and he's done two Charlemagne things. This seems to be Charlemagne. Charlemagne omens okay, of death. Uh, or, right, right. Yes. That's the new one. So I have it. Oh, there's a, he's done more than one. Ah, you gotta love the guy. So um, I haven't listened to it yet, but in case I'm receiving a call. Is this is this? Yeah, Skype is calling me too. Uh oh. Why is that? Because. I'm I yeah, bet someone I, is. I have to decline. I don't know I, who it is. It is probably himself. Answering this call will put your active call on hold. No, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. <laughs> Let's listen to this, show. I don't know. I, I just clicked the link that Nikki sent, so I don't know if that's what caused it. Oh, my. I'm going to decline. It's metal guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might have to do one of these in Tuesday Night Group. Who on earth is calling <laughs> us, I wonder? Maybe it was junk mail. It said that we were calling us. It yeah. said that we were calling ourselves. <laughs> I was doing no such thing. I'm just waiting for I'm waiting for Blind Geek to, to come on so that I can add him to the call, that's all. I just heard well, a bloop Maybe he uh, figured that since our New Zealand friends couldn't show up that it wasn't worth it and uh, I don't know. No. Was, <laughs> no. I no, know he was eager too. So there, there was, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you first, first. So our, our New Zealand friends are sw- are not only sweltering in the hot weather of the of the holiday season. <laughs> for Well, it's New yeah. Zealand. We will I be, mean, too. I know, I know. Don't be no. hockey. But, uh, uh, On Sunday, 70 is, degrees. Live it up, baby. Is that freaking weird or what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's just, I'm sorry, no. Three days before Christmas, it should not be 70 degrees. Nope. That's nope. insane. Yep. I see. Yep. Next yep. week, it warms up for you guys. Is that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it's New Jersey. New Jersey is like oh. land of the. I heard another blue poop, but I'm not seeing. I a think it's. Bloop. I think it's supposed to be in the 60s or so here. Crazy. So crazy talk. Absolutely crazy. But, so they're sweltering, and what else? I'm sorry, I interrupted you yet again because I'm bitter about this whole weather. Somebody is playing with the thermostat, and I am not amused. Um, yeah. Would it make you guys feel better to know that it's 54 degrees here at the moment? <laughs> Well, that makes a weird kind of sense, considering it's Florida. Yeah, it's going to get down to 38. Oh, shut up. No, no, no. No, because it's, it's going past 38 now, and I'm just miserable because it had been so lovely and cold and brisk. We might have a frost. Oh. we got to put the smudge pots out and everything. <laughs> it's just all wrong. I keep hearing bloop bloop, but I see no bloop bloop. Is somebody typing stuff? I cannot, I'm not hearing bloop bloop. I you're not hear- I'm hearing bloop bloop. I heard it. See, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. You think? Okay. I'm a little crazy, but not in this respect. <laughs> Notice how I enunciated. Very mm, nice. A fine distinction. The T I would for respect you to enunciate. You are in the theater. You now enunciate <laughs> yes. as a matter of course. Blind geek. Yes. Your icon is ghosted, showing that you're not online. <laughs> I blame uh, you. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, it's probably because I'm. I think. Let me check something real quick here. If I, if I, if what I think happens, happens, you're not really blind, geek. You're Apologize. an imposter. Bring back a real blind feed. <laughs> yes. Hmm? There. How's how's? Ah. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Glad, sorry uh, about that. I uh, avoid people, and therefore you avoid people. <laughs> So I have a so I have a podcast so I can avoid people. That's I practice <laughs> le- reclusivism. I, uh, <laughs> oh, look at me! This uh, my status says that I'm away. Maybe I should say that I'm online as well. 
Alright, that's freaky. Um, wow, okay, good. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're here. I tried to call you guys on the conversation, in the Skype conversation where Thunderstep is, and so I got a text, a message from him, did you guys mean to call me? I said, no, you're just in the conversation from way back in <laughs> Halloween. And, uh, yeah. So that explains why it said that the gutter skypes were trying to call themselves. I guess that was it. <laughs> that was it. I told you it was him. So, um, yeah, Jingle Bells, Ho Ho Ho, uh, Sleigh Rides, Merry Christmas, Snow, and, um, and, and all that stuff. Anti-aggravation pills. And anti-aggravation yeah. pills. I've got mine right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> mine are over by the, by the television. Oh, excellent. I have not gotten mine yet, to my knowledge, unless Mom... Because you know, I'm living at my mom's right now, and so she may have gone through the mail and thought, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> well, I somebody's guess. sending my son pills. This is very strange. <laughs> no, I'm, that's only if she actually opened the box. That's true, which I don't know that she would do. So, well, I did want to give you a heads up so that you did, and I I appreciate that because uh, a total mystery package would uh, would not have been. Uh, <laughs> Like, all right, what's this? It's not ticking, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, that reminds me one of the Kickstarters that I supported recently. I'm supposed to be getting it sometime in the next week or two or or something, um, because they the container ship that it was being shipped over on got diverted by that big typhoon a few weeks back. Oh, damn! And then came back in, and it's in the middle of going through through customs right now. The thing is, it's a, it's a game called Machine of Death. And so there's a 32-ton container containing Machine of Death. And so... Customs decided Wait a minute, to look a 32-what container? 32-ton container. Big. That's a, that's, I hope you've got room a, in the backyard of, for that bad oh, boy. My God, sir! That's, that's, what the hell? I'm not getting the entire container. Oh. Just one, and just you one said one ogre was you a big game. Oh. Perhaps there's a small mistake on the labeling, just, and yes, am you I are. The only one got slightly confused there because uh, I've yeah, got the I, entire container. No surprise! Just Merry Christmas! Just I would love to see just how the hell they deliver a 32 putt ton. Anything carefully. with a huge Very crane. Carefully. A, a good God. <laughs> with a huge crane, yes, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. So no, what's I'm a video getting... for? What's a video for that unboxing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could do one. It, I mean, <laughs> it won't be nearly as exciting as the ogre one, considering I'm only getting a single copy of the game <laughs> and not the entire container. <laughs> yeah, that would be the unboxing to see. If you, the 32 ton uh, that would take up a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> 32 ton machine of death. <laughs> no doubt. Well, you'd have company with the customs people and all. Yeah. <laughs> Once Maybe I they... get it, though, that might be something that that we can play here because it's a matter of like one person judging the ideas that everyone else gets. The only the difficulty would would be no letting you know which ideas. which <laughs> cards you all get. <laughs> you know, it's because the idea yeah, behind it. Sorry, go ahead. There's a game where I actually get. To legally judge people's ideas, what well, this is good. Yeah. This is a good thing. Well, it's it's based on sort of a collection of of short stories. Behind the idea behind of it is there is a machine where you can give it a a like blood sample, and that it, it, it it will produce a little card which tells you vaguely how you're going to 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 die. You know, like choking on popcorn or drowning or uh, catching HIV from the from a uh, in in infected needle on the machine of death. Mm. That kind of thing. 
And uh, the idea then is that... That doesn't sound very holly or jolly. Well, no. Well, here's the fun part. <laughs> oh, oh, that, oh, oh, fun. Okay, that was good. the fun part. Here's the fun part. The way that the game works is that one of the, of, of the players creates this character, basically, this, this, this guy, the way that he's going to die and a few other details. And then the other players, using various little things on the cards, cards that they have, uh, will determine, uh, will come up with a, a, a plan as to how to kill the guy. Huh. There's, uh, there's, there's, uh, something aggressive about the sound of this game. <laughs> um. Mr. K, do you have some unresolved anger issues that maybe we should discuss? Are, are you feeling okay within yourself at the moment? I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, good. Okay. So, so would we get to design our own machines of death and have them judged by each other? Uh, basically, yeah. You, you, it would go around. The only difference is that I would have all of the cards, but I have PDFs of them, so Mine I can always make the those. silent treatment until you just curl up and vanish. <laughs> Sounds like the last marriage. <laughs> so passive aggressive murder. <laughs> from... You'll be sorry. Oh yes. <laughs> when you least expect it, expect nothing because you're getting nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. That's right. Won't pay any attention to you at all. It's yeah. It's it basically if if you like um, a game called Cards Against Humanity, it's a, a simpler. It's a a a similar sense of humor, I guess. I will be where I will be RB. Please continue. Okay. So what have you all been up to? That five four but um bump. I love hey. that. Sorry. Not too much. I'm, I'm having bureaucratic red tape hell today, so we'll just leave it at that because I'm trying wow. to get into the spirit of playing tune, and if I start going over what I've had going on in my day, I will become very grinchy. And that's not what we're going for here, so mm. I will just leave it. Well, it's a cartoon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's true, it is. I'm typing out a character sheet as we speak. Perhaps here. it'll take place in City Hall. The character sheet, man. Oh. Well, you don't necessarily have to create a new character. You are the only one amongst us who already has a character, should she oh, choose to use I it. If I can find it. Ah, maybe it's over here. Let me go look. I need some paper, then. Paper. <laughs> what, what, what is this paper of which you speak? Well, I suppose I could just do something on, on virtual, then. I've done it before. I saw the desolation of Smaug yesterday. Oh, yeah? yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. It's weird though that this is one of the few instances where, like, I, I went with my nephew who mm -hmm. has not read The Hobbit, and mm -hmm. he was asking me what was going. You know, he's trying to trying to fish details out of me, and I said, you know, in a lot of ways, <laughs> I don't know because, like, it's hard for me to even recommend he read the book because the book is so much less meaty than the movies and that's not a criticism of the book so much as it's just it's a weird situation to be in because i mean there's the the the, the these movies they it, it is the story of the hobbit but god they add so much stuff i don't know whether they yeah. added from or tolkien added it or somebody you know maybe they got it from stuff that he'd written in other volumes but wow some of it is i refuse uh, to believe that is tolkien stuff so, so some of it is is tolkien stuff because like the whole well, all the the dealings with with the like necromancer and, and and all of that 
that was the actual stuff that uh, Gandalf was was doing when he was away from the uh, from the. If it has action, dwarves. he didn't write it, it was... because the man was not about action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. He didn't write it because he was not about women. So you know, if it's got no, wait a minute. Well, yeah, I can't really. I can't argue too Try strongly argue because with me. come on. No, you can't. Okay, Eowyn. <laughs> I give you Eowyn. A and name, I give you and Arwen. I think she's actually got three sentences. Ooh. No, Eowyn's they got stand time around. in the book. Arwen's the one that's got a name in three sentences. But yes. Whatever. The, the, out of how many men folk? Eowyn. Oh, out of how many men come folk? Come on. How many? Including the bad guys. How many? Many, 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 many. Let's see. Put the orcs may have been. And if you count all the females in the all the books, I think <laughs> five. And that's including that spider. I think you get maybe five. So I think I win. <laughs> well, that's just part yes. of the fantasy sci-fi genre until fairly recently. I mean, let's face it. Star Wars has one woman. Was a, he was a no, dog. I'm sorry. I, I forgot about Mon Mothma, leader of the Rebel Alliance. What about Aunt Peru? Okay, three. Yeah. You're right. Okay, three. There are, this is starting to sound like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> three, sir. Three. And Star Trek has, well, in terms of the main character in the original series, you got one. Maybe, the main cast of the original series. Three. Maybe two. One, 1.3. Because you had... Oh, uh, wait, Zephora, you Chapel. And you had Rand for... Oh, yeah, Chapel. So 2.3. And yeah. <laughs> and and you had uh, Yeoman Rand in about five episodes. Five episodes. Yeah. That's true. Okay. And oh, yeah, and there was Marla McIvers in the one episode, but she was only in <laughs> one episode. He's, well, yeah, there was a lot that were only in one episode. Marlo MacGyver's from the Mirror Mirror. There's a lot of M's no, in there. No, no, oh, no, 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 that wasn't MacGyver's. That was MacGyver's Space, was, seed. Uh, space, space seed. seed. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but if you're gonna include her, then you have to include the chick from Who Mourns for Adonais or Adonais or Adonai or that one. Uh, however, yeah, and uh, that too. Hmm. And I don't know. I was just suggesting. So, yeah, the, <laughs> and the one from and from uh, Turnabout in, Intruder. Oh God! Like took over her. Oh. Did anyone? There's yeah, a great example for you. I, I can't wait until Mr. Bob gets to that episode. I see. I I'm weird. I kind of like that episode. So I'll, I'll it'll be interesting to see what they have to say. Did anyone watch the Star Trek continue? Uh, was it Star Trek continues? Um, I where keep they coming had, across the link, and I haven't. I've yet to see any of them. I keep looking at the link, and I was like, "Oh, oh you should." That link again. I gotta go find that, and I never. I don't do. know if they ever. I don't know if they did more than just the one episode and the vignettes that preceded it. But one of the vignettes is the is an expanded ending for Turnabout Intruder, which kind of puts them more on a course for the next season of the series, which is what this is supposed to be. And it makes me laugh because if you watch what they did, the woman who who plays Janet Lester, who obviously is not the original actor who played Janet Lester, right. does an awesome job if you watch it from the standpoint of having just seen Turnabout Intruder, which I had, and, and you realize that she is imitating the actress who played Janet Lester. If you don't watch that, you think, good God, this woman is the most horrible actor ever to try to act. Because she's just so over the... Well, I mean, it's perfect that she and Chatner switch places because you would never know based on the acting. <laughs> so kudos to her for reproducing an over-the-top uh, performance from the 60s. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very much so, yes. Wow. Yeah, All right. You see that kind of but thing nowadays. You would... Nothing else because Grant... Grant... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, nowadays what? But it, it's... 
Mr. K- Nowadays, to, to, to see that kind of thing, you would have to you, you would have to pick up a copy of the movie Face Off and watch John Travolta and Nicolas Cage acting as each other. Let's go, let's go. I'm ah. bored. I'm ah. bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is crazy, uh, crazy Travolta and crazy Cage. It's it's. <laughs> anyway, once again, it's popcorn mixed in with ice cream. It's bad for you, and <laughs> and you just you know it's yeah. soggy. It's it's total candy, total fluff. I liked it. I, um, wow. Yeah. So hey, hey this is our uh, Jingle Bells Christmas um, special thing. I think <laughs> it's supposed Yay. to be anyway. It is December eighteenth. Yeah, that's the and and yes, uh, we're, we we may actually even get to uh, um, playing some tune. But in the meantime, uh, the uh, folks from the Big Red Couch have uh, have tendered their apologies. Their Tanya sadly has thrown out her back, and Kev is uh, is illin, as in sick as a dog, as in I think uh, I think not in the run DMC way. One of the terms he put. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> he said not in the run DMC way. I said and not in the run DMC way. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Just let it go. Just move on. The term he used was "splat," <laughs> which is which is not good in, in any in any uh, lexicon. Uh, oh, it, that's not good. No. Not good. So, so um, yeah, it's kind of that's like, going to be uh, the acronym for my next evil organization. Splat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have an agent of splat. No what it will we stand do not for do yet. that here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so sadly, we will we will um, uh, we will not have their company tonight. But uh, we will we will soldier and on. The and the commander could be called the Splathead. <laughs> that sounds rude all by itself. <laughs> well, I, I, I know it that's, does. That's, that's the like point. It. I see. All right. I understand now. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, so we Commander well. Splorch of Splat. Oh, I'm totally, I'm totally muted. Damn it! I'm going around saying you are such a splat. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you may have been for a while. Splathead. <laughs> you may have been for a while. The socio-political legion of active terrorists. Splat. <laughs> no. I, <don't> know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. Hey, it works. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? I forgot. <laughs> something. Uh, we were, we were, something we about were announcing the apologies of, of the Big Red Couch. Oh, yes. We, we will not have, uh, sadly, we will not have the company of the Big Red Couch uh, for this episode, but um, we wish them well. Uh, speedy recovery. And Boo. Yes. Boo. <laughs> Boo that we won't have them. Boo. Big Red Couch People. Speedy recovery. Uh, the Big Red Couch People. Yeah, Sounds like something out of a 50s B-movie. Attack of the Big Red Couch People. <laughs> okay. Some say they came from the moon. Others say they came from planet Mars. But anyway you slice it, they're attacking. They come on a Big Red Couch. Attack of the Big Red Couch people! I'm coming to a drive-in near you. Sponsored by Huffman Coos. I don't know. Is there a Huff, is, is Huffman Coos a nationwide franchise, or I don't know, in the Northeast? Oh, I've never heard of it. Think so? It's not ringing a bell. Okay, it's local advertising. Then they were they were a small chain up here in the Northeast. Never mind. 
Uh, and I and I was listening. I, I have to clarify something for my own personal um, well-being, for my sanity here, because I was listening to the last episode, uh, uh, our, our playtest of the Fiascon. Eric, did you get to hear that? Jolly good mm-hmm. fun. Oh, you did. I okay, did. good. I did. It was uh, at the at the time. Part of my disappointment for tonight is I, I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to put on airs and act up for company again, and I can't do that now. I, I, just, I just have to be uh, I just have to be uh, normal me. But I'm listening to the to the the episode, obviously, of course, because I edited it. And something I didn't, there's a vital piece of information I did not include at the very beginning, because uh, uh, as we were first <laughs> having, having our little, we were having our little talk uh, before before we were all able to connect, and they were, um, they were, you know, mentioning uh, some of the earliest, the early shows they did, Kev, uh, Kev said that one of the first shows they recorded was their Christmas show, and he referred to it as a mess, and I Started going off on this uh, on this uh, Adam Five thing, where well, you know, when you've been podcasting as long as I have, and you because uh, <laughs> no, I'm listening to myself, and I'm thinking, yeah, you forgot to add. I was talking about how how nobody likes the earliest stuff, uh, or or the earliest stuff you do is this, that, or the other thing. What I what I left out is podcasters don't like their earliest work. Podcasters think mm. that their first shows are you know just total crap. And and I think the implication was <laughs> that I was agreeing with Kevin that oh yeah yeah that first thing you did was a real piece of shit. And that's not at all. That is not at all. What I meant to imply, what what it, the, the whole the, the whole thing was, every podcaster I've ever spoken to uh, has has had the same attitude, including myself. As you pop you pop in your first one, two, or three shows, and you listen to it, and you don't like it because it's you know it's your first stuff. And I kind of left that point out. So apologies over the implications of uh, of uh, Adam Five putting on airs and. Uh, uh, going on about not liking his first IDDFOS crap. Need to guess. That's why they didn't come across that way. Good. Good. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to make mention of that, and uh, also once again to thank them for joining us last time because that was a blast. They were they were uh, they were uh, an excellent addition Absolutely. to our play test, and it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad we got to we got to get some fiasco going. Um, yep. With folks from the other side of the world, so that was excellent. We also have. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, because now I, you know, don't. No, I'm, I'm totally. I can't do it. I can't. I can't justify being all well with me, being the martyr, because they have their. They're sick, and their backs are. Their, her back is out, and I just, I, I just can't kick someone when they're down like that. So it's also the time of year where right. you. It's I also know. the time of year where you have That's no what they time. Say. <laughs> Maybe they're out at a fast Christmas party, having nibbles and drinkies, woohoo, little cocktails, little Maybe little champagne floating like around. You. Yeah, that's what they do at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't like you people. Maybe they said, "Oh my God, we have to go on do this thing with them again." Holy crap! Oh, what a dreadful experience. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think they have those kinds <laughs> of parties happens, at one o'clock really in the afternoon. I've thrown my back out. Yes, that's what we tell them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sticking to it. Really. <laughs> this, 
Wow, this killer mm. machine game is right up your alley. There. Well, no, for sure. Next time we chat, when Kev says, "Ooh, me back is," you know what it was? So it was the moment when <laughs> it was the moment when Adam made the comment about podcasting and your early work, and they said, "Fuck this guy, we're never doing this again." <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, 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 I'm the nice because you brought it up. The only reason why I'm I just yeah, whatever, you know. This the, I am. I am weird. We're nothing if we're not about security. We're nothing if we're not about scenarios <laughs> and how many different ways, uh, <laughs> how many different ways a ball can bounce. Um, Tanya, Tanya did share a link with me though for a game that you may have heard of. He says as he's hunting for the link. It, it's called uh, Gingerbread. Uh, I wonder if I'm pronouncing this right. Kaizu, Gingerbread Kaizu. I just saw this. I don't know. Did you? I don't know what it is. But Kudzu? It, name is no. I, I, it's K A I J U. K A I J U. Oh, kaiju. Kaiju. Um, kaiju. Gingerbread yeah. kaiju. I I <laughs> love these big old like <laughs> stay puff marshmallow man like gingerbread man run, running from creating havoc over across the city. The, the uh, I just sent the link. It's it's uh, it's a board game that you actually have to bake. To prepare for, you bake cookies <laughs> of the yeah, giant. Idea. You, you bake cookie gingerbread cookies of the giant monsters that attack Tokyo, and the uh, object of the game is they destroy oh, the city and gain power. And then you have to attack each uh, as monsters. You attack each other, and you 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 eat the game components. And it's um, uh, it sounds like a, a hell of a fun game. What did I mean? Holy crap! You could combine this with the Secret Lives of Gingerbread Man and have a totally cool. <laughs> Oh, wow, the wow. possibilities are just limitless. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, well, the Secret Lives of Gingerbread Men is a role-playing game where you you create your characters and you bake you bake them like you were saying with this. Hmm. And, and so it just I love the idea now of you have the gingerbread kaiju and you have the gingerbread men from the Secret Lives of Gingerbread Men that are going off to fight the gingerbread. This could be colossally awesome, is what this could be, and lots of eating to be had. So you combine them on this side, the gingerbread kaiju on this side, the the uh, gingerbread men. In gingerbread rim. (laughs) There you go. Well, I have to thank uh, I I have to I have to thank Tanya not not only for that link, but for reminding me of something that I hadn't searched for on the internet in quite some time. And mainly is because you know the giant creatures that attack Tokyo and that whole genre of the massive epic monsters coming out of the sea or flying in from outer space or whatever to battle each other and you know wipe their feet on downtown. Tokyo, and that is uh, a series of comics that were drawn in 78 and 79 in a magazine called 1984, and 1984 was supposedly a, uh, it was supposedly, it was kind of like a monster magazine, only it was mostly uh, drawn stories, it was a comic that, that billed itself as adult comics. Which which is which is uh, a far cry from what it actually was. It was a sci-fi fantasy collection of um, collection of, of uh, drawn comics of, of uh, 
I'm not even describing it very well. I think I think I'll just send the link because he describes it uh, even better. And for those of you who are were born in the '90s and are attending college and listening to this podcast right now, given the state of the American education system, let me remind you that 1984 was an important year, and the reason the magazine was named for it was because George Orwell, this author from long, long ago, wrote a book in 1948 <laughs> called 1984, wherein it was postulated that we would have big brother watching us and every move we made was being seen by the government and uh, documented and oh wait no it's actually it not so fiction it's fun. really happening now no it's no not. no it's all a lie and a myth absolutely untrue don't called, listen to him kid. don't listen to him nobody's called, watching big brother is not watching you exactly no one's watching big you may always feel like somebody's watching you but it's not true big brother is alive and well he's just twins no 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 <laughs> Triplets. That's right. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to derail you. I don't know. Put zombies in it. <laughs> Big Brother is Facebook and Google. That's right. No, no, Facebook and Google are kind and good and loving and don't want to make money or out. nothing. They just, you know, want to be and make the world better for everybody. I want to make a poster that just shows the Google logo. God, I can't even say that with a straight face. Where is my insulin? Oh, God. <laughs> I'd like to write a Facebook post. <laughs> Where you can be my friend. <laughs> every time I, every time I, I, I think about Facebook and Zuckerberg and all the rest of what's happened since it first started, and it hasn't been around as long as most people think. Like in 2006, I remember like being recommended to try this new thing. And yeah, it's it, exactly. Yeah, and I, I now that it's gotten to where it is now, I keep thinking of the line from. Uh, 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 the uh, lion in winter, where uh, where uh, Helena says uh, uh, says you're uh, she's talking to her son Jeffrey. Cook, um, there, there, there's there's all kinds of alliances going on in the film, and it's all about politics and interpersonal family problems, and just <laughs> how dysfunctional even royalty can be, and uh, how it can sweep along and spill the blood of thousands just because you're in a bad mood. But she says to her son, Jeff, uh, Jeff, you're real, you're real, you're, uh, you're real good, Jeffrey. You're first class. You'd sell me to to Henry. You'd sell you'd sell John to to. I can't remember the exact line. Damn it! But her ending line was, "You can tell mommy. Have you figured out a way to sell everyone to everybody?" And his response is, uh, not yet, mummy, but I'm working on it. <laughs> and I think, wow, it's taken since uh, 1183, I think, is when the play is supposed to take place. But it's taken that long, and somebody finally figured it out. His name is Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. he, he's figured out a way to sell everyone to everybody. Yes, but the saving grace is what rises this quickly, crashes this quickly. It'll be gone in another five years. Something else will take its place. Maybe. I said that five years ago, so I'm not so sure anymore. Mm. And then you look at the Google logo and you think, oh, look at all those round little rings. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one <laughs> ring to bring them all, and in the darkness, mine. It's just kind of, uh, whatever. Land of Mordor where the shadows lie. Anyway, what, uh, oh, yes, Rex Havoc and the Ass Kickers of the Fantastic. How's that for That's totally, a good name. Uh, how's that for picking up where I left off and now like finding that, that it's 
totally out of context. Because in this magazine, 1984, there was a series of four, uh, st- there were four um, stories that were published uh, uh, as the comic strip Rex Havoc and the Ass Kickers of the Fantastic. And they were monster killers, monster hunter killers, destroyers, whatever, that predated predated Ghostbusters, of course. And uh, uh, drawn very, the, the stories are very tongue-in-cheek but uh, and very lowbrow, but very enjoyable. And um, the whole kaiju thing reminded me of the, of the one story that the, that was called Humongous, where a creature called Humongous was terrorizing Tokyo, and they had to team up with their uh, their Japanese counterparts um, in order to tackle this thing. And they they tried getting in another monster that was uh, at the time in the off island monster penitentiary. <laughs> where they keep monsters that have been arrested. Um, they couldn't use Godzilla, so they substituted the name Goddamo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, and I thought, I haven't seen those in years, and I have them. I mean, I had three of the four stories, and uh, having searched for it, I actually, of course, because everything's going to end up online, I found it online. And there was a fourth installment that I had never seen. Or if I saw it, I may have seen it once and didn't actually hold on to it. Um, so uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Tanya, for the kaiju link, which reminded me of Humongous, which reminded me to look for Rex Havoc. And there will be a link in the show notes to go look at all the uh, Rex Havoc stories because they are quite, quite funny. <laughs> Enjoyed them a lot. We have um, email. We have we actually have listener feedback and stuff. And um, one of them is a challenge just to read. <laughs> oh yeah. bugger! I said I'd do this one, didn't I? Yes, you did. Oh, oh, but I've been so busy. Ah. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I see how it's going to be. Oh, oh, I totally I'm, forgot. Uh, I, I did start translating, but I did not bring it with me. Um, some some hmm. exciting stuff actually this time because uh, it was only today that and I should ask you, Eric. It's okay for, to read this on on the show, right? As far as I'm concerned, I'm good because you're the one that's. <laughs> oh, great! All right, whatever. But but uh, man, I'm the game master of the week. Should not be required to read. That's a new rule I am inst- instituting into this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> A small shiny bag of yum yums. Perhaps someone could be enticed to do it for you. <laughs> sure, I'll give you yum yums. Oh wait, yum yums don't work in tune. Damn it! Never mind. <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, I can have all the yum yums you want. <laughs> I did put the jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun! Sorry, just trying to keep in spirit of the season. Dum, 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 oh, dum, good. Uh, snow falling or melting outside. Christmas is this feedback? I put it in the chat window of the Skype thing, which. The bloop bloop. All right, now it should be somewhere up there. To it's an email from Wilhelm. Once upon a time, Wilhelm. Writing as did I just what did I spell? Written's written's. (laughs) That's supposed to say writing. (laughs) Wow, written's. 
who was going fast today? Or I what? just assumed it was in the same theme as the rest of the of the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I meant to do that. Was, was it, a good it was a good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and yeah, we we got this a, a while ago, and Nikki said, "Okay, I'll do it." To which this is going to be brilliant. I will mangle quite a bit, but who cares? I will do it with panache and Ilan and a Good. really crappy accent, maybe. Good so- God, have fun with this! I'm just reading it over, going, I don't even know what the hell this. Well, yeah. um, it's kind of ye olde, middle Englishy, not quite, but yes, but no. So, travel with me, if you will, squires and lords and more lords and squires, to the time of the Canterbury Tales-ish. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clop, clop. <laughs> Ooh, here we all are in the time of the Canterbury Tales, kind of, sort of. And this, from Wilhelm... <laughs> and not Fun. once does he mention nether yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Possibly Finn, a Randoon squire, of ye cutter skypes. Are we ready? And this is what he doth say. Health upon Hine, and here, as in him and her, whose purpose be so full, wis of mirth, that dream ye twice, but winges a wither evil, on the full on heel. Twist on your heads, talisman ickweave, and might it glemmen like fine chrysalt. <laughs> <laughs> Under Nighthelm. Oh, wait, I put a bad pause in there. Ah, it's the way the break is. Sorry. All right. So, so, take that. That knot of malice find purchase. Forsooth, Dorstick swear full. Them on me wing took on a bonoon list. Exactly. Oh, no. Ah, wait, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> you were doing so well, too. Print uh, language so bizarre that it actually wriggles out from under you as you're reading it. Oh, I love it! I just did a, I hit the button and it and it scrolled wee wee, and now I have to find it. Ah, oh, damn it! Can you piece that back together? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we. Go. Here we go. I'm in my groove. Ah, upon Unlis, as I said, hi, grant mercy, and I might hine or her. I love <laughs> Ken, thy squire in faith, Wilhelm von upon a time. I was so close to the end, too, when I hit the damn button. Do I need to do it again? Because I can do it better. Please, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. That's all right. Oh, you sure? I'm positive it's, it's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. You can continue with the postus And telling us how, how humorous we are. <laughs> and evil, be it bay, etc., 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 etc. And him's and her, he remembers that. Well done, Villa. Hi. And, um, oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are the postdescriptuses? Was there more? I hit the damn button again. Oh, the stupid, <laughs> stupid Skype. All right, all right, wait, wait. I found it. Oh, there's a PS. <laughs> a pox on thine, Edison. Full Navis, most of Franklin. Yet gladly spell ye his knights on lady of men and life and fay for their. Guests have soon if fail can. Oh, yes, they will. Yes. <laughs> oh, PPS. And grant thanksies for playing the Sunday Skypers promo. <laughs> God, is that silly or what? Uh, yes. Oh, oh, but 
PPPS, Nikki, lest she grows anemic from lack of mention. DS. <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did not Just kidding. <laughs> I've only played Fiasco once and clumsily at that, so I shan't offer any particular insights on the state of the playset, I'm afraid. Save to say that it certainly seemed to work, and rather splendidly at that. And it's a welcome change to enjoy a good, hearty, homegrown farce in this season of holiday madness, frenzied shoppers, tribal meltdown, and so. Tanya and Kevin, a pleasure to get acquainted with your voices. I've yet to experience the big red couch. I have a big blue one, as befits our seasonal Svarmud. In the cold and dark, but yeah, but... I Tell looked me it up, Swedish for melancholy. Smart, smart, smart. Anyway, tell me, tell me how that goes. Write it out for me. I'll definitely have to add it to the grand list of podcasts I'd love to listen to in some orate future, where time is a mutable element and work can be accomplished in three to five minutes by some hitherto undisclosed thaumaturgy or brain-to-brain, brain-to-drive device. Ooh, I don't like They're that. They're called Lipfords. My warmest, most glog-infused thanks for the three hours of silliness and for introducing me to the wild and outrageous realities of Filk. Fascinating. (laughs) All the best and happy holidays, whether Xmas, Hanukkah, Albin, Altan, or Midwinter Blot. (laughs) Midwinter Blot. Come on, it's not really Midwinter Blot, is it? (laughs) Midwinter Bloat? No, no, no. Uh, what happened to Saturnalia? I am trying to bring that back, you know. Anyway. That's Will a lot say, easier to say than Svarmod. All, all the best. Svarmod. Don't forget, you have to put Saturn back in Saturnalia. I do need to bring that. Eo Saturn. Eo Saturnalia. Anyway, greetings, all the best, etc. I added that in from Will. And back at you. Thank you, Wilhelm. <laughs> that was fun. Can I do it again? That that actually that that hurt to read. <laughs> no, it didn't. It was fun. I went a little fast though. Sorry, you might have to slow me down. No, the first part you. Because of the break. Arr. I'm pretty sure a laugh goes there. <laughs> I because now I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I could. I just. I don't know. Oh really? I got most of it. I did get most of it. I didn't. I didn't get every word translated, but I got most of it. Well, after, after, after. Hey, there was a lot of thought and energy that went into translating what he was trying to say into that. Uh, I don't know. Pre-Saxon, post-Saxon. <laughs> Um, okay. Kind of middly, middly, oldy, middly Englishy. I did, I did find the old English translator, and a couple of words translated, but a few did not. So, yeah, I'm wow. not, sure, not sure what we, where it's coming from exactly. It was interesting spelling. <laughs> I, I found it highly entertaining. So. It was a challenge. So <laughs> it was a fabrication. I wish that I had not so busy at work because I I was about halfway with my translation where it's carefully stacked under some stuff on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> No I got worries. distracted, as is my want. Well, I, I, he, he reminded. I, my response to him after reading it was to recommend to him a book called uh, "Rude Tales and Glorious." Uh, not well. Actually, I think now it is easy to find because you can go on Amazon and, and get multiple versions of copies of it from all over the place. But I picked it up and I found it in a used bookstore in Manhattan in 1983. 
uh, and and picked it up, and I think uh, it ranks up there with among the top four books in my life that are the funniest things I have ever freaking read. Uh, as in, you just you can't you can you can't read it and not laugh out loud multiple times if you have any interest whatsoever in in uh, in the fantasy genre or the Arthurian legends and. It doesn't. It, it isn't written in that particular style. It isn't written in the kind of English that he was coming up with earlier. But it does borrow heavily from. Uh, it does borrow heavily from um, that style, and it's just it's incredibly funny. It's incredibly funny. Rude tales and glorious. Uh, I'd I'd list the author, but there are so so many pseudonyms attached to it that I'd be afraid of uh, getting it wrong. <clears throat> Um, okay. Wow. Thank you again. What do we have next? Thank God that book's not written in the old English that he was doing. If I had to read a whole book like that, I would not only would I kill myself, I would go first and kill you for recommending it. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, seriously, it's like, uh, you just... Read chapter. You read yourself chapter one. You'll find that uh, it's perfectly fine. It's not like that at all. But uh, <clears throat> premise of the story is a baron. A baron is trying to have dinner with his wife and daughter, and greet the new parish priest, who for some reason uh, is not uh, a sickly, wizened, bow-legged, ricket-ridden, etc. Uh, whelp of the family that was condemned to join the priesthood because that's what families did back then, but a strapping six-foot, uh, built like a brick brick shit house, um, studly man. Uh, that's just one of the one of the aspects of what's going on and uh beggars at the door claim to claim to be uh um uh, cursed characters from from the arthurian legends to tell as part of the dinner entertainment what actually happened as opposed hmm. to what's been written in the, in the legends and i just made it sound <laughs> incredibly boring but believe me it is not <laughs> it is extremely it's extremely extremely humorous uh so okay, so that yeah. was Wilhelm once upon a time. Uh, we only have once two. upon a time. Once upon a time. <clears throat> we have two emails left. One is from Bob H. and one is from uh, one is from uh, Chris Lewis Carter. Yes, by God, it is. And I don't know who, who wants to read the one from from Bob H. or should we roll d twenties to see? Oh, I'll take it. Mister K. Excellent. All right. Cool. All right. Email from Bob H. Firstly, episode 124. It was quite a chilling episode, not surprising given it was Don't Rest Your Head. And wasn't Nikki's character a no-nonsense go-getter type and just a little bit ruthless, too? <laughs> no kidding. Understatement. And how? <laughs> if you only knew what I was planning. <laughs> wow. I would recommend this episode for people learning to play the game because it seemed you all picked it up quickly and immediately went for it, which made for awesome listening. Thunderstep rocked as well. It really effective as well, really effective pacing of the game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you all. It took me a while to get into the Edison Force episodes. I must admit, not sure why, though. I think I will listen to them all together once they're done. Uh, probably the incredible couple of hours of us trying to figure out how how a horse and cart worked may have been... <laughs> <laughs> sure, possibly. You never know. Um, but we were very detailed and yeah. thorough in our accuracy. Boy, by God, were you. <laughs> yes. Yes, Fine. you were. Fine. Loving the effects of the voice amplification of Tesla's speech at the symposium by Eric. 
and the Tesla bots are awesome too. Reminded me a, a little of the Doom bots from Fantastic Four, but better obviously because it's Tesla bots. Wasn't that a Hanson song? Doom bot. What? What? Where's the mute button? Find the mute button. Oh. 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 Wow. Oh. oh. I Take some of those pills I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed your discussion about different game systems, and I wanted to mention a few things, if I may. As concerns Call of Cthulhu, there are a number of options which may pique your interest. Uh, there is a game by Graham Walmsley called Cthulhu Dark, which is a, a free rules light game. Another is called Black Stars Rise by Latora and Kobel, the guys, who, the the uh, the chaps who, who who created Dungeon World. I think Nikki may like this one, as it is apparently like the X Files in that you are the people in the place that Mulder and that the Scully and Mulder would show up to investigate the weird stuff happening. Only thing is, they never will show up. <laughs> oh, I would like that. I think. I also enjoyed the heck out of your out of your fiasco playset, and it was very cool to hear Tanya and Kevin with with the gutter skypes. It was it was truly awesome to the max. Uh, thank you all. Was. Yes, definitely. Thank you all for very very much for being your fantastic selves, and stay safe in this end of the year season. Yours, Bob. Uh, P.S. Feel free to edit this down if it needs to, because I think you've uh, whatever. We, oh, we, we just read all of it. Bloody blah. blah. <laughs> yeah. Ha. Happy holidays, Bob. Merry Christmas, happy solstice. Mm. Jingle bells, jingle jolly, bells, jingle jolly, belated uh, Hanukkah. Um, EO Saturnalia, come on, join with me here. Right. You know you want to. <laughs> Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa's good. Kicking Kwanzaa, have a kicking Kwanzaa. And what did I miss? You uh, I don't know. Sh- uh, shop early. Shop early for best selection. Midwinter blot. Uh, yeah, dig it. Have a great, great winter thing, whatever that thing may be. Absolutely. Or is, it, is it summer thing for them? Because aren't have, in Australia. Have that great December thing, whatever that <laughs> exactly. Thing yeah. In your part of the world. Try and keep cool down there. <laughs> have a throw a scoop on the Barbie. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> and thank, thank you for uh, thank you for writing in again. We did mention uh, we we were we hadn't heard from. Well, actually, Tonya said they hadn't heard from him in a while. Well, that was another thing I wanted to clear up. Yes, we've got more than one listener. <laughs> we've got ah. more than Bob H and XO4. And we've got quite a few. We've got Three. Trilop, we got huh? Four. We have five. We have At more least. than five. We have quite a few. We have one that we're about to find out about. If I were smart, en- if I were smart enough and had enough time and energy, I would have just gone through all our emails and said, "Okay, I'm going to read a list of all the people that have written in, and all the people on the forums." But uh, I'm, um, I feel like I said in the last episode, I suck. Uh, you are far too critical of yourself, sir. The hyperbole was was understood and everything is it was all for humor the quantity and it's the quality it is the quality and what's even cooler is we've got international quality that's just something people would I love that part I just can't I don't care how long it's been I do I think that it is so freaking neat that someone you know halfway or third of the way around the world finds us and bothers to listen (laughs) (laughs) don't you people have something better to do no 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 joking (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's really, really great, and it's like it's pen pals on steroids. I just yeah. love it. Well, Adam, it is possible to actually find out how many people download the podcast, right? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Those are numbers that I should also check again. 
I used to do it quite often, and then I stopped thinking, I can't, I'm just going to choke up and get all nervous if I keep looking at these numbers. So really? I, huh? Really? Yeah. I kind of like It's more this. of a long tail kind of thing, though, actually. I'm, I'm finding that episodes uh, over time, and not so much when they first come out, but over time, the numbers build. It's like, you know, new people find you. One of the things that, that, that I have to fix somehow, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what's up with my RSS feed. I thought it was perfectly fine, is to get back on... Uh, to get back on uh, rpgpodcasts.com because apparently we're not being picked up by them anymore for who knows what what reason. I don't know why. They Maybe did. somebody out there knows. Uh, I mean, look look at page source on our RSS. Um, if that's not what comes up like immediately for you anyway, because that's what's coming up for me. It doesn't even give the you know um, cosmetically nice looking format that you usually see in most browsers when you hit an RSS page. It literally is the the bare code, hmm. and I'm looking at it and I'm saying hey, you know which which is not such a big deal so long as it keeps working. But there's got to be something wrong with it because it's not supposed to do that. And I'm pretty sure that RPGPodcast.com updates itself literally by looking at that code, and I can't seem to get uh, I can't seem to get an answer from them over what's wrong and why it won't. Uh, well, what's the most recent episode do? that got posted to RPGPodcast.com? I don't know. Probably, uh, probably uh, it may have actually have been January of this year or. Uh, wow. Or fall of last year, so nobody knows. You know, nobody knows that we're uh, we're around if they go to that particular page to get their gaming podcasts. Anyway, why did I think of that? Oh, you were talking about numbers and downloads and things like that. Yeah, if anybody knows what I did wrong, take a look at the page. If you're into RSS and you know how to do XML and all that other stuff, I only know how to um, make it work if it's busted. <laughs> <laughs> um, to a certain extent, beyond that, I'm finding it identical to everybody else's and not knowing what it is that ain't working. And uh, that was, uh, was that my long way of saying thank you, Bob H., for writing in? I guess so. <laughs> I think so. But now that we're pausing, scamper off and go check the numbers. Go on, you know you want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, not while we're doing the dark art. It might be more Christmas than seven. Oh, it's got, well, I know it's more than seven. Oh, okay. It could, could be, we're talking, it could probably be as high as uh, 26. <gasps> seven. You never know. Oh. It's true. Well, we've got listeners that we didn't even know about. Well, now, now with I'm With very cool nervous. names, by Don't the way. Don't tell me these things. Now I'm completely. Where are all, you're all choked up and nervous now, aren't you? Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh, where are all these cool names coming from lately? I've been making them up. <laughs> I, I went to school with somebody, and I'm going to say his name, and I, I probably shouldn't because you're not supposed to say people's names without their permission. You know what? I'm just going to spend the rest of the week worrying about it, so I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> Never mind. Well, you have to now. It's out I guess there. I have to now. It, 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 uh, Troy Eric West. How about that for a matinee idol name for an actor in the theater department? Troy Eric West. Holy crap. I was kind of like, wow, seriously? And that is what his actual name was. So it was kind of like... And it, uh, this name reminds me uh, reminds me of that too, Chris Lewis Carter. That's kind of like perfect. That is a showbiz Hollywood name that you can go really far with, but that's not why I mention it. Take it away, blind geek. Okay, I feel I should give a little background here. <laughs> exactly. As I tune my guitar in preparation for the folk song I'm going to sing. <laughs> me muting myself. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I back in July ish, I stumbled. 
I'm sorry, one moment. Zeke, down. Why do you pick the moment when I'm trying to speak to get up and start? He wants to be the center of attention, too. Good boy. He okay. probably thinks you're talking to him. He probably does. doggy radar. <laughs> okay, so back in July-ish, I got an email. I, I'm, I think I got an email from Third Eye Games, because that's one of the games companies that I follow from RPG Now, Drive Through RPG, One Bookshelf, whatever the hell you're calling yourselves this week. Um... And, and it was a role-playing game called the Camp Myth Role-Playing Game. Well, I read the premise and went, this is interesting. Checked it out. Loved what I was reading. So I bought it and I, then they mentioned that it was, that there was a book series. And so I went hunting. Anyway, long story short, I got really into this setting and kind of, I don't know what made me think of it recently, but I went back to the website to see if the next book had come out, and there was a newsletter, which I had not noticed before, so I subscribed to it, thinking nothing of it. I went on with my day. And this morning, I got the following email in my mailbox, and it had the subject line, thanks for subscribing, you're awesome. And I'll admit, when I first saw it, I went, oh, this is probably a like a form letter, thank you for subscribing to my newsletter, yada, yada. So I'm reading along, hey, Eric, Chris Lewis Carter here. So I'm thinking, okay, so far, form letter. And then it says, this, so this is totally crazy. I just received a notice that you subscribed to the Camp Myth newsletter. Thanks so much. I'm reading it and thinking, form letter. Now, I mean, nothing wrong with that. You know, if you have a lot of subscribers, that's fine. Form letter, I get it. So then I continue on. Thanks so much for that, by the way. And I immediately recognized your email. That's not a form letter. What is this? Continuing on. Oh, damn it. There was a new, li- there was a line break in there. It should have been email address. Ah! I blame I mean, myself for that. <laughs> I blame you too. As you should, because there's a lot of line breaks like that. Every time I go from text file into this chat window, it chops the shit out of everything. I don't okay, know why. You know what? I'm going to go in to read the email that I have. Because... It kicks my butt too. It's just <sighs> evil. I don't know why it does that. I really don't know. The only know why way I can avoid. That having that happen is to have my voice synth reading all the punctuation marks, which throws me off. So we're going to please pause for just a moment while I get the uh, email on my screen here. Not a problem. Listen, folks, I have to stay here, but there's no reason you shouldn't go out into the lobby until this thing blows over. <laughs> See the majestic moose. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, so... And I immediately rec- immediately recognized your email address. Blind Geek, as in Gutter Skype's Blind Geek, right? So, of course, now I know it's not a form letter, and I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was black eye peas, like, oh, my God! Yes, that's what I said. Anyway. And he says, oh, man, I love you guys. Seriously, I'm such a huge fan of your podcast. My day job, furniture sales, usually involves a lot of bookkeeping and product assembly. And the gutter skypes are always having adventures in my head while I work. <laughs> you know, there's medication you can take for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We, oh. that is not us. Uh, we have a that. Um, there's I know, something that's, I should say. That's highly, highly disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and so he continues... Uh, in fact, I was listening to a fiasco game this morning while putting together coffee, ta- coffee table sets. Set. God! While putting together coffee table sets. Your characters, GM skill, and all-around creativity are always the highlight 
So my honest, sincere thanks for providing me with countless hours of entertainment. You are very welcome. Hey, hey. He says, I'm going to take a wild guess and assume you came across Camp Myth through the recent bundle of holding offer. And I have to say I did not. I don't know. I only heard about that uh, a couple of days ago, and I still don't really know exactly what it is. Uh, but I'm glad that your product is among them because it's a good product. If so, that's rad, and I really hope you check it out and enjoy the game. I know you guys must get a million requests like this, but if the Gutter Skypes ever wanted to run the game, it would probably be the highlight of my life. Oh, that's so sweet. Damn. <laughs> and then he goes on wanting to send me some stuff, and I don't know whether this pertains to everyone and or just me, so I'm going to not read that part. Um, Surely he wants you to share with us. No, I'm joking. Not, uh, <laughs> particularly if it's a million like, goods or baked uh, goods, rare jewelry, that, that is, kind of thing. Is yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a million requests, only about 999,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it does sound pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, I, now that you, you mentioned Cat Myth, I could swear that we've mentioned it on, on AGC at, at some point. I did a, a search on our, our show notes and I didn't see any. Anything. So it was. It may have been just a, an off mention that like Carol did or something. But I'm sure we've somehow talked about that at some point. I don't know. So um. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm done. So Ms., uh, Chris Carter wrote uh, wrote the game or the system or uh, he's he's the author of Camp Myth. Is that it? Uh yeah. Chris wrote the game and or wrote the. It was a collaboration between Chris and the guy whose name always escapes me from Third Eye. He's the... Gilloy? Thank you. That's the guy. Yeah. I think he wrote the system, and then Chris Carter wrote the, the setting. I mean, I know he wrote the setting, um, wrote the book, so... That's excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's just a fun... It's a fun series. They, there's an app, and that was the other cool thing. As long as we're talking about Camp Myth, I can, I can bring this up and not feel like I'm just throwing a tangential thing in here. Because God knows we never do that anyway. <laughs> no, but, we are by the book, strictly, you know, structured one item after another. I've got the whiteboard here. But when I when I went to the website, which is www.campmyth.com, it mentioned an app. And so I downloaded the app thinking, oh, it's probably not going to be, you know, it's free. So I'll check it out. Or if it's not, if it wasn't free, it was a very nominal fee. I don't remember. But anyway, I just thought, oh, I'll check it out. I'll support this person it's probably not going to be something i can use with my phone's screen reader because usually these kind of things have a lot of graphics and it's probably like a video game kind of thing no it's like a comic i'm can, assuming it's can i can i just read the blurb from the first book because i went to the website to check it out and i i'm going to have to go read these now because volume one phoenix watching phoenix watching this is very quick it says how was my summer vacation it was okay i guess well except for the parts where i was electrocuted crushed petrified burned stomped poisoned frozen whipped paralyzed teleported clawed shot at eaten scarred cursed mauled squashed <laughs> and thrown off a flying horse at least once a day and that was just earning the easy merit badges <laughs> okay you but i'm there yeah no, i mean it's an awesome it's awesome the characters are cool the stories are cool that's my only thing about running the game i'm afraid i won't be able to come up with anything to do it justice that's my of course that's my fear about running almost any game so that's nothing new but still it's it's uh it's just an awesome uh it's an awesome setting and i can't say enough good things about it i'm i'm 
but the app was in fact accessible and it's like a I don't I've never had anyone describe what it looks like to me so I'm making some assumptions here but the way it it's a story that you go through and it's got it scrolls like one line at a time so I'm assuming there must be art that is taking up the majority of your screen space uh, but which is which is awesome. I I just like the fact that it I could actually read it and was uh, I mean there's a whole other adventure that you go through in the app that is alongside the book Phoenix Watching and there's um, a new book coming soon which apparently was funded actually I believe this whole thing was funded via um, one or two Kickstarters and if there's ever a Kickstarter number three I will definitely be putting uh, money toward it because yeah I'm just very much into this this uh i never know what to call universe setting story it's more than one series world yeah it's just it's awesome so cool Ah, okay so so glad you sent me an email chris made my day (laughs) i'm glad you subscribed to the newsletter otherwise we might not have heard from him i I wish he'd written in earlier i i told him i've kind of been monopolizing our I mean, between this and the other thing which we are trying to put together that I don't want to mention because I don't want to put it on the podcast until it's actually finalized, but I think everybody knows the thing I'm talking about. Between mm-hmm. that, between that, Edison Force, and now this, I'm like, okay, this is not the... <laughs> I have my own podcast. I should be putting a lot of this... So I feel kind of weird saying, about, I would love to run this game at some point, or, or if anybody else wanted to run it, I would love to play it either way. So, you, Yeah, for monopolizing Reed, um, <laughs> everyone charging forward saying, oh, please, oh, please, let me GM. <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, you know, I, you know while, so. he's been hogging it all, so okay. never mind. That's right. Nikki's been chomping at the bit yeah. to take the reins on some game or other. Well, uh, what about me? What about my turn? <laughs> I can't even say that. I know. It's an endless <laughs> theme. It's an endless theme here. It's yeah, I just a constant point. whinging on my part. <laughs> here I am, trying to think of my fellow. I under- yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, if mercilessly. If you, I should expect nothing less from you people. It's just, this is just, <laughs> yes, this is what I'm growing used to. I understand. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to, if you, if you want to play in it, and, uh, cause, uh, I'm sorry, after, after a letter like that, there's two things that I find really, really cool about this. First of all, I write three things. Three things that I find cool about this. <laughs> that I find I'll, cool. I'll come in again. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's three things that I find really cool about this 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 letter. One is the one is just the fact that he does what I do because uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, during the day, there's times when I'm doing something. Uh, uh, I'm 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 putting together some some kind of graphics file, or I'm cutting out images, or I'm taking pictures, or I'm setting up something that's not particularly complex just time consuming and I sit and I listen to podcasts I listen to gaming podcasts and and uh, just get get getting whatever entertainment or enjoyment I get out of them particularly the shows that are really really long I really like those because I don't you know I know how much time is going to be covered by that kind of thing and I'm and I'm going to be thoroughly entertained um and, and I'm just picturing that and, and knowing that the gutter Skypes is one of the ones that he listens to and, and it helps get him get him through his day and what he's doing. That's just fantastic. I love yeah. that. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, between 
people that listen to us while they drive, or if they if they if they got long haul driving jobs, or 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 they're just using it as 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 something to to keep or them, jogging or <laughs> jogging. Or, oh man! <laughs> that yeah. you get an extra long episode. <laughs> That's right. He'll stop jogging when we get to gaming. We're gonna we're gonna destroy <laughs> this man talking. one day. Blah, blah, blah. So get to the game. Get to the game. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. Get to the game. I want to go home. Um, but I love that. That that's uh, one of the things. The other is the fact that this is a guy that wrote uh, wrote the game that you uh, that you went and, and were describing to, uh, subscribing to uh, the newsletter for, and I forgot what the third thing was. <laughs> I knew there were three things. Ah, oh, damn! Now I'm because I'm curious now because oh, I'm, I'm totally with you been... on the second one because that was my. I love when we just get people coming out of the woodwork that you have that uh, listen to our stuff. I mean, I've the things that Gutter Skypes has has and by extension MTMJ has has brought me is just amazing. And it's coming into contact with this guy. Uh, I had a person email me and get me in touch with two childhood friends that I hadn't talked with in years, and he just found out it was me through these podcasts he heard me and was able to glean from stuff they had told him about me based on he said i think you're this guy that i think you are i'm just if you're not then disregard this email but turned out I, to be uh, him turned huh? out to, yeah so i mean that's that's sc- fantastic screw you facebook i don't need you because i've got <laughs> podcasting you've got the gutter skype <laughs> that's, right. that's right and we don't uh, we're, we're not gonna we read your emails out loud we don't just scan them and throw ads up <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're interested in, in if you're really interested in playing, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into finding out what this is all about, and if it looks like something that I could actually handle, I will volunteer to GM if uh, if if you want. Awesome. Other, otherwise, if you want to GM, if you want, hey, uh, if if you're if you want to like take the reins and and GM this one, that's fine. But if you're if you're interested in playing, um, I'm I'm more than happy to put in some uh, put in. My duty as uh, as uh, GM for for this particular setting because it does sound like fun. Yeah, I'm gonna well, have to look into it. But we, I'll we tell can't. you, I'll tell you the basic mechanic. It's real simple. Mm-hmm. When you go to make a, um, when you when you your character is. Uh oh, did we lose you? No, oh, I don't think so. Oh, you right cut here. out for you cut out for me. Oh. When your character is, that's what I heard. When your character is challenged and you need to roll dice, it uses six siders, mm-hmm. uh, and you have black dice and white dice. You roll um, the how like whatever their attribute, whatever ability they're using for the challenge, they roll white dice that number. So you got um, let's say it's a strength challenge, you roll strength of three. You got three black dice. And then your challenge, whatever the challenge difficulty number is that you come up with, uh, you roll that many black dice. So you roll them simultaneously. And four through six is a success. One through three is a failure. So you look and you count. And if mm-hmm. you get more, if you get more, uh, the, the two cancel each other out. So if whichever side winds up with successes, is the side that wins. That sounded a lot more complicated than it actually is when I described it. It's, but I hope it came through. It, it is a very yeah. It reminded me a little bit of uh, "Don't Rest Your Head" uh... or "Wushu." It reminds me of that a little bit too, where you have the um, attack and defense dice, and you okay, you're trying to defend against all the that against the successes that the attacker. Yeah, so. Well, that's the basic. That's the basic mechanic right there, and I think everything else in there is just is is uh, just 
off of that. So I don't, I've not read the entire role-playing game book because I was so enthralled. I went right to, oh, there's books. And so, Okay. <laughs> I All right. To, and then the website and the app and everything. So, well, I, let me get a hold of what uh, let, me, let me get a hold of what uh, what's out there for me to to look into, and we should put that put this definitely on a table for stuff that's coming up. Cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's great. A listener we didn't know we had, and and um and serendipity. Always like it. I awesome. yes. Always like it when uh, stuff comes together. Love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Indeed. Absolutely terrific. Uh, and that's and thank you for reading that. So uh, it you can put the GM rule into place if you want to. <laughs> no, the person that's GM and doesn't have to. Re- anybody that doesn't feel like reading emails, just throw your hand up and saying, uh, "I'd rather listen." <laughs> I just get self-conscious because I can't, you know, with the screen reader, I'm I'm trying to read and make it sound good while I'm hearing I'm hearing the thing reading it to me and trying to pare it back what it's saying and not screw it up and make it making it sound actually pleasant to listen to and trying to juggle all that at the and same time. Isn't it an extra special delightful challenge when you <laughs> when it's placed into the Skype window and it gets chopped into tiny little pieces? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I heard about gutter skypes from new paragraph line line yeah. line line line. A friend of mine who. Can... <laughs> well, I don't mind usually, but when it ends in a way that makes it sound like it's the end of a sentence, and then you discover, oh, there's one word. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Whatever. But yes, uh, and the next time you say, "Hey, blind geek, you want us to do any uh, character generation in the meantime, so we can play the game?" and I say. No, we'll take care of it when we get to the thing. Shoot me. <laughs> I did say that. I remember you, writing you that. You did. And I said, no, we'll just take care of it. Nah, it'll be fun. We'll just do it the game night. Just do it together. Mm-hmm. And, and I we can do that. I'm just, we're going to have to because nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've actually been generating a, a, a character while we were doing all that. Oh. I've been working on one, too. Bless oh. you. Both of you. Okay, I'm gonna so. be the I'm gonna be the oddball. It's gonna have to be handheld oh, no, and walked through. Because I thought we would do it together anyway. So that's just okay. That's fine. I um, just haven't haven't uh, generated uh, my stats yet. I'm wondering if I should do the random or uh, go ahead and assign points. Oh, I forgot they have the random um, option. That's kind of cool. Hmm. Um, yeah. The well. Let's just get into it. You can be anything you want at Alice's restaurant. No, you you can be anything you want because you're except a Alice. That's right. Except <laughs> <for> Alice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can be. God dang it! I shouldn't have started that because now every time I say it, it's in my. <laughs> uh, there's a random chart. If you want to go totally random, which you're more than welcome to do, as far as I'm concerned, you can. There's a random animal. Or random species table, I think is what it's called. Well, page page two of what I'm looking at says random item animal chart and then random trap chart. Yeah. Um, okay. Random item or animal chart is what you're looking at. And for all these, you just take the two, It's in case it's not totally obvious, you just take two six-sided dice and you roll them. And one is the tens and one is the ones. Oh. One, one, oh. So I reach over for the cup filled with the six-siders. Yeah, that's not a good sign. There's dust on these dice. You have to use that's a dice bad. for a game that uses six-sided dice. It's wrong. <laughs> I usually reserve the dice rolling programs for games that are using polyhedrals. And let's find out here. Good. 
filled up my dice rolling Tupperware bowl with all kinds of weird crap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see here. All right, let's call this the tens, and this is the forty-three. Forty-three is a giant mallet. Okay, you can re-roll. I'm not. Yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> character with a giant mallet. What's wrong with a giant mallet? Nothing, but a giant Malamute makes a much better character. <laughs> All right, let me try this again, because I just rolled a 44. That's scary. Would have been best to roll a 42. All right, 6, 5, 65. Are we starting off with random items? Pistol. I'm not seeing any animals in this chart. Okay, what the hell? Hold on. I, I, oh, I, I see. There's a rhinoceros. <laughs> and there's I, a horse. I don't think this is the character chart. This is just a random item for the game chart. Okay, then maybe... The, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. Then okay. there's probably a different chart for... Uh, let me see. And good GMing on my part to have that right there at my fingertips. Let no me, worries. I'm Hold seeing on. a species table on the sidebar on page 19. That's probably the one. And there's a silly species table on the sidebar on page 20. Ooh, patience. Normal things to carry. I, I, I pick instead of rolling on the table. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not... It's okay. up to you guys whether you want to make it random or not. I see species table. Uh, so I'll roll on that. Let's, let's see what we get. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Humans. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't take that. Don't take... You don't have to take that. You know, you, you can... Hey, you guys are all online. How interesting is that? Weird. Oh, really? Did it just tell oh, you that? Yes, yeah, Skype just popped up to tell me you're online. <laughs> Thanks, Skype. Way to keep up with the game. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, wow. All right. So, uh, 53 is a duck. <laughs> I have no problem with that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely good precedent set there between Daffy and Donald and... Let's be a duck. <laughs> Are you going to go for the alliteration for your name, or are you going to... Um... Durwood. <laughs> Durwood Duck? Durwood Duck. Durwood Duck. I am Durwood Duck. That's all you get in a voice. I like it. Sometimes it's my name. Sometimes it's a warning. <laughs> Durwood Duck. Somewhere, somewhere in there, there is also, if you wish to use it, and again, I'm just re-stressing, you do not have to do the random thing. There's an occupation table. Ooh, I saw that, too. If you want to. Yeah. My character, I mean, I know I'm going back to this well an awful lot, but he's an owl wearing a, a frock coat and, and, and a pince-nez, and his name is Doctor Who. H-O-O. -O. Nice! Uh... Ah. Okay. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of doing Murray the Happy Go Lucky Christmas Elf. Ooh, nice. There you go. Is that Murray M U R R A Y or M E R R Y? Uh, R R. <laughs> Mary Mur or Murray? Oh, Murray. Murray and Christmas. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Murray. Lucky <laughs> Something screwy going on here. It's June. What do you expect? 
I just rolled a 44 again. That's not possible. Or did I roll a 44 before? I, I have, I realize I posted my, my old stats, but it had my old hit points on it. Uh, what do you start with with hit points? Um, you start with... Whatever you rolled. Yeah. No. No, I didn't, see. Uh, the or, or original roll... I thought it was a one d. It was a, 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 a d six plus plus six. I think you're right, actually. My my original one was eight, so it would have had to have been more than one d six. So yeah, it's. I think it's one d six plus six. So you probably rolled a two. So now I actually have to get up and do something. Oh, fine. Well, no, you, you've fine. Got points right there. So uh, or do you, uh, what do you what do you mean that was your old hit points? It, it's from from when we played tune. Oh my good stars and garters over three years ago. Goldie is three years old. Wow. Damn. Who knew? Goldie, pretty boy Thornton, <laughs> with his good book and X. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Hitting you with the good. He's book. a. <laughs> he's the Bible. He's thumper. a canary featherweight boxer. Well, ex boxer, and now he's a lay preacher who will beat the bad out of you while delivering the good word. <laughs> He's an Xboxer, so he so he so he likes video games. Brilliant. <laughs> That's it. You need some beaten. <laughs> it's for your own good. I say not. <laughs> Puns are the way to the bad place. <laughs> you you don't have to have an occupation if you if you don't want one. Animates is the thing. Well, I, I'm freaking myself out here because I rolled another forty four, and of course it's this actor <laughs> bad, of course. Oh, and then I rolled a sixty six, which was other. It's like, all right, then why have a chart? <laughs> And then I rolled 56 for Taylor, and I was like, that, uh, what, what would I want to be from this list? I don't even actually have to have an occupation, do you I? You do not, so All I was right. just throwing it out there as a... Derwood Duck is between jobs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as long as he's not destitute, that's... Nope. He's, uh, he's got everything that a cartoon could possibly um, um, the draw. The destitute duck would just be deplorable. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so you have either you can roll randomly for your four attributes, which are zip, muscle, smarts, and chutzpah. Uh, you can either roll 1d6 for each one, or you can you get 14 points that you can distribute amongst them. And you can't put more than six in any one, right? If right. I'm remembering right. Yes. Do Do you have to buy your um, what do you call it? A shtick out of the fourteen points as well? No, that goes out of your thirty skill points. Oh. Okay. Why do I have things at seven then? Is it thirty or thirty? Uh, you may have. You've got skills that can go up to nine. Maybe that's what it was. Like, what are what are your what are at? Breakdown door under yeah, muscle. I, muscle is five. Breakdown door is seven. Fight is seven. Yeah, those are skills. Those muscle are skills. is the okay. muscle is the attribute. I'm going to put this in a second page. I just threw my. Uh, I just threw this d six this d six across the room. Do you feel better now? Do you feel better in yourself? No. Oh. I'm still like <laughs> really really puzzled how it could roll three threes in a row. Do you Does still have this? I don't remember if it was you, Adam, that used to have the jar for D um, for putting bad dice. <laughs> was it like bad dice timeout? <laughs> it's kind of a kind of a um, um, cross between that and uh, uh, D 
decursifying a bad die. <laughs> I, I remember I heard it once, but I don't remember if it was you who said it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have that. I used to. I used to actually try and roll die. Blind Geek will remember this when we were playing. Um, when we were playing. Uh, uh, oh my God! Cartoon Action Hour. There you go. Um, I had a, a a baseball cube. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, talk about loud! Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, rolling dice in a baseball cube just so that they'd be right at hand. Um, yeah, they didn't get lost, but they deafened. They deafened me. Two. There we go. One, two, three, four. Wow. I don't think I could possibly have rolled any lower unless it was all ones. So. <laughs> All right, let's put three in zip, three in smarts, one in uh, muscle, and two in chutzpah. Chutzpah. Okay, now you have... Okay, we'll get to skills in a second. None of you guys really seem to have... Or actually, I shouldn't say none of you. I don't know what... uh, Forget what I just said. Just just erase it from memory. There are... uh, If you... You can have natural enemies, which which help you generate. You get plot points if you come into contact and make your natural enemy fall down. So, like <laughs> the simple examples would be: dogs have a natural enemy of cat. There you go. So does um, Goldie. Cat spirits and weasels. <laughs> oh my! <You> <laughs> so, like the uh, Mur- Murray the Christmas Elf might have a natural enemy of uh, grumpy people. Grumpy people, exactly. No, Easy. <laughs> No, that could actually be, that could be it. Or bankers. <laughs> Meanie heads. Oh, Derwood, Derwood Duck's natural enemy. Well, you don't have to have a natural enemy, but it, it, um, if there's one that springs to mind, feel free to write it down. Madden Gourmet Chefs. Madden <laughs> Chefs. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... Okay. And then we get into beliefs and goals. I'll read a bit from the book here. Now decide how your character is going to behave and what sort of personality it has. What does your character want out of life? How does it react to various situations? Is it nasty or nice? In tune turn terms, each character must have a clearly defined set of beliefs and goals. Cartoon characters are not terribly deep, and players don't have to choose complicated beliefs and goals. A character can have as many or as few beliefs and goals as he wants. However many you have, they should be designed to get your character into the action, not out of it. For example, an obvious goal for a policeman might be to arrest characters who break the law. A rabbit's goal may be to get carrots at any cost. A policeman's goal shouldn't be to stay near the jail and guard the prisoners. Then he couldn't go on adventures, and you wouldn't have any fun playing a rabbit whose goal was to avoid trouble at all costs. It can be a lot of fun to pick beliefs and goals that are totally opposite from those you would expect from the character. Mice are supposed to be timid, and Mac, who is used in the examples, is funny because he's so nasty and tough. How about a timid elephant, a friendly shark, or a policeman who is really the world's greatest jewel thief in disguise? I'll read a little further here. Don't make your beliefs and goals... Don't Don't make your beliefs and goals so specific that that, uh, you can't use them or you're not likely to use them in half the adventures you play. For example, don't have as a goal that you will make Mac the Mouse fall down whenever possible. What happens when Mac doesn't show up in a particular adventure? You're out of luck. Instead, say you'll make mice, any mice, fall down whenever possible. Get the idea? And then he gives some sample beliefs and goals, which if you want I can go through, but that gives you the gist. Hmm. 
All right, Derwood Duck's belief is that no one in the world should be taller than he is. <laughs> A natural state of anyone he interacts with is flat. <laughs> or at least should be. Ah. And if that is not the case, then he's more than willing to correct the situation with either an anvil or a handy piano. He's just making everybody fall down. He can try. Only if they're <laughs> taller, taller than he is. Yes, falling down, by the way, for those who don't know, is what you do in tune rather than when you, when you lose all your hit points, you don't die, you just fall down with a capital F and a capital D. <laughs> what, and what happens then is that you are out of this out of the game for three minutes. Mm. And then you come back into it exactly where you were when you fell down, mm. unless the animator wants to put you somewhere else. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hello. Not very quiet. I had to mute myself. I thought I was alone. No. Again. Is there anybody out there? I'm alone. I'm all alone. All by myself. So lonely. No one here to guide me. I'm all alone. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> that's a great I know that. Spam a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> King Arthur with Patsy standing right beside him, and Arthur's totally ignoring him. <laughs> I'm so alone. And then knights come out of the trees. He's all alone. <laughs> In the very expensive forest. <laughs> I'll buy myself all by himself. It's very silly. <laughs> we worked for the shop that made their floor. Yeah. When it was still uh when it still existed. <laughs> the good news Why am about, I proud of that? Why am the I The good news about making tune characters is they're kinda like Satsi characters that you can pretty much pick up and play you know, because cartoon characters aren't really, like, set in stone for any kind of universal parameters. I mean, if you want to have, okay, in this cartoon, they're going into space. In that cartoon, they're going, they're back in the Revolutionary War, you know. In this cartoon, they're sell selling jungle real estate. That's right. Exactly. In space with everybody wearing those uh, little round fishbowls on their heads. Yep. Not exactly. attached to anything, just wearing a little round fishbowl on your head, and now you can breathe. In fact, there's an adventure in the, in the book called Spaced Out Saps, and they discuss that very thing. That your cartoon <laughs> characters do wear those plastic bubble helmets. Okay, so his belief is to flatten everyone. Or his goal. His goal is flatten everyone taller than he is. Okay, so that's that. Uh, okay, you can tell me how that looks. Okay, hang on. Stop. <laughs> And will you be saying, who are you, while eating a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> Ooh, that's an idea. Product placement. There you yeah, go. exactly. <laughs> Gotta work it. Okay, let me take a look at take a look at this here real quick. Natural enemies, gremlins, and robots. I like it. Yep. Oh, just to make, well, I don't know. You, If you want to make things a little bit less confusing, you can just put, like, instead of fight plus three, you can put fight four. I know, it's... So you don't have to... Okay. This saves yourself a step when you're... How did I know that was what you were going to pick what? for the stick? That's awesome. <laughs> it just seemed like a an, natural. Yeah. Cool. Looks good. Excellent. Okay. So now, Adam, we have to do your skills. 
Yeah, what's this? I read about 29 of them? <laughs> Seriously? It's not as bad as it sounds because what happens, you have 30 skill points to spread among your skills and your, and two, and your sticks. Okay. Um, and any of the skills that you don't, I mean, when you got the character sheet, they're all written down right there underneath each attribute. Um, and the ones that you don't add points to are the same rating as your, as the attribute that governs them. So for example, break down door is a muscle skill. <laughs> so you have a muscle of what, three? Uh, one. One. Okay. So your breakdown door would, would be at one unless you put some of your points into it. So all your skills, are start out at the same level as the as their attribute. And where is the skillist? <laughs> Bottle of glue bucket. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh crap! I wish I'd printed this out. Here it is, right here. I could have printed it out. Don't yeah. forget to hit save. <laughs> well, I got no printed. <laughs> no printer uh, at home. I took it into work. Oh. I don't know if that'll help. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There's a lot to read there, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I love everyone's characters. I got a bag of, of many things, too. Ooh. Yeah, many things. In oh, yeah, let me get the shticks list as well. Since... <laughs> Bucket, bottle of blue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it went into the... Sorry, I just copied the text from that page, so I guess it did kind of go into other areas, but I just wanted to get the skills list on there. I'll be right back. I think I was muted when I said that. Yep. Okay, I'm unmuted now. I got a BRB. Be right back. Me too. Well, everybody's just wandering off. <laughs> Okay, I'm not. Where was the? Is the list of sticks on that same page as the list of skills? I think so. Except that a few of the numbers have gotten turned into devil faces for some reason. Oh, weird! I don't think I did that. That's just something <laughs> Skype did I, when it. Yeah, because of the numbers and the the parentheses. <laughs> oh God! It did it to incredible speed and teleport. Looks like. Okay, let's see. Incredible speed is six points. And so is teleport. So it's a, for, for, for some reason, parentheses, six parentheses, makes a <laughs> demon face. <laughs> Good to know. Yep, a devil face. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I should have. Oh, well, live and learn. Because <laughs> it's already six. Yeah. So this is a short ad ad adventure that you have for us. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a very short adventure. It's. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh. Puppy is uh, providing a challenge this evening. Ah, they do that sometimes. Yeah, this one, this one's getting bigger by the minute. <laughs> they do that sometimes too. Okay. Back. Welcome back. Thanks. List of skills. All right. Zip, muscle, smarts, and chutzpah are major skill categories? The attributes, yes. All right, so they're attributes. Oh, and also in, in the course of, of putting the, the like, shticks and stuff into the, copying the the page and that into the chat, we, we, we found out accidentally that open parentheses, six close parentheses, makes a double face in the, uh, in the Skype chat. <laughs> How do you do that? 
Open parentheses, six close parentheses. Oh, let me try that. <laughs> oh, I see that. Look at that. There's, there's that part of... <laughs> A laughing uh, devil face. Mm -hmm. That's almost as classic as when Nikki was making her Savage Worlds character and we discovered that... Uh, <laughs> what was it? Um, <laughs> it was colon... Because... Uh, in Savage Worlds, you do the 4D, 6D. Right. Right. Oh, no, it's no, that's no, it's D4, D8. That's what it was. Colon D makes a smiley face. So she would write her ability and yep. then colon <laughs> D6 or whatever. And, and there were all these little, and I just, A, I loved the fact that it does that. And B, I loved the fact that Nikki was the first one who just, who put her character up because it just is so in character for Nikki to have little smiley faces all over her character. I don't know that I even knew that was happening, did I? Yes, <laughs> there's lots. Wow. <laughs> yes, you, you comment on it on the uh, in the in the course of the character creation episode. You just spontaneously start cracking up. <laughs> well, who knew? Oh, if you do nine, nine doesn't do anything. Oh, God. how did you get a little ninja thing? <laughs> Well, you see the little smiley face on the right oh, side yeah. of the chat thing? It brings up a menu. It does. Oh, my God. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> That's right. This is what we were playing with when we were doing the pizza and beer thing. Oh, that's right. But why does the why does the parentheses six parentheses bring up a devil head? That's very odd. Well, it's got to spell something. What's this one do? We are so easily amused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if a squirrel were running it around seems outside, to be I'd be like, what? Possibly someone bowing. Uh -huh. Oh, there's a dancing oh, a ninja. who disappears. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, a dust bunny? What is that, Mr. K? <laughs> that is a, is a tumbleweed. Oh, it's a tumbleweed. I'm a tumbling tumbleweed. I didn't see that. I shall boo. Yeah. Oh, in the bottom side, it shows you what the actual codes are to get these different things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've got the disco dancer dibs on the disco dancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they did a oh good is job that what that means? <laughs> wow. <laughs> are you making fun of me? No, I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> oh, all right, then. That's good. <laughs> that's better. That. That's not a problem. <laughs> Yay. Clappy hands. There's <laughs> a lot of those. There only used to, used to be only a few. Now they've, they've expanded the Emoticon horizon. <laughs> this was me last night because there was bets going on about how long before I would start talking at band practice. <laughs> like, No! <laughs> No talking. There'll be no talking. There's my dinner. The teddy bear? No. <laughs> oh, this pizza. <laughs> Silly. Go. Ooh, where'd you find that? I'm rolling on the floor laughing. It's in there. Huh. On the left-hand side. Fourth up from the bottom. I, 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 I see it now. What does what do? It doesn't do anything. The money symbol just kind of... Uh, it's boring. Oh, I thought I would put, like, the Geico money. An evil grin is actually very disturbing. It's not really a grin. It's more like a tooth-bearing, chompy face. That's very... <laughs> not only are we a gaming podcast, we're also educational. We're teaching you what you can do with your Skype. With your Skype, having fun with a little 
emoticons. I don't think I don't know that we're going to get to. Uh... I was going to say I don't I don't mean to be a a, a party pooper poopy head, but are we going to have um well, you know, much since, time for a tune game? I know we can do quick since we don't. Well, even if it comes down to it, even since we don't have the company that we'll have to we would have to worry about for another episode, uh, we could always put the game off. The problem is that we've got holidays coming up. And the week and the week after New Year's uh, is Deb and my uh, second anniversary, and I kind of want to be off for that. So how dare you? What that is wisdom. Come on, man, prioritize. What are you? Here's too much information. Emoticon. Oh, wants to have time off. Oh. non-holiday. The nice thing about Tune is coming up with adventures is like, um, like this was going to be, oh, Shall there's a gift. Christmas the, the, for the next hour? The pinky bunch, huh? <laughs> well, let's see where we get to, because it is only a few minutes past the last hour of this, oh, okay. so, so we, we may get something in here. <laughs> and then a giant Acme 2,000 pound weight drops from the sky and squashes us all, and we all one of those, fall down. It would be, <laughs> It would be genre appropriate. That are on Cartoon Network sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a truckload of bowling balls unrolls, offloads. From the Acme Bowling Ball Company. <laughs> Acme. Rose has gotten very, very quiet. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking, I didn't think I could have my character equipped with a bowling ball. Yeah, you can have pretty much with animator approval. You can Is it red and green I mean, get, and sparkly. Of course, you, you can. You get four normal things and four silly things, and you're by no means limited to the table that's in there. I mean, that's just. Ah, does it jingle up. when you roll it? <gasps> it might want to. Hmm. What are you talking about? A Christmas bowling ball. Oh, oh, okay. So if it's if it's red and green and sparkly and jingles when he rolls it, why couldn't he have it? It would be perfectly natural for an elf to to bring his favorite Christmas yeah, bowling ball along with him. Back, sure. Now that I think about it, Anim could have played the giant mallet had he wanted to. He could have just made a giant mallet with feet and hands, or maybe it just hopped along on its little handle. Wink, 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 wink. Well, yeah. To a mallet, every problem looks like a vegetable or a piece of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you could name it Gallagher. <laughs> but yes, next time I will heed the wisdom of pregen. I just figured with tune, I... I yeah. Once again, this once again this shows the wisdom of Quags because Quags has the kickstart, quick start character thing that you can have a character up and running in about ten minutes. These weren't too fat, too slow, really. Yeah. No. Damn. Uh, presently, my uh, attention is a little divided. No worries. You got the puppy. <coughs> also known lovingly as Pupzilla. <laughs> and it, uh, I shouldn't say it's a he. His name is Munch. Is he living up to his name or trying to? Constantly. <laughs> very smart, very smart animal. Yes. I have the video to prove. <laughs> I love the fact that when you, when a when an animal like that is smart, you say sometimes it's. 
God, he's a smart animal. Other times, God, he's a smart animal. I just, <laughs> sometimes you wish they'd be just a little stupid. Yeah. It's some more trouble. It, it, at this age, at uh, three months going on four. Oh, my. It is a mis- it is a mixture of pride and dismay. <laughs> it's like a dog in the terrible twos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. My kitten, Dante, just had his first birthday. Aw. Oh, that's right. Well, all the yeah. cute's worn off now, so you got to boot him out to the curb and go get another one. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> he's actually taking medication because he got the sneezes this weekend. Oh, no, not the sneezes. Yeah. Poor little Pookie. Oh. How's he doing other than sneezes and wheezes? Is he okay? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah did he get he, the, is he a big kitty or did he stay kind of wee? Uh, he's about average size cat. Yeah. Not like a big bruising tomcat? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so this is his first Christmas. He's already discovering Christmas trees. <laughs> does he like climbing in them? Um, no, but he does, it's an artificial tree. He likes chewing on it. <laughs> oh man, my our, mm. our cat loved when we first he was a kitten, and we got it was one of the last years we had a real tree. But man, that was his tree. <laughs> and he would climb in the tree and wait and, and watch from inside the branches. And it was so funny because the next couple of years, by the, by the next Christmas, he was like literally twice or more as big as he was before. Mm. And he still kept trying to climb into the tree and sit in the branches. And it was just not happening. Very funny. Claude's not climbing in the tree this year, but I know as soon as I put decorations on, the games will begin. So <laughs> that's why I still pretty much do mostly non-breakables, especially anywhere I think he can easily reach. And then the breakables get wired down. <laughs> so if he's going to knock it off, he's got to work for it. Mm. It's such a little teeny tiny tree. It's a real tree, but it's a little teeny winky one. And uh, it smells great. And... uh I have yes. huge amounts of ornaments because I love Christmas ornaments. So someday when Claude gets tired of this game, I'll be able to put them all out. Not this year. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to buy a new set of ornaments every year. and like Do you redecorate every year or just add to the collection? Uh, we're just adding to it. I'm looking mm-hmm. at it. We, we, we bought, uh, or this summer, we saw a set of Beatles Yellow Submarine ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, the actual Beatles as characters from Yellow Submarine. Nice. And just I, last last oh, weekend, yeah. we found a set of five that looked like the singing busts in Haunted Mansion. Oh, <laughs> oh awesome. Yeah. So you guys have a real purpose and goal. Me, I, I like anything I can get, you know, shiny or sparkly or whatever. So I have some lovely, really classy ones. But then I have a couple of wonderful, crazed friends and one relative that go out of their way to find me the tackiest, sparkiest, <laughs> most obnoxious, blingiest thing they can every year, which is also quite wonderful. So. I've got some kick-ass bad ornaments. <laughs> they cheer me up knowing. From, from somewhere over the last year, we, uh, my Erica seems to have found a few ornaments that look like eyeballs. Do they blink <laughs> or wink at you? No, no, no. Oh. They, they do have kind of bloodshot veins on them, though. Oh, well, that's all right. Actually, they uh, when she found them, they used to be someone's prosthetics, and they're wandering around oh, trying stop, to stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> hey, I have prosthetic eyes. I can make those jokes. Are they bionic? I, n- no, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of blank geek, you'd be super geek. That's right. <laughs> 
We have the technology. We can make it better than before. <laughs> not for a measly six million bucks, you won't. <laughs> not now. Not nowadays. <laughs> Inflation. Box of and some Neosporin, and good luck with that. Get the hell out. <laughs> now he'd have to be either the six hundred million dollar man, or dare I say, the six billion dollar man. Pretty much. Yeah, six million. We just laugh huh. you right out of clinic. <laughs> Get yeah. the hell out of town. Get for some six... rubber bands and. Uh... <laughs> Might be able to get one of your bionic <laughs> legs done for six million dollars, yeah. sir. No, not really. Uh, we can give you a pogo stick retrofitted, and <laughs> uh, for six billion, you better be able to shoot ICBMs. Six billion, six billion, we can work with, but six yeah. million is not going to get you very much. And if you have ICBMs, that's something you need to talk to your doctor about. <laughs> what was her name? Jamie Summer. Six million would get her like a miracle ear. <laughs> Econo <laughs> 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 box of ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah, I what her up talent was supposed to be, but <laughs> that's pretty much all six million would get her these days. <laughs> oh, they do charge forty dollars for a box of Kleenex, so you know, <laughs> which is a bargain, really. <laughs> They're sanitized Kleenex, yes. <laughs> Are we waiting on Adam? I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are we ready to start? Back the halls with boughs of Harley. Um, well, that depends. I don't know where he got to. Um, there he is. I found him. He's over here. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Thank you. Well, while we're waiting, we could listen to some of Christopher Lee's amazing heavy metal music. <laughs> That would be some that, good um, holiday music, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm as far as the bottom of page 19. Okay. I know I'm halfway through page, well, starting on page 20. I blame myself for not uh, heeding my own advice. Blame self. Blame Blime Geek. It's a lot more fun. Well, I could, oh, but that's not fully entirely, entitled to blame. Not entirely fair. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, you said. Do you want? Music. I think it's quite fair. You said. Do you want us to do any pre-gen character generation so that we can get the goon? And I was the one that said, no, no, <laughs> let's just do it on the night. It's more fun that way. Oh, it and, is fun. Yeah, no, it is. But but it takes time, and we already you know spend time with the feedback. So it it. Probably for our purposes of our group, character generation should probably be done offline. Not well, offline. In, uh, when unless I, we're uh, doing a full campaign or something right, where we know right. we're going to have them. Yeah, I'm also competing with some uh, significant chaos going on just yeah. outside yeah. the door. So, yeah. yeah, you do. You seem distracted. I mean, if we don't get to it tonight, I'm not. You know, <sighs> okay. Have another one of those great. episodes where Adam. Yeah. Speeds things up and adds in incidental music. <laughs> yeah. Um. Read up on my shtick. Yeah, what is good. your shtick? Mm. Which, by the way, you can make up a shtick. You don't. Ha you're not limited to the ones that are on that list there. I'll think about that. For now, I picked uh, Incredible Luck. Okay. Yeah, that seems appropriate for the Christmas. Mm. The Christmas elf, who, by the time we get around to playing this, <laughs> it's okay. We'll be. Actually, that's kind of funny. Valentine's Day, I think. I kind of like the idea that he's a Christmas elf. Out Maybe of time. Maybe he feels a little out of sort. Yeah. Well, when I picked his belief, I was thinking it was more of a delusion. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he's actually 
vitally important to the Christmas effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bunny. That's a squirrel. You can't fool me. Sorry, I'm back looking at the emoticons. <laughs> that was a squirrel. But it says bunny. Does it? I thought yeah. It said, I, thought, I thought it said Heidi. Well, and once, once it's there, oh, it says the, bunny. Uh, oh, I, I did. I typed in bunny in parentheses to see if it. Uh, oh, if it would, would do anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because there are more than what's on the list there. Are there? Probably. I like the one blowing the hair out of their eyes, because I, I feel like that a lot of the time. <laughs> oh, there's a cake. <laughs> 6 p.m., 9 p.m. That's odd. Why does that say that? Oh, I see. It's it's bleeding through. Never mind. It's my turn for the bio break. I'll be right back. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Maybe that's not crying. Maybe that's confetti. Or many pigeons piddling on his head. Yeah, bit of a challenge. I think I should have generated a character before... Uh... Before, no worries. Before the evening actually Who knew? happened because most of uh, most of tonight, night, so night. puppy what? was dro- busy driving yeah. Auntie Ed insane. <laughs> it's his job. Here. It seems to be lately. Yeah. I don't know. So what have you got so far? I haven't got Jack. Oh. I got a name and I got six uh, four attributes. Ah. So it's like you know, I don't know. Take you take my pick from. We might have to do that one. What I what I needed to do was uh, actually print out this character sheet when I was at work, which would have been a neat trick considering I didn't have this file at work, but I could have put it on a USB stick or something. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Till, I'm sorry. I am not laughing at you, Anna. I am. <laughs> no, I'm... I am listening to you, but I also am playing the snippets from the Christopher Lee thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is like such a Hammer film style metal thing with him him intoning his words (coughs) over this guitar thing. Just a crack. Yeah. And it was perfect background music to while you were talking about trying to generate this character. (laughs) But technically... I know, man. Sorry about that. Knocking stuff off the walls. If it comes down to it, and you all come back and do this on the uh, 8th, even if I can't be there, you can still kind of fit into the Greek Orthodox Christmas, so it's all... (laughs) It's still holidays. That's like I said last time, when we we make plans, the gods allow. (laughs) In this case... In this case, (laughs) the god is a... Nearly four month old puppy that I think just ruined Eddie Ed's night. And, uh, I can't, I can't, uh, actually, um, finish the sentence because I gotta stop tearing up the kitchen floor. Be right back. Who knew the puppy has a jackhammer? Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was only cats. Oh, well. <laughs> Let us know when you're finished. Oh, do, do, well, do you, damn. Do you know what dialogue box appeared the instant I answered the call? <laughs> the instant that I, that I clicked on answer, I get a yeah. dialogue box that says, Upgrade to higher edition. <laughs> <laughs> no! So, 
How well, long have I been signed in? Do we do we want to scamper over to Mumble since we're not having to uh, work with Fine Geeks Apple stuff? Well, I'm I'm playing the cheap advocate here, and uh, <laughs> it's essentially I, I um, having bought Power Gram out again <laughs> <laughs> to be able to record Skype, and yeah. admittedly, when it, when it doesn't drop kick us out the door in its yeah. little fits. Um, the sound quality really is better when it's recorded through Powergrammo in Skype. Then we'll uh, stay here, shall we? So long as it doesn't keep, you know, telling us to get lost every two minutes like it was this towards the is, end there. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and close Mr. Mumble window. I had them both open, just in case. But then I realized with Skype, I'm like, oh, you guys don't know I'm online yet, because I didn't check off the little green cloud. <laughs> don't <laughs> wait La la la! Look, they're there. Why aren't they calling? La la la! <laughs> you were just a green outline to us. I feel like such a schmo. Anywho, <laughs> that's the problem with being invisible. You don't get noticed. Don't that's get right. Bad. <laughs> In some cases, you could get food all over you. <laughs> You're just not careful. And by the way, Andros, thank you very much for forming up the group and making the call. Oh, you are most welcome. It uh, it worked out very well last time. I, if I recall correctly, very few of us got dropped. Uh, very not very often. So it may have been me all this time. I don't know. Ooh, not. I'm not willing to go that far because as soon as I say something along those lines, we'll start having problems. That is correct, and you are wise, Mr. K. Do we have you? Have a? Are you there? Yes. I, I see. He's green. I see Mark I Kinney's icon, and it looks active. But if he's uh, if you're attempting audio, we're not hearing you. Maybe he's out getting a beverage. Probably another lambic with which to rub it in to the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, that's okay. I I pretty much prefer ciders. You can have your stinky old lambics, Mark Kinney. Uh, I, <clears throat> sorry, is that bitter? I didn't mean to be bitter. Andrews, are you all packed? Oh, we ran into a problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes, my my wife is ill. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Nothing serious, but it's the sort of thing where um, it would help if I were actually here. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's well, a that's sorry. a bummer. So so you know she's of course going. Go ahead, I'll be all right. <laughs> it doesn't. Testing run. testing one two. Hey Mark. There we go. Now we got you. Hi. Excellent. Hi. Yay. Let I was just explaining to others why I'm actually not going to Dragon Con. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I could hear you all fine. Oh, fucker! <laughs> Caught again. Mute button. <laughs> oh no, it was it was some weird Linux thing. Oh. I as soon as I, I started poking on, on my sound settings, it, it started working. <laughs> just had to poke it. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, all right then. With a sharp, pointy stick, wake up. Oh, mm -hmm. any, anyway, so I I after evaluating. Uh, the situation and doing some inner search to decide if I would be devastated if I didn't go, I decided that um, next year we'd both go. Cool. Well, so wait, can you hedge your bets and go for like two days? If you stay home for the first two days till she improves a little bit and well, then scatter? It, it is a five hour drive and I was planning on going with a. Oh, time. come on. You can. No, no. Five hours is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> Hell, I've done that twice in a day. It's no big whoop. So. 
Maybe just one day? Just dropping uh, see, the, all this time I thought the both of you were already the, that it was going to be the both of you going anyway. I didn't know that it was going to be just you. No, she 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 was not going to be able to go this time, and um, we um, she was going. You know, you you missed going to Dragon Con. Why don't you go ahead and go? Because <laughs> this year wasn't going to be able to be both of us. Right. And so I, I <laughs> just leave me something to read and a sharp stick to keep the animals away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we we made a new plan. Instead, for her birthday in October, we're going to spend a few days at Disney World. Nice. Oh, you guys like that an awful lot. So. Yes. Well, it's especially since it's during the Wine and Food Festival at Epcot. Oh, nice. And can you go to a princess breakfast? I suppose we could. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a princess breakfast? Uh, no, but once we did Apparently. take a friend of mine to the uh, character lunch at the Crystal Palace, and that was uh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Oh, okay, that's pretty fun. <laughs> I think I think there might be that photograph on my um, Facebook site still. Oh, no, that's right. My wife had me change it to the me in armor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the princess breakfast, though, you have your pancakes and French toast, and all the princesses circulate around and give you a big hug. Mm-hmm. Get your Do picture. they now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe one of you will have to impersonate a five-year-old girl. I'm not sure what the rules are about how old you have to be, but um, you could try it. Mm. I think you go to the castle. I'm not sure if princesses are quite her thing. I, ha- I have a photograph of her having a squeam moment with a, a character actor dressed as Marie from the Aristocats. Oh, fun. I totally would want the, the villainous brunch myself. You know, stick me next to Ursula. <laughs> If they ha- yeah, if they had such a thing, we would definitely be there. <laughs> You'd, yes. I was about to say, you want to drink mimosas? A- I'm sorry, go ahead. I was about to say, is that a thing? <laughs> it's not, but it really should be. <laughs> it should be. It oh, should man, be. It's about three minutes flat. <laughs> you should be able to drink mimosas with Cruella de Vil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the cocktail hour with the villainesses. And, like, the snacky brunch happy hour. No, I guess it can't be happy hour, can it? Witching hour? Unhappy what do you hour? with the villains? You have to have some sort of, you know, tapas or something with the villains. <laughs> that would be so much fun. But I guess Disney doesn't do that today. That they could have competi- uh, competition games with, um, you know, Jeopardy style or game show style of any kind uh, games with, Inanimate objects like M or or am I smarter than a talking raccoon? That kind of theme. <laughs> the animated talking raccoon. Yes. Yeah. Be sad if the answer is no. No, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I will soothe my wounded spirit with Dole Whip. What is Dole, Dole Whip? Whip? Oh, it's it's this thing that they only have at the the Magic Kingdom and at the Polynesian, and I think Disney yeah. cruise ships might have it too. That um, just before you get to Pirates of the Caribbean, kind of across from Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, you no. can't tell if I've ever been there before, can you? No, no. <laughs> okay. You have the whole layout memorized. In your <laughs> there's a little, there's a little um, kiosk that sells uh, Dole Whip soft serve and ice cream soft serve. And Dole Whip is kind of a non-dairy soft serve made with pineapple. I was going to say, is it is it with pineapple or bananas? Is uh, there, I, they have pineapple I, and they have orange. Oh. And you can also get vanilla ice cream. Mm. And it's tasty, is it? Uh, Do you get a giant bowl and eat it till you're sick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong? Well, it's not so big is that I get sick Is it wrong to get the giant bowl and four spoons? 
One for each hand and two spares, just in case. <laughs> Don't worry, standardized servings has saved me. Well, you didn't get right back in line again, my friend. <laughs> you chomp it down sure. while you're in line. That way you have, you know, it's much more efficient. Ooh, second helpings. Uh, every, every time we... <laughs> second helpings, that, that'll just be another nine, that'll, that'll just be another 1250. Go ahead. <laughs> Monge. Yeah, I know. You're six time through. <laughs> yes, second helpings. Well, you enjoy. You've certainly earned it. So we've gone at least a little bit every year or two, and uh, going to the Magic Kingdom, it's always the same thing. You get in, stop for Dole Whip, Pirates of the Caribbean, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Haunted Mansion. In that order, eh? That's the way you approach them, yeah. What if you went back the other way? What if you, like, raced through all the way to the back of the park and, and work your way forward? You'd be going against the flow. I think it's a matter of efficiency, though, isn't it, really? It's sounding to me like it's like doing WoW dailies. <laughs> you got a certain pattern, a set uh, a set schedule to follow in order to get them done in the most efficient and fun way. Friends of mine, they, go, they, they don't get to go nearly as much as they would like to, but they'll be going, actually, this year, I think in January, whenever the marathon is. They're running the Disney Half Marathon. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, so this is their first time running the... Disney half marathon, and actually for my friend Jill, it'll be her first half marathon, and it'll be her husband's like fourth at this point, something like that. So, so they're going, and, and you know the kids and everything. But every time they've gone, they do have their pattern. They have the early time that they get there, and like you know, how to race through before the lines get really bad. <laughs> they, they just it, it's their it's not exactly routine, but it's definitely this is how it works for us, and they've got their groove. So, well. Some I just found at the Disney Resort site, they have a, um, a telephone app mm-hmm. that um, not only has a map of the park and where everything is, uh-huh. but it gives you the current wait time for every attraction. I was oh, going to wow. say, no, we need to invent an app that projects a hologram of you in line <laughs> to hold your spot so you can get there. Next best thing. <laughs> it tells you that if you've got a fast pass ticket for that particular attraction at that moment, what time would be the return time? Hmm. Time well, they, they have a system called FastPass where you go up, you know, put your ticket in a little kiosk, and it gives you a ticket good for getting in a shorter line later in the day. Okay. So that you don't have to wait in a really long line right now. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Delayed off, gratification, kind of. You can go off and find a shorter line somewhere else. Okay. And then come back to it later. Right. I can see all kinds of schedules screwing up potential here, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But they do give you an hour window to come back. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're fooling around with a system now that enables you to apply for fast passes, uh, up to three of them, uh, like up to a week in advance. I have a a prediction to make. Hmm. Is, first of all, is 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 there uh, available flat, vacant surrounding land the size of Disney World, within ten or fifteen miles of Disney World? <laughs> Probably. Then I predict that within the next ten years, they're going to realize that they can double their profits um, by by having twice as many people visit Disney World, by by 3D, second one. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they will 3D print a second Disney yeah. World. 
<laughs> I see. They'll set up the a giant 3D, 3D printer, printer, and and it will be like it'll it'll be like like that project in in what was it Contact with Jodie Foster where they had to build no. a big giant spinning spinning wheels. Isn't it time for them to understand that you know there are people on budgets and time for them to have Disney Outlet? So you have like the Outlet Mall. Instead, it would be the the Outlet that's, Amusement that's, Park. That's called it mail order. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to actually physically go to a place where you buy things, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. But instead of instead of like, so it would be the secondary park, and maybe maybe an attraction has gotten you know maybe it's it's a little shop worn now, and they want to change it out. So they instead so so say Space Mountain. I'm not saying Space Mountain is shop worn. I'm just saying everybody knows it. It's been there a long time. Right, Space Mountain. They want to replace it with like International Space Station Roller Coaster Mountain. So then you would take Space Mountain and you'd put it over in Disney Outlet. <laughs> you would. You see what I mean? Kind of like kind Mall of like, America. <laughs> okay, I've never been to Mall of America, but okay, maybe, maybe. So. I've heard they have a roller coaster. Maybe so. Well, uh, right now the big thing is people are upset about the new drink cups that they sell at the resorts. Why? What's what's horrible about them? Well, used to be you could go and buy a slightly overpriced uh, drink cup, mm. and you'd be able to get uh, free drink refills at the resorts the whole time you're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, now they've got one with a chip. That it costs a bit <laughs> extra extra. Uh-huh. And I think the chip prevents you from getting refills, but once every half hour or so. <laughs> So you can't drink too many beverages, and it's only good for the one day. Oh, but you have to pay. But but if you buy for multiple days, it doesn't double or triple in price. You see, you get a small huh. discount for each additional day. It's like the, what they do with the tickets. So if you stay for a whole week, you only pay like a couple of dollars extra over the one day price to try to get you to stay for a week. You see, what they don't tell you is that along with the. Uh, uh, drink ratio and timing. They also are tracking you inside the park using GPS, along with everybody else that buys a cup, so that they can make models of uh, um, make models of patrons and where they go and how long it takes them to get there and, and what attracts their attention. Mm. <gasps> you can get a model of yourself in your mouse ears, 3D printer version of you. Oh, that's genius! My God, oh. how do I market that? I just had this image of these. They they used to have these little machines, like the state put in all the Florida attractions, where you'd Mm -hmm. put in like fifty cents or something, and it would make it would it would make you a wax little figurine or plastic, right? Blown plastic. I had that zoo in 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 wisconsin now, i ran around you... everyone i could find and i had this like half melted seal right, and a blown right. out polar bear oh, it was wonderful so, loved it yeah i had the alligator you get from somewhere in florida i know oh, oh wow they had a well, dolphin if you went to marine land anyway so you could do it using your system they could scan you that way and then you can go and punch um put money in the little kiosk and it would give you uh-huh. a blown plastic version of yourself yes of yourself or, love this, right? <laughs> Facial recognition technology. We take your face or your head and we put you in your favorite character suit. So you want to be the evil queen? Bam! You're the evil queen. You want to be Ariel the mermaid? Poof! You're the mermaid. You want to be... <gasps> Genius! You want to be Pooh Bear? You can be Pooh Bear. <laughs> Bear. Well, there's a company in Israel that's beat you to it, Nikki. I'm sorry. Oh. 
What? No, they never have. I've been using Google updates um, specifically for 3D printing. Yeah. Because when I have something on the brain, I like to um, I like to pretend I know more about it than I actually do by reading <laughs> blip articles here and there. Yeah, like there's me a, that reads nothing, I just make it up out of. See, well, you've got the, you know, you have you're the ideas woman that has the entrepreneurial <laughs> skill to, to to come up with this stuff. But yeah, a company in Israel uh, is is, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's been thought of and attempted before in different ways. But they're using 3D printing to offer miniatures of yourself but and we don't you, have the family portraits in 3D. Behind. Hmm. They don't have the power of the mouse behind them yet. Maybe Disney hasn't figured it out yet, and they need me to suggest it to them for lots and lots of money. No, I think Disney has figured it out, and uh, what time is it now? Just keep <laughs> checking. <laughs> no, damn it. You know, I I want Andros and mm. Eric to have the most wonderful trip. I really do. But it's so funny because I am so not the person that Disney wants because the whole cup thing would piss me off so much. I'd be drinking out of the ponds before I would buy a cup from them. I mean, like, a little, little distilling through six pair of knee highs. You know, we're fine. I don't need a cup. I'm good. Well, there, there is a solution, you know. If, if, if you know that if, if you don't want to have the um, convenience of paying, a, um, you know, a dollar fifty for a can of soda inside the park, you can always bring in your own. They do let you do that. Do you just, you just have to slug it along, and you're not allowed to bring like a big cooler on wheels. But I could have a baby stroller with a mini keg in it, yes? Or a keg shaped like a baby. If I freeze the stroller so it's a giant ice block on wheels and then tuck the keg on it. Yeah. See, but, see but then you have to leave someone to guard it while you go on a ride. Oh, that's okay. I don't really go on rides very much because most of them are, are high and scary. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. I guess it's more to drag around. But that's good. That's is good that you can still bring in your own stuff because so many other amusement parks won't let you. Right. Yeah. They, they, they had gone back and forth, there. and finally they've decided to go ahead and allow it since most people don't. <laughs> also, I would think if they tried to ban it completely, you would have people with allergy issues or food issues that would be screaming in their faces, right? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have a terrific time. Well, that won't be till the end of October. I know, but when you go, <gasps> you'll be there for Halloween. No. The week of the 21st. Just, oh, just a couple a couple of days that weekend. Well, that's yeah. right. You said beer and beer and wine harvest, right? Right. Which yeah. is really funny to think of Florida as like the wine harvest capital. No, 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 of the no it's the it's the it's the wine and food festival. A wine and food festival. Okay, that's a little better. Yeah. They set up these little booths that look like something you'd see at the the little um uh, school fair mm -hmm. and uh they sell uh food because like on one sticks. Well, it depends. One is like food from New Zealand. You know, you might get a, get little lamb burgers. Oh, bah. yeah. Yeah. And you know, one you know, so they have something Swedish like that. Meatballs? Do you get Swedish meatballs on little sticks? Yep. Oh no, not on Lutefisk from Norway. Something on toast. No, N oh. Nikki. Yeah. You've been warned about Lutefisk before. It's so wonderful. No, it's oh. nauseating. <laughs> oh, it is nauseating. I you could have used it as a weapon against those little creatures. Ooh. But the. <laughs> Something new to add to the tables. 
Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. They eat it, they turn green, they fall over, uh, incapacitated for two rounds. <laughs> my, my dad was given a bumper sticker years ago by a friend, and it said something like, I won the Norwegian lottery, one million Lutfisk for life, or something like that. It's like, ow. Oh, the horror of it all. <laughs> Please don't give me Lucas, please. I feel the same way about that as I do about kimchi. Oh, really? Really? I have, I think I've only ever had kimchi once, and I think I got away with pretty mild kimchi. Oh, isn't that, is that a, is that's a vegan food, isn't it? What is that? It's uh, what is uh, it, Vietnamese? I, yeah, I think other cultures have a version of it, but I think the Vietnamese, it's, they use it as like their condiment du jour, or condiment of choice, and it's uh, super fermented. Um, Cabbage. Cabbage and a few other things, but I mean like really fermented and really hot. Yeah, it's often very hot. spicy and it's often very aged. Yeah, so it's potent. And years and years and years ago, my mom worked at a hospital outside of D.C., Washington, D.C., and it had a lot of Asian nurses in it. And so the kimchi was all over the place in the break room, the lunchroom. Oh, no. And she actually tried it, bless her heart. But yeah, it was like everybody would come in with their own homemade you know, recipe and like each one would be hotter than the <laughs> So, um, and my mom, the spice weenie, actually tried it. Bless her heart. So, yeah. My mom, the spice weenie. <laughs> was a total spice weenie. She really was. Oh, it was pitiful. She yeah. Was, <laughs> take a little bite of General So's chicken and she'd go, whoo, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> A friend of mine described the process for making kimchi once. It sounds a little like pickling, where you kind of put it put it in a jar with the spices and seal it up real good, and you bury it and leave it there for a while. Yeah, and don't turn your back on it because you just never know what it will do. <laughs> but I, I the the hot hasn't actually bothered me as much as I couldn't get past the initial wicked flavor that the the stench. Well, <laughs> what what my brain translates as rotten. Yeah, well, I I can't do many cheeses for the same reason. Mm. Like really strong tasting stinky cheeses. Oh God, no! So <laughs> I'm afraid I'm a cheese weenie. Um, I have a feeling the next hamburger and fries I have is just going to taste way way better after <laughs> after hearing all this culinary <laughs> yumminess. Yum yum yum. The generic mundane food that I've been used to all my life is kind of like okay, I've just I've just heard about eighteen different ways I could become internationally sick <laughs> <laughs> in America's like favorite it. playground, Disney World. You might World. like it. You don't know. You might like it. Something new and different. Possibly. Are you just what? This, just this once. No, you're saying no. Right. Hey, if anybody uh, anybody listening may have noticed that um, Blind Geek is not with us tonight, it's um, people listening. It's a possibility. We never know. Uh, actually, we One do never know. Knows. And, and yes, see, the shadow. The shadow. The shadow. Shadow. That gunky won't tell us. So That's on our uh, uh, dead gentleman. Uh, dead I gentleman just... productions is also on our list of topics tonight. But uh... Uh, oh. I just made Erica well, watch that the other day. <laughs> the new movie is, is, Did you? is out. <laughs> I was completely. Is it still? Is it, is it still free streaming, or, or did I miss that? I don't think you missed it. I don't think you missed it. I'll have oh, to find the email. The 31st? Oh, I forgot all about it. Damn. No, I have the DVD, so... Already? Oh. No, no, no. Of, of, um, of, um, of players? 
No, what is it called? It's Gamers. Gamers Hands yeah, of Fate. Oh, no, no, this, uh, the original one. Yeah. You had to watch the first one? Yeah. You don't have to watch the first one, but it's it's still pretty good. It was awfully fun, wasn't it? Or did I see the second? What did I see? Yes, you, you saw both did of them, I think. One, probably. Did you see the one where the guy in the, in the bar tried to to like steal the one guy's pants? Yeah. Oh, you saw the second one then. The I saw the one, one where they go on the quest sort of thing, and the girl, is, she does her little her little sword play with a paint stick on the right. stage. Right, yeah, that's the second that was, that was the second one. Oh. You should be able to find the first one on, on YouTube because they, they put up a bunch of, of their older stuff up. It's not quite as, as, as good film quality and, and, and all that, mm-hmm. and, they, and they curse a lot more. But it's a oh, fun, heavens, funny, we can't be having oh, that. Oh, no, absolutely no, not. No. Uh, but it's, um, it's, it's, it is really funny, and it also kind of fills in the whole, you know, the, the reaction at the end of the whole, the shadow, the shadow, the shadow. The shadow. That, 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 it, it kind of fills in that hole. Yes. Uh, stream and, for free August about... 15th through the 31st. So we still... Uh, Good. Still I'm, have time. I've got to get my bumming yeah. gear. I'm um, copying the link and I'll just paste it here. And and and, and basically uh, at the beginning of of the um, of the Dorkness Rising, the one that you saw... <laughs> Nikki, Dorkness Rising, yes, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> the reference to the incident, yes. quote, unquote, that it, it basically was the the uh, happens in the first movie. Oh, okay. Well, thank so. you. So I will I will have to get cracking with that, and before it goes away. And did Fear of Girls ever wind up making anything else? Don't know. I don't. I didn't see anything new uh, because I, I I did a I did a binge marathon over the weekend after after watching Hands of Fate. Yeah. I went back and I watched The Gamers, the original one, and mm. then Gamers Darkness Rising, and then went and checked out some of my uh, uh, other YouTube favorites, and Fear of Girls was on there, and I didn't see anything new for that. Okay. Oh, uh, speaking of um, uh, Gutter Skype's movie reviews, um, last night I just happened to watch on Netflix uh, Solomon Kane. Oh. Have, have oh, I saw that. that? I, I saw the, the... No, I, I saw the... Um, uh, the graphic they put up in the description, I was like, "Oh yeah, I should check that out," and never did. Ah. Before before uh, uh, moving on, I just wanted to give credit where credit's due, so far as I'm concerned, for myself personally, and that would be I was completely unaware that there was a uh, new gamers film out, uh, or what it was called, and what we're talking about was Gamers Three: The Hands of uh, the Hands of Fate. Or the gamers, the hand. Uh, I always mess up the title. I think it's the gamers' hands of fate. But uh, I was made aware of it by Zo4. So wow. thank you very much, XO4, for uh, uh, not only passing along the link but letting me know that it existed to begin with. So um, um, thank you, uh, and everybody else, check it out. If if it's not streaming by the time you hear this, if they're not still streaming it for free by the time you hear this, it's it's ten bucks. And mm-hmm. having seen it, if you liked the first two, you'll like this one too. It's very well done. Yay! <laughs> so so Solomon Kane. Yeah. Um, I I suppose I'd read a, a couple of Solomon Kane comics because I used to read Savage Sword of Conan. Mm-hmm course until they changed the artist and then I didn't like it as much. Anyway, mm. uh, 
Solomon Kane, uh, I guess it's interesting. The only problem I had with it was the middle part was very, very slow. Hmm. But um, the beginning and the end were really good. <laughs> so if you just fast forward through all the middle bits, it was okay. Yeah, you don't miss a whole lot. <laughs> it's it's well, kind of like taking this go. lettuce and tomato out of the out of the burger with the, and taking the pickles out and just having the good parts. This has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about, but I want to send it to you guys before I forget. Watch it on your own time. It's very fast, and you will laugh and laugh. <laughs> it is it is a high school production of Peter Pan that has oh oh disasters oh heck yeah all in a minute and a half so oh, no okay oh oh Adam it is hilarious oh my god you will watch bits of it over and over again while you snicker <laughs> and chortle so thank you I always like before I forgot. I always like to see real life train wrecks. <laughs> oh, poor babies! They—they they, well, just wait till you see it. Oh, the joys of fly of of rigging people to fly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God! In a high school, yeah. boy, that's begging Long for a Island, lawsuit. Greenport, Long Island. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to go back to movies and speaking yep, of sorry, back of, to movies of, of flying, I finally got around to seeing Man of Steel over the weekend. Ah, and. Any good? It, Did you like it? It was better than Superman Returns. Mm. That's not I don't know. Much, is it? I don't know. I don't know that that's saying much. No. Um, it's it's different. There were a few minor plot holes, but you know, I'll I'll probably still see the sequel anyway, even since they're going to have Batman in it. So. Oh, and that's interesting. Oh, did you, you haven't heard about that? No. Then you haven't heard who they cast as. To be Batman in the Oh, next. I think I might have because Erica was cursing. <laughs> Thing is, I think. Okay. Well, for those who who haven't heard, they they cast Ben Affleck. That which just doesn't make any sense, does it? It makes as much sense as say Michael Keaton, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, well, the thing is, when he tries, he yeah. cannot. We, we don't get to see him try that much because for the most part he's been in like Kevin Smith movies where he's not asking him to be much more than Ben Affleck. Mm. Mm. But when you actually when, when, when he actually tries, he can act. You know, all the little things as, 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 as far as Daredevil went. And if you, if, you, if you saw, if you realized that that was him in Shakespeare in, in Love, and it took me a minute to really figure that out because it's like, that guy looks familiar, but I don't know. Who is that? Uh, the 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 like real diva actor guy in mm-hmm. that movie, Ben Affleck. Right. Okay. So yeah, hmm. I'll I'll have to see. I obviously will have to wait until some like trailers come out and and when we and we see some of how he does it. But I don't think it's completely out there. Hmm. Since 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 Michael Keaton did it for the first Burton one. Right. So we'll see. Who was it that said that the the as far as Batman goes, the, the suit does 90% of your acting for you. <laughs> that might have been Michael Keaton. <laughs> was it Michael Keaton or George George Clooney? Somebody said it. Right. And it was kind of like, you know, once you got the cowl on and the ribbed armor and the rest of that stuff, it's, it's like, all you got to do is talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you it's know, like, it's like what John Reese davis said when he was doing the Gimli thing, is that when you've got all that stuff on your face, you have to... You have to really emote over the top, otherwise they, people won't notice. Yeah, yeah, your performance is buried under latex and, and fake fur. 
Right. Not to mention you're baking your brains out. Wow, what a <laughs> that should be extra pay. Well, never mind that uh, John Rhys Davies was actually o- allergic to the stuff. Right, there's that too. too. Oh, even better, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd only do it every other day because he'd get all this topical eczema. <laughs> this trivia moment brought to you by. <laughs> Damn. So, all right, yes, the gamers' hands of fate. Check it out. Um, and uh, I, I and Journey Quest too. Journey Quest turned out to be a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be after the first. I looked the first three or four episodes and I thought, all right, I'll stick with this. And it just, it actually did get better and better as it went along. And and just became a, a much more fun and involved story than I expected it to be. And they they these people know how to tell a joke. They, they <laughs> definitely know how to tell a joke. And it's fun. As it's fun to watch. Knock them. knock. Who's there? <laughs> the interrupting yeah. cow. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'll 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 go for it. <laughs> The interrupting cow. No. I knew it was coming. No, you never did. Yes, heard it before. Heard it before. No, you never did. Maybe even from you. That. No, Maybe. surely not me. Seeing as how it's the only joke I know. Surely <laughs> not. Moo, 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 moo. I would like to see a combination. I would like to see a combination of the house on the hill, uh, jungle gyms, and space mountain. Oh, Wait a minute! No, the house on the rock. I'm wrong. The house on the rock. I was going to say Jungle Jim's has a, a monorail now. Yeah, <laughs> so it wouldn't be that big a stretch. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikki, you were here when we talked about Jungle Jim's, right? Mm, maybe. What part were we talking about? It's a big international market in 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 Cincinnati. I mean, huge and just the. It's, oh yes! Yeah. Yes! Yes! We're talking about that. I remember that. Where you can buy anything, or at least any kind of international food, or something like that. Mm. Pretty much, and all of the uh, of the repurposed anim- animatronics that they have all over the the uh, <laughs> repurposed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. If your food shopping experience is just not surreal enough for you, <laughs> yeah, like the uh, like the uh, Italian section has a, a, a couple of like repurposed Chuck E. Cheese. A- animatronics oh, oh wow uh the uh the uh, english section has this oh, has this big tree over it with like with like robin hood and his merry men and they talk and stuff it's that's pretty surreal i mean wow. it's to the who it's, it's just too bizarre it's too strange mm-hmm. um i'm trying try to remember the name of the guy who played robin hood in that movie um that had the bad accent Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, exactly. He, he was in Man of Steel, too. Playing, Kevin, uh, Kevin Costner? Playing. Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yes, mm-hmm. does, does Robin Hood speak mm-hmm. like Kevin Costner? No, no, the he has Jungle an actual Gems. accent. Oh. He has an actual accent in that. I'm not sure who did the voice, but... Uh. <laughs> wow, just, you know... Oh, don't get me started on Kevin Costner. Just... <laughs> My favorite appearance of him is when he, when he apologized for the postman on The Simpsons. Lisa Simpson is watching a DVD or something on one of the new big, new, one of the brand new big flat screen TVs. Um, and, and 
it, there's some kind of a director's commentary or something, and he's just apologizing for having made it or being in it or something, and he uh -huh. literally his cartoon character literally steps out from behind the screen to apologize in person. <laughs> 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 I never saw it, so I don't know. I don't. I didn't know that it was that bad, but I didn't think it was that bad. I've never actually seen the the postman, so I can't speak to that. I just know that he does understated very well, and when he does emotional, it's also understated. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the my favorite film that I've ever seen him in is No Way Out. I don't think I ever saw that one either. Then I won't say a word about it. Oh, go on, say it. You know I'll never get around to it. Go on, I'll say, yes, I'll watch that, and then I don't get a chance. He was pretty good in Dances with Wolves, I thought. Mm -hmm. Tatanka. <laughs> I also saw Bull Durham, and that's where I, I, that's where I, I, I really noticed his understatedness. His... Mm. I forgot I did see that one, too, yeah. I just, you know, these scenes, like, should, you know, you should be angry and emotional in these particular scenes and he just never changes from the from these the same old tone he was emotionless well he was worn out beaten down you know you got quiet and 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 and, and thinking deeply you got quiet and seething you got but he had energy Silverado. i only kissed girl I he was kiss. he was pretty well cast in silverado yeah, when I just rewatched Silverado, what was it? Uh, somewhere in the spring, maybe? I don't know what got into me, but I'm like, Silverado, God, I haven't seen that in forever and a day. Fine, fine. And um, I was amazed at the guy that they hired to be the lead, because I don't know who he is. Um, the guy that's and he, the yeah, lead? Silverado, the lead, yeah. Kevin Costner's the younger brother. The guy that plays his older brother is the lead. And then they had all of these other very famous folks for like an ensemble thing. They had Kevin Costner. No, not Kevin. The other one, Kevin Klein. Yeah, I thought Kevin uh, Klein was the lead. No, he's he's actually one of them. He's also kind of secondary to uh, the older brother. <laughs> looks like a very. Um, I know who you're talking about. He played the captain in uh, Hunt for Red October. The American captain in Hunt for Red October. Why is the name slipping from me? I know who you're talking about, and I I, I can't get the name myself. And he's yeah. got that kind of like you know rugged, raw boned, thin, bony. Look, and, but not not Clint Eastwood. Like, they didn't get Clint Eastwood, and they didn't get whoever the guy was that starred in all those movies, Walking Tall or whatever it was, in the 70s. They didn't get him. And, and who was the Connatine? John? John Carradine. 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 All the Carradines. He looked kind of like one of the Carradines, but he wasn't. Talking about Scott Glenn. That, that sounds was? right. I think I so, Emmett. That sounds right. He was also in The Right Stuff. Yep. Yeah, because he played um, Alan Shepard. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's him. So I guess he had been he he was having a lot of fame at that time. Is that? Oh, he was that? a hot ticket for. He, uh, he's yeah. Always, he's I'm not saying he was bad. Don't get me wrong. But I just wasn't sure why, with the other names that they had involved in this movie, how he got the lead for it. But yeah, Scott Glenn, right? That, that's who Lawrence Kasdan directed that. <laughs> He he directed The Empire Strikes Back. All right. Yeah. Hmm. It's got Danny Glover in it too. Yeah, Danny Glover's quite good. But see, if you see the picture of it, doesn't he look like a Carradine or or you know he's got that real ruggedy thing going yeah, that on? Kind of look, yeah. Anyway, so I but I remember watching. It, I'm like, who are you? And John Cleese is in it. 
That's yes, right. He plays the sheriff that plays chess with himself. He's pissed off sheriff. Get the hell out of my town or I'll kill you. Today, <laughs> my jurisdiction ends here. <laughs> We're all kinds of folk in this thing. Ryan and, Dennehy. Uh, Brian Dennehy, the corrupt sheriff. Yep. He's a bad guy. And uh, is it Linda Hunt? Is that her name? Yep. 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 As uh, <laughs> as uh, Compass Rose? No, not Compass Rose. Rose of the North, Midnight Rose, whatever her name is. Rose. Lady. Stella. Stella. Rosanna Arquette as the Stella. <laughs> Stella. Stella. That Kevin Klein falls for uh-huh. in a odd sort of way. I was just like, wow. Yeah, and Rosanna Arquette, what she was doing in there, I have no idea. Because all she ever got to do was stand around and, and look, you know, solemnly off into the distance as the good pioneer woman, whatever. Grasp so. her old man ain't even cold yet. <laughs> I just kissed her on stanky old Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> stanky. <laughs> Sorry, that's just my personal opinion. Stanky. <laughs> so, but it was uh, it was still fairly enjoyable. It held up fairly well. It's one of my favorite westerns. I liked it. Yeah. I I saw it back when it came out, and never since. So I didn't know if I would still like it or if I did. I'd like to know who I should talk to about setting up an honest game in this town. Certainly hope <laughs> it isn't this gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yes. Scott Glenn, uh, he has one of those. He has one of those faces and deliveries where you just you believe everything he says. I did anyway. I- I found one moment really, really interesting because he looks very weather-beaten, right? At, at mm-hmm. this point in time in this movie, he looks, you know, lined and rather haggard. And there's uh, when he's he's half delirious from a gunshot wound and being whacked on the head or whatever, and he's staggering around in this cave and he's you know, going to put his guns back on and get back out there. And the lighting in it was so amazing that it you saw the man as he must have been when he was about 20. It was eerie how, like, all of that just kind of was wiped away. And then he steps through the cave and, like, and that's it. I mean, it was just the lighting in that moment. But it was it was really, really interesting and odd and eerie all at the same time, how lighting can affect that much. <laughs> so it was a cool moment. But, yeah, then he steps back into being his, you know, rugged middle-agey self. So anyway, I found that pretty intriguing. Don't want to spoil it for everybody, but wait a minute. It's, a 20, it's 25 years old now, isn't it? Or 20 yeah, aren't years I old or something? Yeah, he's staggering around putting his guns on after getting shot. What, was the that good, a spoiler? To, to, just to let everybody know the good guys, like, win. Oh, good. So. <laughs> they don't drive their stagecoach off a cliff or something like that? <laughs> not, that I, not that I saw. Maybe in the director's cut, but not, not in the version I saw. Not this time. Yeah. And they actually ride their horses pretty well. That was good, too. I keep thinking I keep thinking that if if I had if I could only win the lottery and have tons and tons and tons of money to do what I want ever since ever since I saw that house on the rock thing like months ago <laughs> would you get a party bus so we could all go no I'd want to make my own oh but I'd, I'd can we have a party bus and go out there first I suppose like you know find out what they did right find out what they did wrong yeah what I understand, what they did wrong is they keep the lights down so damn low in there that you have to have professional-grade camera equipment to get a picture. Hmm. And it's mainly to hide all the dust that's on everything because nobody <laughs> cleans the place because it's all run by – it's all volunteer labor or something, which I can't believe because this place should be cleaning up. But 
I would like to set up a series of connected warehouses that just keeps expanding and expanding with high ceilings and dark interiors and special lighting and gather from all over the country those big, beautiful, professionally made sculptures from shows and plays and things. Like, I forget what the name of the production was. I don't know what the production was, but it had all those carved caryatids. The, uh, caryatids. Caryatids, the, 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 the robed men and women that were holding up the balconies and things uh, on the proscenium. And there were naked women in follies. And follies, that was it. Yeah. They were yeah. really quite gorgeous. They were all done by one scenic artist. Yeah, and they're in a landfill now. And that's just wrong. Because oh. there was some gorgeous work done for that show. And I'm sure it's done all over the place in lots of different shops. And it's like, you know, if it's between that, if it's between the end of the show and the dumpster, take it, you know, touch it up, pack it up, send it to uh, our um, roadside attraction warehouse. <laughs> you, can call it li- you can call it limbo or whatever the hell you want to call it. And just you could fill take the roadside up. attractions on the road, Adam. You could have a road train full of tractor trailers with all this gorgeous stuff interestingly arrayed and go from town to town. Uh, as soon as I hear tractor trailers, I want to wash my, man, my mind oh, out yeah, with soap. sorry about that. Okay, never mind. Scrap the tractor trailer. Sorry. I sorry. like the idea of like f- fixing it in position in a big, dark environment and just it's jumbling so it all together on multiple levels with walkways that pass through it and the lighting changes like every 12 hours or something so you never get the same picture twice. <laughs> Light the hell out of it. Make all the stuff look just as good as it looked on stage no matter how bizarre it was, it was whether it was a giant hippo for some show or other or a, a caryated or a carved some gorgeous piece of scenery that's interesting enough to look at all by itself regardless of what show it came from and just string walkways all through the place and just go from warehouse to warehouse make sure they're all air conditioned so that people actually would show up <laughs> yes. yes and 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 sell tickets it's like bring your camera take lots of pictures put them on the internet I mean, nothing's going to beat a 200-foot-long hall that's got a giant whale in it uh, fighting with an octopus. Or, you know, if somebody wants to build something like that, what the hell? I'd love to be able to have a place like that and just let the people come to you. It's like, parking's over here. There's a little tram that'll take you into the main entrance of the building. 1650 for the whole family. 550 whatever, per individual. And get the stuff for free because there's theaters that would donate just so that they wouldn't have to chuck and destroy something that they worked really hard and looks great. Well, that would be swell. Maybe someday. Yeah, that's a Kickstarter. The problem is I wouldn't want to donate any of the money to charity. I'd want to keep it all myself. <laughs> it's all mine. Mine. It's all mine. <laughs> Don't touch it. It's mine. Um, um, um. That was a very lovely thought, but you know me. Aww. I have the brain of a chicken, and... And I pulled up this thing. I followed the link that you sent. And um, what is this fiasco playset? Oh, that's the very first link I posted. That was like uh, forty-five well, minutes I ago. On it and I and I flipped. I had the different tab up, and suddenly I changed tabs, and there it is. It says UK role players. What's that? I, I uh, apparently they're the people that put this together. Where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. I just thought I, I had a, I had a notion that at some point. At some point, the gutter Skype should make a fiasco playset. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I think we had a theme 
picked out or suggested very early on, and I can't remember what it was. I I think it was roller derby, but it might not <laughs> might not be. It might have been something else. Well, there was the space opera, or is that a game that Mr. K is working on? It was one I thought about doing, but and and then oh, I know, I came up with one, didn't I? Yeah. I have to go back and listen and find out what it was. Oh, I have no God. idea what episode it was in. Oh, I have no idea. Rats. And I'd also contemplated uh, the uh, world's most dysfunctional gaming group. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Probably would, yeah. Uh, hmm. There's so many to choose from. Well, for choice. Could be yeah. anything. I just happened to stumble. I mean, I, I did the search like minutes before uh, before getting on Skype, thinking that there must be some kind of a PDF or something you can download um, that like lays out how it is you're supposed to make one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came across this, and I thought, well, this is as good a place to start as any. If we if we uh, if we thought maybe we'd like to try and uh, and write one up, sure. And then we got and then, and then we. Um, it just got more fun to talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> no talking about movies. Oh, sure. Sorry. <laughs> that was very dictator- dictatorial, wasn't it? Yeah, who elected you then, mother, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just voted myself in, sunshine. <laughs> so there. Um, now I'm off for my teacup full of gin. No. Um... <laughs> you just keep gluing those popsicle sticks together, and I don't want to hear any noise. <laughs> no more lip out of you. So, um, yeah. Well, I think that would be fun if, if we created one. Everything. A space opera, dysfunctional gaming group. Andros, what's a good theme for you? Hmm. Let's see. Robotic cats. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What are some of the elements of uh, some of the better um, uh, fiasco templates? They seem to have a um, kind of a setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, sometimes they're a little leading in what the the plot for the setting is, but um, you know. Hmm. The ones that usually offer the most fun are... Okay. I've got one. Okay. Ragnarok. <laughs> was it that the rock opera? Or the space... No, space opera was different. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm going to write these down. Ouch! Yes. <laughs> Maybe a Spinal Tap theme fiasco, but that's a fiasco all by itself. <laughs> the gods, the Norse gods, where are they now? They're back on the road on a comeback tour. <laughs> No one cares. <laughs> at, at some point, somebody actually did a, a role-playing game. I meant to try to find it at Gen Con a couple years back, and I never did find it in, on any, any of the indie booths to that. But someone did Umlaut, the game of metal. <laughs> and I still want to find this. Uh. <laughs> Dysfunctional. Ooh, maybe. The Norse gods are a dysfunctional gaming group on in their space. comeback in space on their comeback tour. <laughs> Actually, there's already a the, there's all already two different touring rock band playset. Actually, oh, are there? All right, so I'll yeah. touch the rock band one. All right, fine. Yeah, they were the fine. they were they were uh, like playsets of the month a while back. <sighs> fine, 
carnivorous My Little Ponies. Ooh. <laughs> My <laughs> Little Ponies go bad. <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> oh, just the whole idea of doing a fiasco playset with like cartoon character kind of things. Sure. You got all kinds of good ones. You got Space Ghost <laughs> or uh-huh. Herculoids. I love Herculoids. Characters. Uh, of course, part of the movie night section for that one would have to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Is there one with... And Wacky Races. Yep. Oh, yeah. 50s oh, and 60s yeah. horror monsters. Somehow, like, like Creature of the Black Lagoon and the Blob. Maybe they're out trying to get a date or something. I don't know. Like, that's a, that's a good one. Monsters on the town. Monsters night out, big night out. But it would yeah. have to be the 50s and 60s one. So, like, the cheesy werewolf and, and Dracula and, and whatever the other monsters of the... Oh, well, Triffids! Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Having to stand next to the Triffids in line to get your movie tickets. Damn it. <laughs> How about 16-year-old classic movie monsters on Saturday night? I'm picturing the website. Monster Mates, find your gruesome couple. <laughs> Date... <laughs> Oh, I didn't have a slogan to go with it. Nikki, come up with a slogan. Um, I like the word gruesome. Uh, <laughs> gruesome twosome. Um, <sighs> Form the gruesome twosome of your nightmares. <laughs> Find a mate to die for. <laughs> Excellent. Ah. <laughs> uh. Bye. Or if you're undead, make the public do your dying for you. <laughs> Die for. So, um, movie monsters. But I like the idea of it's like the blob. What else was there? The blob, the thing. <laughs> Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula. Right? Yeah. Um, the, the blob. Creature, of the Black Lagoon. creature from the Black Lagoon. I really want something in there because he's got to have some trauma with his gills. The giant ants from from them, right? Could it could it be gangs? Could it be movie monster teenage movie monster gangs? Yeah. Where like all the cool ones, the jocks would be Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, like you know all the groovy ones, the Mummy, and then the kind of weirdo greasers would be. The, the off the beaten track ones like the blob the thing creature the black lagoon the ants <laughs> when you're a blob you're a blob all the way from your first <laughs> yeah. from your first Just... farmer's hand to your last dying day <laughs> <laughs> I just started going there, and I went, and I even jumped past that straight to finding all of Shakespeare's tragedies and 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 fleshing those out in, into play sets. I'm sure that you could. <laughs> Godzilla, I just met a girl <laughs> named Godzilla. <laughs> who said who said it was male? Who said Godzilla was male? Well. Because then we're going to jump one and I'm the mother effing T-Rex! <laughs> you think it might be too difficult to do a fiasco playset where everyone has to sing their lines? Oh, no, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, ears would be bleeding from, all, from, all, from coast to coast. 
Wow. Well, would the Shakespeare tragedies be Shakespeare tragedies on their own, or movie monster Shakespeare tragedies? Well, I, I, I was just thinking the the Shakespeare tragedies on their own. Just take wow. them and you know you, you you have your base story and you can kind of expand on them from there based on you know stuff that you know and you can kind of fill in some other blanks to make it a full place. That's where you you're, you can do other than the mainline story, but the mainline story could still happen. Uh, so, okay, that's a good suggestion too. So, yeah, part of the game can be a, a kind of a, a a pool, a non-player character pool or a peripheral character pool where they bet on how what the body count's going to be by the end. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's eight by the end of Hamlet. <laughs> Seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that include Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, or does it has to be on on? stage. I think it's, uh, I, um, I think they're included too, yeah. Polonius, Ophelia, Hamlet, Gertrude, um... Hamlet died! Spoiler! Oh, oh damn it! <laughs> Does he kill off the king? Does he kill off what's-his-butt? Claudius, yep. Laertes. Alright, Hamlet, Gertrude, uh, Ophelia, Polonius, Laertes, uh, did I say Claudius? Claudius, that's six. My Hamlet Sr.? That's seven. Well, you don't see him die. You just hear about him. That's right. He's before the play starts. So then it would be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. That's eight. (laughs) If more bodies fail to fall, it's because the cast is small. (laughs) (laughs) Does Romeo and Juliet have more? They've got Tybalt, Romeo, Juliet. Does anybody else die off in that one? No? Just those three? No one else important. Tybalt is dead. Mercutio. Yeah. He gets killed off too? Yeah, tis not so deep as a well, nor wide as a church door, but twill serve. Ah. Why did you come between us? I was wounded under your arm. You f- Ah, the way- oh, wait a minute, that's not in there. That's not- I hated that. <laughs> you extrapolated. Hey, I don't remember that line. <laughs> now I'm searching through my master copy, and that's not in here. That's in the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> That was in the first folio version, right? That's right. That's it was uh, scrapped. It was scratched over. It either said that or it said "pass the grapes." One of the two. Pass <laughs> the grapes. <laughs> Very silly. Didn't they do a thing where instead of actually um, having it as a speaking line, sometimes it would be a line that said ex- "alarms and excursions" or something for just general mayhem. Divers, oh, alarms, divers. alarms, and excursions. Right. With the rude mechanicals. It's kind of in, in, insert action here. Basically. Yeah. Handle it, handle it, handle it. Action <laughs> followed by a bear. <laughs> it's actually in one of, one of the plays, if I remember correctly. Followed by a bear? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember hearing that somewhere. I mean, since I have a browser up, let's see if I can. It even auto finishes in like, Google. Exion F and um, oh, it's in A Winter's Tale. And um, and Antigonus is attacked by a bear. He probably deserved it. Did I have this? And pull this up in. Uh... I was hoping maybe I'd had our original ideas written down somewhere, but I'm not seeing them. I feel so terrible. I should know this. I should know this. I mean, it was it was like it's it was within the last two years. <laughs> it's well, in one of the episodes uh, of the last two years. Somebody will remember and write and say it was this. 
Nikki Thanks. suggested or somebody suggested to, to place that be based Cause, on because we did have a really a rollicking conversation and we were and we were like this we were bouncing all these great ideas and yep. what those details are I have no idea gosh you know any <laughs> Bugs Bunny adventure would make a great uh, fiasco thing oh yeah yeah those Why usually end in, do you want to kill the wabbits they usually end in tragedy and death too yeah <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. So hard to choose. I bet it's actually a lot of work making one of these things, isn't it? I'm guessing yes. Hmm. It's actually more fun talking about making one than actually making one. <laughs> what if we were? What if we were of the union of the of the gin or ginny, and and we were trying to work a way to like break free all the different ginnies escape from humanity the playset yes. <laughs> yeah well you know and leaving as much payback behind as you can uh... subtitle you wish what <laughs> yes i'll give you wishes you want wishes i'll give you wishes hmm. i was just thinking of all of the the twists and turns you could get from that but Hmm. Ginnies versus demons? <laughs> Sorry. I seem to be in this mindset of versus. Genies versus um, 60s and 70s dating monsters? Yes, exactly. On, on <laughs> ice? Little ponies. <laughs> on ice. And their on battleground ice. is Space Mountain filled with all kinds of weird scenery. Sure. From all over the country. No, I'm just mashing crap together. Forget it. Cartoons. Did I write down cartoons? I have cartoon characters, but you're aiming more towards Bugs Bunny? Not necessarily. No, that does give you a whole cast. True. Yeah, the Who, who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit? Uh, um, pulled from several. Yeah, they pulled from a bunch of them, but mostly classics that predated yeah. uh, at least 65. Actually, more Is back there... into the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. A fiasco well, Brady Bunch playset? Could be. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. <laughs> Speaking oh, of, uh, that's a retroactively dysfunctional family. <laughs> the more meta knowledge, the more uh, uh, backstage stuff, behind the scenes stuff, you know, the more dysfunctional it gets. <laughs> Mike Brady has an allergy to polyester. <laughs> How many people have to give Tiger a bath? Hmm. Uh, How? Sorry? El- eld- the eldest son apparently did not have a, an allergy to, to pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that would just get too freaky, but wouldn't it? Be? <laughs> the Elton John fiasco place that, like, you are Elton John or Elton John. Oh, that would just be too fun. Elton John's costumes. Sorry, that's where my head, stream of consciousness is where my head's going. I want to be Elton John's glasses with the windshield wipers. Yes! That's what I want to be. Uh, and he went and got his hair inserts. I actually don't know that much about Elton John, but wouldn't it be fun to learn? Uh, yeah, well, you go ahead. Go right <laughs> Okay. <on. laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Never mind. <laughs> Is there a 70s glam rock? Don't know. Lycra and big wigs and giant clunky platform shoes. Oh, but there's already two rock ones you said. Never mind. Yeah. Ah, fine. Forget it. <laughs> Hmm. I was about to say a Firefly fiasco playset, but every episode was a, was a fiasco. 
game. Pretty much. Hmm. How many of these have we played? Oh, wait. This didn't open the way I thought it would. Oh, this maybe a half else. dozen of them, I think. Yeah. Not as many as it would seem like. but uh... at, at least two were all the way through, even. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've... Uh-oh. How about a fiasco playset based on trying to run uh, uh, run and or- uh, organize and throw a convention? Oh, that could be done. <laughs> Fan convention? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. my. Oh, yes. That could be fun indeed. Fiascon. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Love it. Love it, Fiascon. <laughs> How many different locations? Let's see. The, the dealer's room, the gamer's table room. Panels, wow! Food court. Well, another thing is that because of the locations, like we'd have the the actual convention space locations. There's like the the nearby restaurant locations. There's a whole bunch of things we can draw from. But there's got to be the bar. Traditional spots yeah. to hit. Yeah. There's got to be the bar. I think we might have a winner here, kids. Fiascon. <laughs> totally make that work. Damn, you could just uh, d- download uh, download. Floor plans of the San Diego Comic Con, uh, whatever the San Diego Convention Center, or whatever the name of that place is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever played any of the official playsets. I think we've done the fan playsets. Uh, I think uh, I think we did one of the ones that we, that was in the book. Uh, the uh, did you the, do Last Frontier? No, that's the, Alaska. Uh, the, the Wild West Boomtown, I think, was one that we did. I think that's in the book. Oh, okay, I'm just looking at the little site, and it's like 1913 New York. We didn't do that one. Flyover, Home Invasion, Last Frontier, Lucky Strike, Touring Rock Band, Touring Rock Band 2, and Transatlantic. So those didn't strike a chord. Hmm. The Touring Rock Bands didn't strike a chord? I think you really hit a wrong note there, Markini. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just playing along. Break a leg. We did that one. That was the traditions yeah. of the theater, right? Right. We, we we did that one. We did the Elizabethan one. We did the Supers one. Dragon Slayers. We did that one. Twice, even, because you guys played it once and then once with me. Right. Yeah, Elizabethan. Oh, the Elizabethan is the, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Dragon Slayers twice. Some rank Rankin Bass thing we did. The mm-hmm. not Rankin was yeah. it Rankin Bass or, or yeah, whatever both, both. the Marionation yeah. not Marionation, right. damn. Stop action animation classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer style stuff. We didn't and there do was Hollywood Wives, did we? No. We we did do the Dresden Files based one though. Lon- London fifteen ninety three. That was like our first one, wasn't it? Second might one? might have been. No, I, I think our, our 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 first one was the Wild West Boomtown. Mm. Yep, that was the first one. You guys, that, I wasn't there once. Yep. We so did some sort of Christmas different. one once. Yeah, that, that was the, the Rankin-Bass Rankin one. The Rankin-Bass one, right, right, okay. Well, <laughs> how so, do you feel about Fiascon? What would the parties... Yeah, well, we'd have to figure out who the, um, yeah, who's involved in Fiascon. You, well, you could, we don't need. I mean, we would have to come up with the the, the various relationships. Remember that the characters got made up during the, the course of the mm. prep. You don't have to actually be, like like someone would be like the like a guest of honor handler, and then like competing members of the concom and things like 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 that. We wouldn't have to wrangler. We could fill in all the other stuff later. Okay. It's just, I mean, just we, we we just have to come up with the, with the very basics of. I have a feeling once we get started, if we do one. 
will suddenly be cranking out lots. <laughs> <laughs> like once you get in the groove of fill in the blanks. <laughs> if we do, if we complete one, I'd be overjoyed and surprised as hell. <laughs> it looks a lot like Mad Libs to me. Yeah. The uh, the Fiasco Companion actually has some advice as far as creating um, as, as 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 far as creating play sets is concerned. Let me see if I can. Hmm. Uh, Invention for for mad scientists. You know, just I mean, we we don't even have to to give it any any kind of gimmick like like that. A straight up convention would work. But then the next one Possibly. could be the convention of mad scientists. Fiascon two would be mad scientists. I'm I'm creating a I'm 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 in Google Docs now. I'm going to create a little database thing here and see if we can. Keep track of some stuff. Good for you, because I'm just making notes as usual on a little piece of paper that will promptly get lost. Mm. That's assuming. Oh, good, it opened. Okay, let's okay, try I, this. I nominate Anim to write it all down. <laughs> I second. <laughs> well, let's let's see if. Uh... And then Fiascon Three could be the convention of mad scientists and 16-year-old movie monsters. No, sorry. <laughs> Not letting that go yet. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. They could be a panel. They could be one of the panels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you could all hope you ask. Well, you, you, the, the type, the, the archetypes of, I mean, I guess I'm, uh, uh, like Mark Kinney said, the character's created when you when you uh, get yourself started. But The Atcon 4 will be the convention scheduled at the hotel is the same time as Ragnarok is scheduled. Mm, conflict, scheduling conflicts at the hotel, people. Oh, so we've got that has to be involved some. That has to be involved somehow because I remember the various <laughs> river cons that I've been to that they've gotten in wound up being in the same hotel as like a Southern Baptist gathering. Yes, um, American yes. Legion. We've had all kinds of stuff like that. Didn't someone do something once ca- called um, uh, Ragnarok and Roll? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope they did. Yeah. Head up. <laughs> If they didn't, they need to, because that's great. But I do. I, if not Ragnarok, then it's got to be something like that, with some other improbable something is scheduled at the same time. Ragnarok. Look, Ragnarok and roll. Oh, good. There it is. Oh, it's just showing me a ton of apps. Wait a minute. The real Ghostbusters Ragnarok and roll TV episode ah. from 1987 with Arsenio Hall. Oh, it was a cartoon. I didn't know that there was a Ghostbusters cartoon. I missed that. Oh, yes. Hmm. Oh. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that seems to be where it came from. Okay. We're going to be famous. Do we make a ton of cash off of this? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was too loud. <laughs> All right. Well, it's worth asking. There's also Ragnarok and Roll Tales of Cassie Zukov, Weirdness Magnet, a book by Keith. R. A. Candido on mm-hmm. Amazon. Weirdness magnet. I like that. Well, That's as, pretty much it. As far as other like inspirational reading and that kind of a uh, thing, definitely mm-hmm. need to need to track down a copy of Sharon McCrum's Fimbos of the Death Sun. I have never been able to get through it. Really? Ah, uh, yes. I I want to. I want to, and I just can't lock in. Because hmm. there's also Zombies of the Gene Pool, Ooh, which yes. is that the second one? One is first and the other second. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why, but I just can't. I, I feel really bad about that because 
Everyone I know who's read it loves it. I'm like, I will try again. <sighs> Just as, as as far as the whole convention thing goes. and Yeah, that film, part. And the whole film, the movie night thing, as far as the playset itself, Gamers Hand of, uh, Hands of Fate, I think part of that takes place at Gen Con, doesn't it? A large, uh, a large portion of it was filmed at Gen, yeah. uh, Gen Con 2012, yeah. Was it? Yeah. It, uh, it went into, it goes into, uh, I mean, it's, it doesn't get into deep specifics of the mechanics of gameplay or anything like that, but it gives you, it, 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 it acknowledges and is kind of centered around the, uh, collectible card game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, as far as the playset goes, one of the location categories probably should be convention uh, events like opening ceremonies the masquerade mm. other things like that mm-hmm. and the rest of them can be more conventional lo- locations but I, I figure that can work for that do do most conventions have something like or called the masquerade or a masquerade where it's a Some- costume slash entertainment event sometimes yeah yeah some do some don't Sometimes people will just dress up for the hell of it, even if there isn't one. <laughs> They'll do it anyway, damn it. Try and stop me. Yeah, like at uh, Concave, for example, very little actual programming beyond the like uh, beyond the art auction and a couple of other things. But mm-hmm. people, people, there are some people who will who will will like dress up. It's not a big thing there, but <laughs> it, it does happen. There so- could be an ev- an event called murderous lunch. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Hmm. <laughs> would would these be the more detailed ones, and like the bigger, broader thing would be the town, the the hotel, the or does it have to be even broader than that? And then with is it isn't there that is it, aren't there locations, and then within the locations you get more specific? Yeah, sure. You have a like broader category, and then and then it zooms in like the hotel like hotel stuff can be divided into the convention spaces and other spaces, especially if we're going to do, be doing the whole possible shared hotel kind of thing or there could just be characters involved who are just uh quote unquote mundanes who are being uh, who are constantly complaining about the convention taking place that particular weekend because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've had that share of a share of that too so oh, yes there could be dealers themselves the people that are actually trying to sell their wares in the dealer hall uh, the famous There's guests the uh Convention goer them uh, herself or himself. There has to be a reference somehow to the people throwing room parties for like Worldcon bids and things like that. Room parties. Private room events, yeah. Oh, they're not necessarily private. They're like open for for the convention guests and then and, and that. But it's, Often, yeah. Yeah. It's like there the Pratchett things. The Seamstress Skills Guild throws them. <laughs> not quite like that. Oh. Well, they well they do. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at a spreadsheet in which I've got um, a near duplicate of, and I'm going to have to credit these folks uh, because uh, I ripped it off directly from them. Where are we here? UK role players. I will put the link in uh, in the show notes, um, and, and it's a Fiasco playset template. It's just a simple one-page layout of. Uh, the the skeleton of what is supposed to be included, but I copied and pasted that into a spreadsheet and tweaked it and think enough that I can actually make notes in here. All I have to do is find it. Here we go. Untitled spreadsheet. I better title this pretty soon. 
Now we were talking about locations. So location group, that should have been split between two lines or not. I don't know. One, two, three, four, five. There's supposed to be six locations. Is that right? Six or six groups. six location groups with sub subheadings of six each. Right. Okay. Ah. All right. I'm gonna have to go across with them because it's not letting me go down to doing convention. I don't know. I mean, it, it's oh. it's got a hell of a lot of promise. I don't know whether you guys want to oh, settle yeah. on that or not. It sounds like a lot of fun, yeah. and it's accessible. And anybody that's gaming is certainly going to know what the hell is being talked about for sure. It's not necessarily a, a story genre, but as far as the setting goes, well, Dead Gentleman Entertainment surely made use of it. Hmm. Okay, take that and just copy that six times if I'm doing this correctly. Somewhere, one of the things, I'm not sure which thing it is, but one of the things has to be that you are buttonholed by one of those rabid fans that won't stop talking at you. Tell no matter about... how politely you try and disconnect, they just follow you and keep talking. Let me tell you about my character. Make that one of the of the relationship pairings. Right. Relationship. Oh, yes! <laughs> Thank <Alrighty>. you. <laughs> The very earnest rabbit fan <laughs> who just wants you to know <laughs> and where they want to try and impress you with their knowledge, costume. I got costume that under one of the relationship groups. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Power That's tripping um, organizer, con organizer. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That would be under... I'm just thinking about all the things that exist. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I keep th I keep going back to like to characters, and, and yeah. it's got to be... It's got to actually be something else. Yeah, you, you have to kind of dial back from, from that, and you have to be like general brush strokes. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and something about... That's those make the character. I see. Got to, you, got to. You're right. I keep forgetting. Dang. So does the... the... Uh, earnest rabbit fan work for that? Well, I mean, it's it's like one of of the, of the like you like you could have a a relationship group maybe be fandom and and then have convention guest slash rabbit fan as one of of the deeper ones. One of the choices that you become. Right. I right. see. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things. Uh, there should definitely be something as far as hotel staff. Right. Right. <laughs> how how many of these are there? Uh, one, one. Just yeah. for relationship. Two, three, four, five, six groups of six. Six groups, six of, groups six, yeah. of six. Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, hotel staff, convention staff, um, guests, guests, um, attendees. That might actually, if you keep work and and family for the other two, which could work, then. I mean, I mean, we can always re revisit that later if it, if it doesn't. But that, that could give us our six relationship groups. Yeah, actually, that is good. I like that. Well, I got oh, fan, right staff, guest, attendee, staff. dealer. Oh, guest. Hmm. Let's see. Oops. Security. Yeah, that, that was good under staff. Mm -hmm. Oh, then I'm messing this up here. I got con staff as only one of the uh, convention people. That should be. I was thinking categories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all so right. Be like be like, be, be like larger categories. Oh, so wait. So it was it was. Would fans be the attendees? So would that be fan attendees or just? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you have con staff and hotel staff. 
Yeah, like the, the, the attendee you talked about would be under uh, attendees, right? So con staff, guests, attendee, hotel staff, that's four. Right. What were the other two? Um, well, it, it, it comes with work and, and family built in. We can change out one of those if we need to, but it might still work with those aspects. Something it. about dealers could fit under convention staff also. Or a, attendees, really. Or attendees, that's true. Those, but, but for the six the broad categories, do we have the other two, or is that something... We I got work. What, what we can fill. For yeah, I got work, oh, family, okay. attendees. I got work, family, attendees, con- convention staff, and what? Guests oh, and hotel oh. staff. Guests and hotel staff. It is entirely possible that they'll have more than one. I mean, you have your guests of honor, and then a lot of cons, even mid-sized cons will have... A variety of guests for other things like artists or filker or mm-hmm. whatever else. Musicians. Mm-hmm. All right. Jacket artists. <clears throat> and I am filling in. So what the big I category say. is work family. That's what we're saying. Those are two of them. Yeah. Two different and ones. we can always adjust those later if, if we need to adjust these, but that gives us a good, I think. Yeah. We can some that, good basic category. Those help for modifying the other relationships. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm still filling in the database, but um, yeah. So I've got grand major categories under relationships. So uh, needs or locations, if you want to go to locations. Well, as 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 far as stopping at at needs momentarily to get rich can be a, a good one for this. That's one of the that's sort of their built-in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as it being a convention and, and, a and all that, it could be. But as far as conventions go, one that I pretty much think has to go in there is to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, the like basic uh, fiasco ones anyway, but it is it is fitting for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's good enough for Eureka. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that would be to get rich, to, some attendees, to get laid, to get even, to get even. Or recognition or um, to get recognition could be one. Just do dessert, something. Like that. To win, yeah. yeah. To win that, that game. <laughs> that. To win that game. Throw a few more out there, and we'll eliminate the ones that we don't like as much. Right. I need to get access to a bunch more of the play sets than I've already got here. Let's see if... To find that rare item? That could fit under another Most category. Yeah, that would be a, a one of the... Of the, the sub-ones? Yeah. Okay. okay. Interesting to pick which category it fits under, though. Yeah. Get rich, get laid, get even, win that game. Well, to... Oh, but that, to win that game, would that just be a win. Win. Just uh, win. We'd be the large category, and then yeah. that, that game... Oh, that game would be one or, of mm-hmm. or that That's true. Happen. That's true. To win could have uh, that game, and then after that game, number two would be the that costume contest. Right. His or her heart. That right. dungeon crawl. Her heart. That kind of thing. Sure. Uh, got to win, it. To win recognition, you know. Yeah. Got it. I mean, you know, it's funny. I really do understand the concept, and yet when it comes down to it, I always gloss over it. And I'm like, no, I just want these, yeah, which is dumb. Anyway, yes. I hope I have which is why Anima's typing up the chart, not me. <laughs> uh, 
uh, to, to, to leave with more than a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> or to leave with the most toys. Ooh, there you go. And dice. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know How about, like The major that. category is to leave with. Yeah. To leave with, yeah. Needs to leave with. Dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's one of the main. Oh, okay. The most dice. <laughs> More than a dollar. <laughs> with. I got it. Smelling human. Walk of Master Runner's hair. Walk of, parentheses, guest star, hair. The best autograph. Best autograph, yep. Okay. Not the guest of honor song? All right. That could could work. You gotta put this it. sucker on eBay. Watch how rich I get. <laughs> no, this is autograph. Or I just this, like I the idea of the word thong when I do somewhere. something normal. Autograph thong. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, it's fun to say thong. It just is. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those words. I just can't help it. I'm fine. Well then, if that's the case, then the every new game needs to be in every new game. Oh, to leave with every to new leave game. Leave with every new game. We also have to consider how oh, many of these are wait, good. Wait. There's no yawning. Four, sorry for um, uh, you know <laughs> developing the uh, the game also developing a plot. Some motivations might not work as well. Yeah, I mean but it all depends. Mm-hmm. We just. Need to set up particular um, circumstances, and then everything flows out of that. If I remember the advice correctly, I'm trying to pull up some other playsets here, so I'll have some examples of some of the other groups to play around with. How do we define? Oh, well, we had the relationships, and then do we have to break that down into characters at all, or no? Would that be who you would choose? You would sort that out yourself. You would create characters based on your relationships and some of the other stuff. Okay. So we don't want to define it as, like, the the con organizer or, or whatever. Well, well yeah. I mean, I mean you, you could mention con organizer as part of, like, or, 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 like, head of, of, of con staff as, as one of the things, and then one of the other things would be some other thing, and then... The, those the, the 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 two players that got linked with that could figure out which one is which and what and what works best. Gotcha. Hmm. hmm. What are we looking for? I was just questioning. Do we need locations, or are we still filling oh, out? Needs? Oh yes. Well, we will need locations eventually. Eventually. Did we lose Adam? No, I'm just muted. Okay. Well, knock it off because you got really quiet and I got nervous. No, I'm 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 just I'm I'm typing things in. Hmm. Oh. Shows right. the organizer. Because you won, and we're elected official typer guy. <laughs> well, that's fine. I, I I have no problem keeping track of this because otherwise I'll never I'll never remember. Now, as far as the objects go, the basic ones from the things that I've seen in here, uh, in the place that I'm looking at in the main fiasco book, might well work. And those are untoward, transportation, weapon, information, valuables, and sentimental. Mm, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed the first one. What was that? 
untoward. Untoward. Or you could say inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> untoward, inappropriate. We'll see. All right. I've got objects and then a blank to insert our own object group. After that, I have information, transportation, weapons, weapons odd, and odd valuables. valuables. Which is basically... Same, uh, pretty much the same. Mostly. It, it's it, it, it doesn't have... I suppose odd could be untoward, and it doesn't look sentimental, but there's always... I mean, we can always mess around with that if need be. Sure. Hmm. Well, what would be good for all of those things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right then. Um, well, under untoward, you could have stalker. Well, that'd be more of a, of a relationship one than a... Well, so, well then oh. we'll put stalker up and, there uh, and, for uh, relationship. Because that's yeah. a good one to have lying around. Yeah, that would be under uh, convention attendee. Yeah. Oh, okay. You could have a guest who's a stalker, but that would just be strained. I mean, it's not like that sort it, of thing hadn't happened in the past. Yeah. <laughs> really? It could happen. <laughs> Really? Do you know about these things? After Stalker, I'm going to put Cosplayer. Well, you know, there's an old <laughs> adage that if the guest doesn't show up at the panel, you can generally find them either at the bar or in somebody's room. Ah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get furries in here somewhere, but they get pounded on so much that that would just be mean, so we're not going to do it. Or at least I will spot, not that suggest would be it. A, that would be wonderfully inappropriate also. For furries? Yeah. <laughs> Would would uh, um, I'm looking under convention staff. Would booth booth babe be under convention staff? Probably. You, you could make a case for either that or for attendee, one of the two. I'm going to put just so that we don't get like screamed at by a bunch of people. Booth babe forward slash stud. Ah. Because <laughs> why yeah, the hell not? Yeah, I was going to say, Anum. Uh, what should I say? <laughs> Pig dog, Anum. Um, no, <laughs> no, excuse me. <laughs> you typical slobbering male bastard. Kel surprise, not so much. These. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Wait a minute. Uh, rabid. Ra- wait a minute. It was very. It was rabid fan. Rabid. Uh, fan was one of the uh, attendees. Ernest Rabbit. Ernest fan. Rabbit Fan. <laughs> right. That was that was the first thing that popped in my head. We have to head. supply adjectives for these, then. Well, because I'm not trying to be mean. Well, I guess you could be mean. That's not my job. My job is not to not keep it from getting mean, right? The ones that I encountered, they were they were just very earnest. They weren't obnoxious, mean, or anything. They were just. They couldn't not tell me. They had to tell me. I mean, you Lots. could have. <laughs> how about um, sleep deprived, glaze eyes, glaze eyed gamer? Ooh, soda fueled. <laughs> Mountain Dew. No, we don't want to give credit there. Yeah, so so sugared up, soda fueled, sugared up. Hyper sleep depth. Hyper. <laughs> together, does it? Just put gamer. It says all those things. <laughs> Covered in nacho crumbs. <laughs> I'm going to put burnt out gamer. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's easier to fit in this tiny little box. <laughs> yeah. Tiny box and syndrome. <laughs> the companion does recommend coming up with uh, titles for these things that, that kind of pop oh, anyway. Okay. So good. you want to... Hygiene challenged. 
that happens to I, that can own category, certainly. Yeah. We should get us somebody else to play this. This thing is just filling itself in, i got to tell you. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's not like we know anyone like this at all. No. Oh, no. All you got to do is just watch enough YouTube videos and you'll see it all here. Hmm. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, YouTube videos, I've discovered Tabletop recently. Oh, yes. So uh, I know there's a couple of games that we've been watching the reviews of that look very interesting I'd like to get. Mm-hmm. Did you see them? Did you see Lords of Waterdeep yet? No, I haven't. It's 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 fun. We watched the one, um, which was the one where you're like um, terrorists, except somebody in your group is a spy, but you don't know who it is at first. Oh, uh, I saw that one too. Yeah, that's one of the more recent ones too. I forget what the uh, I forget the name of it. Yeah, a friend that's of mine. That's got uh, that's got um, Claudia Donovan in it. Yeah. Or uh, or um, Allison Scaliotti. And, and yeah, that was well played too. They're all fun. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It's it's fun to watch Will Wheaton do a slow burn as he's losing. <laughs> Apparently, he's only ever won one game on the show. I know it's amazing. It's his show, and he's won like exactly one game. <laughs> well, I can I testify that a person's luck is a real thing. It definitely is. Definitely is. What the hell? I'm just gonna put him. I'll put him down as a. Uh, Number one under guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we want specific per people no. or just... No. no, you don't, do you? Okay. We want, we want the general... Yeah. yeah. All well, right. One of the things, the... Uh... be no way not to offend anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, the, the offense should come in the actual playing, not oh, necessarily okay. in the... In, I mean... I mean, like, like I said, it's... Well, the um, as far as the relationships here... In the companion, they they mention that it's uh, the relationships are actually the hardest elements to really write as far as a playset goes. Uh, they have um, they're all predicated on power and status. They can be binary or add parity, and they have to work seamless, seamlessly in both directions. Hmm. So there are some things to, them. to keep in mind as far as. But the best playsets do work that way. Yeah, all right. The, the other stuff we can, we can come up with, uh, the other aspects are a lot easier to, to come up with, but you really have to have to, to uh, take some care with these. Sounds very scientific. Hmm. But I want to offend people. You Damn can it. do that. Your turn yes. will come. Yeah, and then right. when, when you get your, when you have the opportunity to, to, to the confluences of relationships to, uh, Come up with your own version of Harlan Ellison or something like, like, <laughs> like that. And by all means, you can offend people. Okay. Oh wow. Well, I have that as number two under guests. This is what I got for guests so far. I got child star, famous author, aging ingenue, aging leading man, third lead of some seventies TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Sidekick. These are all replaceable, of course. I'm just like, I got them, I had to write them down, otherwise I'll forget them. I was thinking burned out some, um, something. Writer? Burned out writer? That's good. Yeah, there should be some, something like that in there anyway. I'll put down burned, burned out famous author. Or director? Yeah, or, yeah, could be. Perky voice actor. (laughs) What, is, is it already there for, what would be the, the one hit wonder, like the, you know that was your one trick pony whatever whatever you were known as that's it that's all you ever got that's all you can ever do oh like like the kid from terminator 2 yeah <laughs> who 
who's no longer a kid. That's all you've ever known for. You know, it's no matter what else you achieve, you could go off to become the world's most well, brilliant brain surgeon, but it doesn't matter because you are. Yeah, you could just have one hit wonder as the as the category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, I mean, we would probably even like dial back some from from the specifics that you're using there, and right. and and get, get like wider uh, archetypes for the. That's cool. It's just having this like there. as a good springboard to be able to think of other stuff. I think. Right, right. Like, uh, you know, just burned out actors say could be any could be any given. It could be a former child star. It could be mm-hmm. all these other things, depending on what the, the player comes up with and mm-hmm. the other and, and, the, and how the, the confluence of everything else works out. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, if that's the case, then I can replace one, three, and four with burnt out actor. Yeah, yeah and got... I mean, we can. We want to get work in some like flavor, I think, in these like having the various different kinds of possible guests being. Oh, I've got one that's popular lately. Um, let's see, uh, steampunk musician pop sensation, <laughs> <laughs> which is a thing. The which is now circuit. a thing. Like the only time yeah. anybody knows about them is from the con circuit. <laughs> I'm going to put con circuit musician parentheses yeah. s. In case it's, it's flavor, a group. Flavor du jour, because I do love the idea of this, like, steampunk until steampunk is no longer popular, and then you'd morph into whatever the next thing is. <laughs> Paul, and, Paul and Storm. Well, the, ste- the steam- steampunk pop music sensation is kind of replacing the um, goth punk sensation. Uh, <laughs> X, ex-goth, and now steampunk pop Right, right, right. <laughs> There's some of that, too. Some of that flavor flavor we might be able to add in some of that flavor in the objects part. Uh Uh-huh. Depends. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a good one for objects, then. Um, uh, Steve, uh... Objects as a specific or a general group? A general group, or... If you can find a, 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 a general group to fit it under as a specific thing. Uh, steampunk gear, you could say. Just hardy har. Steampunk weapons. Yeah, oh, I see. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that way it could be anything. Well, yeah, I've got... Gears all over it. I got... For objects, I got information, transportation, weapons, odd valuables. So I don't know which one I should... I could just replace something there with uh, steampunk gear. Or just put it after odd as one of the categories. Possibility. One of the, yeah, I'll, I'll do that then. Bring Let's see. Steam. Punk. Furry suit under odd gear. I'm sorry, what kind of suit? Furry suit. <laughs> furry suit, yeah. all right. That's where yeah, Guest I, of Honor's I, thong can go. That too. Thank you. Guest all of right, Honor's I'll thong leave. is under leave with. Well. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, That's under needs. It is. It's there. <laughs> I you need that blue, it. You that blue for, uh, general, and then put the thong under hide things. <laughs> I could repeat it. Autograph thong of guest. <laughs> actually, that might be something that would fit better under needs. Actually, okay. Leave, leave it. Because it's so specific. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for humoring me, you all. <laughs> There's just something about having a thong ringing around. It just, yeah. We've all been big. to uh, cons. I think we know <laughs> stuff like that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> been going to, to conventions for Dear Lord all over 20 years. Yeah. I can totally see that. <laughs> I, somewhere under here, there's got to be um, 
price gouger. Ooh. <laughs> Under convention staff, I have organizer, guest handler, volunteer, booth babe, stud, and two more slots open. Is there is there a space somewhere for something like the um? Oh. Maybe I should just put dealer, and it could be a price gouger when the characters decided. That's true. Yeah. Dealer, did you have That's security true. guard? Uh, ah, thank you, security. There we go. Security, right. right. What's the word I want? Not lottery. Uh, where you have a giveaway, where you buy tickets to 50, win 50. The, the the big prize. But there's raffle. some sort raffle. Of raffle. That thank you. I could not think of the damn word. Is is there somewhere? Is there is there is it worth it to have the the winning raffle prize or raffle ticket? Probably not. Raffles are not really such a big deal, are they? They have what? Um, I've got six open or... slots under to win. Seen possible. I mean, I've I've seen them happen every every, every once in a while. Like uh, not really con staples, are they? Okay, never. It depends. I mean, I've seen like uh, I know Conglom at at one point had a thing where where everyone who volunteered for so many hours got their name put in a hat, and then they they had a like drawing for the uh, for the like next year's. Uh, badge, so something like that uh, could be, or there, there, or there, there could be some other raffle going on. That could be something that can be filled in. It's, right. Uh, and also on the relationships, we need to make sure that 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 that, it, that they're they are kind of going two ways, so that we know that, so that you know, we've got some something that can be filled by two different players being connected by that re- relationship. Oh, did you still have a spot under con staff? Uh, under con staff, I've got, um, con all staff s- <laughs> convention staff, I've got all six oh. filled in, but th- th- they can okay. be, re- one, one can be replaced. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, overworked sound technician. <laughs> How can I work that in? It's, 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 it stands full, not con staff. Uh, no, oh, oh. You, you're almost there. Just I'm so close. <laughs> Close enough to hurt. <laughs> can I can I put the overworked sound technician under hotel staff? Yeah, that's good. That is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hotel staff. Oh, uh, front see. desk. What, 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 well, hotel manager. Night manager. Uh, yeah, the, the, night, the manager. night manager. Uh, night manager. <laughs> Pulling a dump night manager, ship. wondering why there's an entire toilet on the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> This a has happened. Toilet. Heading for the elevator. <laughs> Why is there a walking toilet? <laughs> Night manager, um, overworked sound technician. What was the other one? Um, sound technician. Uh, uh, front desk clerk. Front desk clerk. Billman. Uh, housekeeping. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. That leaves us two more under hotel staff. At Concave last year, they had a guy watching. I, I, I forget what the exact title was, but the present, the owners at the time were going through bankruptcy, and the guy was actually was kind of helping to was sort of overseeing the uh, a court appointed overseer <laughs> over, overseeing that, and it caused Concave. It, it caused all kinds of, of of issues as far as whether the convention would happen again the next year. So legal, having legal. There. Court appointed overseer. Okay. 
Fire Marshal. That that's yes. a great Fire Marshal. Yes. All right, that's all six. After Fandom Fest, I don't know why I didn't think of that one. You have no idea how many times they see, they say no one else can enter the building until people start leaving. <laughs> that uh, that fills in everything under hotel staff. Uh, under guests, I've got one slot left. So far, I have burnt out star, which can either be a child star, uh, aging ingenue, aging uh, leading man. Uh, number two, famous author. Uh, uh, number three is blank. Number four, con circuit musicians. <laughs> number five, one hit wonder. You either know who it is or you don't. Uh, number six, perky voiceover star. So number three is blank for con- uh, convention guests. We don't have a writer. Famous author. Author. Number two. Well, famous author. Sorry. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. I somehow I didn't catch that. Comic artist. There we Comic go. Comic artist. Yeah. Alrighty. Or slash illustrator slash yeah. cover artist. Yeah. Artist slash illustrator. Okay. There. That's guests filled in. Thump, thump. And I've got six blank slots for... I don't know whether this works right or not, but i got six blank slots for family. And six blank slots slots for work. Ooh, work? Um, editor. Publisher? Publisher, yeah. That's two, diff- two different, right? They would, they would be different, wouldn't they? An editor is differently different from a publisher, depending mm-hmm. on the size of the organization. Yeah. A reporter, you said, Andros? Yeah. Okay. Photographer? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you put sound technician under that, or even fire marshal, I think. Well, I can double no, up, no, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to come we back and make sure these actually work. We right? don't necessarily want to to, to double up those. Yeah. Uh, we we want we want to have in the end six thirty six different relationships there. All right, fire marshal can <laughs> can either go yeah. under work or stay under hotel staff. I would I would I'd actually put that under work. Yeah. Okay, so that'll be fire marshal. Fire yeah. marshal. Or medic. Or actually, yeah. I was thinking medic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so under work, uh, medic. Another possibility Par- is. Paramedic either. Another possibility is that we could strike uh, family as one and replace it with volunteers. Oh the, yes, the, I would yeah. do that. Call it volunteers, and then. Yes, then all the little con I mean, gophers like, and such can get their due. Right. Yeah, like a work can, can still have its thing, but mm-hmm. volunteers have to, And you could also theoretically put stuff relating to security staff and that under volunteers. Right. Possibly even the sound technician. Mm-hmm. Like the 501st. The guy that runs the movie crew. Gopher or possibly gopher wrangler. Mm-hmm. But treasurer would be fun, too. <laughs> Will the treasurer really be a volunteer? Uh huh. Okay. They don't. Most don't pay, right? They're all like well, all the con committee folk, or, yeah, but that, aren't that they all volunteers? <coughs> Not all. There are paid members of the convention staff. Yeah, if, if they're like a, a permanent part of the the group that make that puts on the conventions, they should still go under convention staff. Hmm. All right. Well, then you can take that away. Volunteers are like people who show up and and um, like sign on with the convention staff. Okay. Stage tech? I don't know if there's as, as, as many... Oh, for regular cons, you don't necessarily have that, do you? Right. Never mind. I mean, I mean bigger cons where they have a, a, big, a big 
Um, I'm afraid that my my con experience is warped by the Discworld con to start this one. Sorry. I've only been to the one gaming one, and you're right, yeah. they didn't have shows. Never mind. What did they have? They had the they had the the people where you handed over your little ticket and got your goodie bags. Mm-hmm. So under volunteers I can put greet staff. Yeah. Goodie bag wranglers. <laughs> yeah. I I call I consider that greet staff. <laughs> okay. If you have some uh let's see, is there anything from um Hotel staff that you can move into volunteers because you could always replace it with. Um... I got a blank slot under hotel staff. Oh, okay. What about food service? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Because I moved fire fire marshal out of hotel staff and put him into work. Oh, hotel staff. Do we still have a slot? We have night manager, front desk clerk, housekeeping, court appointed overseer, food service, and overworked sound technician. He can move one out if yours is better. Well, we really we still need a bartender somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so overworked sound technician should be one of the volunteers. Yes. Alrighty, let's move that. Volunteers put him number three. And under hotel staff that now becomes bartender. Okie dokie. I have uh, I have a slot left for attendees. I don't know why. I thought I had it filled, but I, I don't. Attendees. Stalker, cosplayer, earnest rabbit fan, burnt out gamer, number five hygiene challenged. <laughs> and number six is open. Uh, something to do with co- oh, um, costume contestant. Wouldn't that yeah, fall under cosplayer? Oh, that's a, that could be a cosplayer. Maybe, yeah. How how could you have somebody who was mistaken about what it was they were attending? <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> mundane. Lost. <laughs> Lost <Yes>. mundane. <laughs> Lost mundane. I guess muggle is too too uh, specific. I like that. Lost mundane. You just see. Uh, mm, yeah. Larry and Larry and Gloria in their Hawaiian shirts and their cameras around their necks. Yeah. Keep in, in, in mind that the, the, these relationships need to, at, at best, be like pairings. Or like one of the characters is this, one of the characters is this. So we need to mm-hmm. figure out some of those, some of that. Lost. Right. All and, right. I just put lost and Monday. We can, and we can double up on that to a certain extent. Like uh, maybe do a, a like generalized guest for like the like with the rabbit fan or the stalker. Or first time, or or or, like or 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 just stalker victim. Oh, a newbie would would be an 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 awesome one. Uh, like rabid fan could just have guest as one of the second ones there, and then even if and then if, if that pairs up with one of the guest things for the other character, great. If not, then the other character just an, another guest that was not taken up by it. it, it, it you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm totally ah with this at the moment, but. You you know what I'm I'm no. What but I'm, thank you for yeah. for continuing to wrangle us because you know I keep spinning off into the void, which is not useful. Yeah, so just knowing how the relationships need to work as far as, as the as, as setting up the the uh, the characters and what does it do? This is terrible. Well, I give you all three permission to handle it. Just handle it and make it funny. So. Why is it? <laughs> And I will sit back and I will just enjoy. Oh, we're going to need, I mean, 
locations and, and objects. My partner is done potting plants. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the Necronomicon in Tampa that had a uh, Catholic bishops convention in the hotel at the same time? Oh, that must have been fun. Yeah, actually, they were very amused. All the vampires in the elevator, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's there was a, a, a rather legendary convention here in, in Louisville sometime back in the 80s uh, where it got uh, – it was uh, scheduled at the same time as the Sweet 16 basketball tournament, of, of a <laughs> high school basketball tournament. Uh, yeah. It was just a minor d- d- disaster. Oh, I can only imagine. And there were there there was actually a a a like folk song written about it. Yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> it was so exciting. Did the con lock in enough hotel rooms? I have no idea. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It was be it it happened b- b- before I started going. So I know very often you'll see a bunch of people wearing football jerseys come down on Sunday morning on their way to a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. That happens sometimes at well you, you know, like at uh, at. At Gen Con, a couple of years that I've been there, it's it's been on the same weekend as a home Colts game. Ah, <laughs> and the arena is right there, so of course it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I told you guys about it at the time, but at that first Discworld convention where they had the giant three-day Indian wedding taking place in the same hotel, and the night that they had their big formal dinner was the night that the gala dinner happened. So you had all the Discworld people in their over-the-top formal dress to go to the gala and the, ho- <laughs> and the hall was crowded the big downstairs hallway was crowded with all of the indian guests in their amazing luscious saris and 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 suits crossing all at the same time and everybody giving each other the hairy eyeball i mean it was actually kind of wonderful with big smiles and but you know this glittering array going in one direction and this glittering fantasy array going in the other it was really kind of cool i wish i'd had it on film because it was so neat some and yet somehow it all fits it, it did. Well, that's where they, they almost lost the groom. He he begged it to come into the convention because he loved Harry Pratchett. It's like, you have to oh. go there. Get the hell out. <laughs> but but I love Terry Pratchett. Yes, we know, but you have to go get married now. <laughs> nice timing, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny with his, his cousins and brothers bagging along. It was really kind of amusing. So, anyway... Looking yeah. under movie night, I'm thinking of the guild, the gamers, what mm-hmm. the hell else? I think actually, uh, uh, Nostalgia Critic did something at a convention too, but it was, it was, oh hell, he filmed something at a convention. Mm. So what else do we need? Three, four, five, six. Uh, we're, we're not even a third of the way done here. We're not even Come like. On, really? Uh, oh, there's, pl- um, we're not even, actually, Wow. But wow. we were kicking along. Kick, yep. kick, kick, yep. Keep in mind, there are a grand total of 144 elements that we're dealing with here. <laughs> yeah, all right. What have I got a blank slot for here? Uh, uh, volunteers, I got gopher, great, uh, greet staff, overworked sound technician, and there's uh, three more slots for volunteer. Hmm. Let's see, what do volunteers do? What do uh, volunteers do at regular conventions? Uh, security? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do volunteers handle that in regular cons? They're, Some. They're Can both. Security yeah. under convention staff. Yes, they Convention do. staff is, uh, I have security as number six under convention staff. Oh, okay. 
Con Suite. Not volunteers. Gotcha. Convention staff. Not volunteers. Gotcha. Con Suite staff is good. Uh, alrighty. Is that... Nope. Again, that's... The con staff is the booth, babe, and stud, right? Not volunteers. They actually could theoretically fit under volunteers better than staff, perhaps. Which? Theoretically. Security? The booth, babe, slash stud. Oh, the booth, babe, true, true. Oh, those, they're generally paid, aren't they? They're models. Sometimes they're just people that are invited. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you could move security into volunteers and maybe put um, newsletter editor under staff. There has to be, on one of these things, there has to be a podcaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could we possibly forget that? Would that be the volunteer, or would that be con staff? It would be guest. Uh, or guest. Be, oh, guest. It could be guest. It could just be attendee. True, true, true. Attendee, yes. That's what I, when I said guest, I meant guest to the convention, not guest of the convention. Right. Oh, that's true. I'm going to, <laughs> please don't take this personally, but I'm going to replace hygiene challenged with podcaster. It okay. will be hygiene challenged, exhausted gamer. <laughs> hey, let me oh, burnt, come on, that burnt out. Burnt out oh. gamer covers a whole like oh, host of that. I got an, I got one for objects. I just put security yeah. under volunteers, so we have a blank slot now in convention staff. I'm taking booth babe stud out of uh, what the hell is that convention staff and moving that to volunteers. Sure. What do you think for an object of either hand disinfectant or bar of soap? <laughs> both. We're both, yes. <laughs> hygiene products. <laughs> box. There you go. Big box. Big box of hygiene products. <laughs> You'd be surprised how fast dysentery can rip through a convention. <laughs> Mouthwash, spray deodorant, <laughs> self-defense. <laughs> okay. Object. Now, is hygiene products a group? Uh, that's not a bad idea. Actually, hygiene products should just should should be a a one of the of of these of, of these sub things. It shouldn't necessarily okay. be a a like wider category. I think oh, that's taking no, up that's, too much space. No, that's what I mean. It, it, yeah, it group I, under objects. Should I place it under valuables or odd? <laughs> not odd. Not odd. Um, I'll let you guys choose that. I bow to your to your knowledge. Maybe one group should be called convention essentials. That's not bad. We mm. can fill that one up. Yeah. 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 Case of Doritos. Yep. Convention essentials. Uh, All right. So, uh, hygiene product case or products. A case of a case of of a beer spelled B H E E R. B H E E R. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Bottle of vodka. <laughs> One? <laughs> At least. Maybe a case of how many cases you want, sure. <laughs> just teasing. Well, no, you got to have a bottle of vodka, a bottle of rum. Uh, I'm putting yep. liquor. A uh, bottle <laughs> of um, liquor. Yeah. Oh, good. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> secret, secret recipe for, for room party hooch. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that covers the homemade mead, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't ask what's in it. Just drink it. Yes. Okay. Let's go back up to convention staff. Because we moved... Uh, I think we ended up moving half of it twice. 
We have the organizer, the guest handler, the volunteer. What the hell? The volunteer is not under convention staff. It's its own category. So uh, we need to we need to fill in convention staff nearly all over again. We have uh, dealer, guest handler, and organizer. Nearly everything that was in there has got moved got moved up to to volunteer and I think work. Oh. Oh, in in instead of convention organizer, we need I, to use SMOF in in instead S M O F. In place of organizer, put S M O F. Yes, it stands for Secret Master of Fandom. Oh, true. And now we're getting into the Illuminati. <laughs> well, to some extent. Yeah, I have that card. Huh. Internet Explorer has stopped working. Why would that be? Yay. <laughs> have, you, have we broken it? I hope not, because I was doing the database using Internet Explorer. Here's some reference material. I haven't been able to find any of the details as far as the, the convention I was talking about earlier, but that'll give some... We left the SCA people out. Oh, no. They could be cosplay. True, true. Uh, After a fashion. Something like cosplay, slash reenactor. Yeah. This used to be like general term reenactor. Yeah, that's true. Thing. You got the guys who go around doing the um, Star Wars dueling club. Mm-hmm. Medieval weapon demonstrations. Okay, one of the objects has to be a copy of the Eye of Argon. Uh, objects. I are going to copy of... Okie doke. And that's something we could do here at, at, at some point in the future if we have to kill time. What's that? Well, the idea, the idea is, is, is it's the story that showed up in this fanzine at, at one time or other, and it's the sort of a tradition has grown up around it because it, it's, it's a really, really badly written thing. And the idea is that you start reading it until you crack up and then you pass it to the to the next person and then they read from it. And so <laughs> and, and it goes on like like that. That sounds like something I used to do when I was in school, um, using the National Star <laughs> or uh, the Inquirer. Have I who am I missing? I think I'm dropping audio. Nikki, are you still on? Hello. Nikki? Are you muted, Nikki? Oh, that she is. Mm. I still show her as connected. I know she'd kind of Maybe she had backed step out away. for a bit. Could be. Um, let's see. I, do we, do we want to have something in items like uh, You're the, back? the real Necronomicon? I'm back. You didn't even notice I was gone. Oh, you uh, yes, we just did. did we, just, we just tried to get audio we from you. Just trying to... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I'm back now, so there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was my very mature and considered response. <laughs> oh, here it is, down here. It's all down here. I didn't have to do all that filling in. But I just... as, as far as the, the real Necronomicon, maybe put real in, like, quotes so that they can decide during play if it <laughs> really is real. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that, that way you can have the just the just standard convention backfight thing if you want to, or if you want that extra flair to it, you can throw it in. Right. Okay, that's good. I like it either that's way. That's nice. Is this for objects, or what do you want? Objects, yeah. Objects. What do you got so far? Uh, under Convention Essentials, I have Case of Beer, spelled B-H-E-E-R. Yes. <laughs> um, hygiene Products. Mm-hmm. Liquor. 
Room Party Hooch Recipe. What was uh, <laughs> a secret? Oh, I'm sorry. Secret. Secret. They make it in the bathtub. Okay, and under odd, I have steampunk gear, mm-hmm. f- furry suit, copy of the Eye of Argon, and a real Necronomicon. Hmm. <laughs> I have uh, general categories called information, transportation, weapons, and valuables unfilled, and. Uh, Two slots left under convention essentials and two slots left under odd. Hmm. Needs categories in general. Uh, to get rich, to get laid, to get even, to win, to leave with. And to leave with is the only one that has items in it and there's only f- and there's five. The most dice, more than a dollar, lock of, guest star, hair, <laughs> autographed song of, guest, <laughs> And number five, every new game. <laughs> what else do you want to leave with? Oh, and we were trying. We were also trying to fill in hotel uh, or convention staff. Hmm. We have three slots open for convention staff. We have smoth, guest handler, and dealer. What's smoth? Secret, Secret master, master of fandom. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a beast. That's sort of a sort of a a like jargon term for a for someone who like runs cons and that kind of thing. Besides, it's a secret. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah, I I posted a, the Wikipedia article about science fiction fandom into the chat. That's 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 where I'm getting some of this. Now we have we have the singer, but do we have? Would the singer be the filker? That could, is, that, is there a master filter or master filter? <laughs> they think so. Yeah. <laughs> that will make you sing whether you like it or no. <laughs> um, At least you'll have to listen. Yeah. Or, or yeah. whose audience will sing whether he wants them or not. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. That happens. <laughs> whether you will or no. <laughs> so what else do you have in regular con land? Gosh, what don't you have? Are there barkers? Are there people that trawl for for game groups or dungeon master or game masters? True, game master for any particular game, but that would fall under attendees. Attendees oh. is currently filled in uh, with the charity jail people. Charity <laughs> jail people. <laughs> charity jail people should go under what? Are they con or are they, they volunteer staff? Well, staff? Uh, sometimes they're... it's stormtroopers, sometimes it's Klingons. It depends on where you are. Yeah. It is a charity jail. Oh, you know, they have a charity. They jail people up. People um, donate oh, money to let them out. out? Oh, no, this is this has not happened at the Discworld Con. <laughs> they actually don't do that. They have an auction. For stuff, but they don't actually. J- so who wrangles you? Like, how do you get jailed? Klingons or stormtroopers? Well, they just yeah, come um, yeah, uh, uh, so Basically, what happens is like someone puts puts in money to have to have them take out a, a warrant on you, and they go find you, and they okay. read out the warrant, and they lead you back, and you can either stay in there for the time where you can pay up, uh, uh, make a donation, and, and get out that way. Right. Am I allowed to fight them trying to take me away? Like, how many of them can I lay out? That's generally frowned upon. Oh. Yeah. Bunch of whoopies. 
<laughs> you can role play indignation in an amusing fashion. Yeah. Oh, but I'm not actually allowed to. You're not actually allowed to, to body block them and, and throw them over the railing or anything yeah. like that. I think you could postpone your incarceration if you're really, really busy. Yeah, okay. or. Yeah, like, it, it, it can be really fun, like at Gen Con. The first year, by in I think 2006, the first year that they had a serious podcaster presence there. We had the like big panel and you know and all this long like that. And a bunch of us had or someone I I I'd heard about it before, but I I did but I I don't remember who was the actual instigator. Um, they, Gen Con has has one of these charity jail things, and uh, Chuck and and Lonnie from uh, Dragon's Landing got taken in. There you go. There yeah. you go. While they were recording, wouldn't that be funny? Oh, it was, in there with a tin no, cup, banging it on the wall, you know, singing "Swing Low, Sweet Chat, Let Me Out." Damn it was at <laughs> the very end of the of the podcasting panel. Ah, uh, oh, very fun. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Didn't yeah. know that category existed. So then, what? You've got two more spaces for for that. I got two more spaces for convention staff. I've also got uh, I've also got the SCA reenactors and medieval weapons demonstrators written down on the side here, not knowing quite where to put that, because once these uh, once the two slots are filled under con- convention staff, then we've got uh, then we've got relationships covered. Maybe there should be a, a large category for exhibitors, and you could have the um, those people as well as um, uh, the dealer room people in there. Large categories we already filled in. Yeah, that's we the have, problem. Yeah, we got work, mm. volunteers, attendees, convention staff, I guests, guess, and guess, hotel staff. I guess we can do that if we have one that's well, pretty hard to fit, how is, fill. How is work coming along? Editor, publisher, reporter, photographer, fire marshal, medic. So that's filled, right? Well, it's filled, but we can replace something that's there if we right. don't. Sure. Do we have well, holes in, in, in volunteers? Uh, we do not. We have gopher, greet staff, overworked sound technician, con suite staff, security, and booth babe stud. With the with the con staff, who's responsible if it's a flop and you don't get enough people in and you don't have enough money? Who? How is that handled? The the economics of it all. Like who is sitting in the back getting gray hair and and rocking back and forth? Executive producer. I don't know. The <laughs> smoth, yeah. That's the smoth. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Thank you. Hmm. So who else? What else is a regular con staff? What's on a regular con staff? Well, there's guys that do. There's the. There's usually people in charge of like registration, programming, uh, in any of the sub departments, like like, like gaming. Would program director be a good one? Like so that you have to what wrangle wrangle your panelists. Mm-hmm. Wrangle or wrangle. Panels, even because they're usually ones that 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 set the actual schedule. Well, and that's a good up, up, be fun. And then if your yeah, panelists that, that, that's don't show, and you have to fill the gap. Yeah, and that's just something that could actually be fun because you know you have the whole conflict feed between the program, the program director, and the and people doing panels and such. That's okay. be in there somewhere. That's number four. Number six is the only one left. This is going to take so much more more work than we have time for tonight. You are it, aware. It, oh, this <laughs> is but one. Halfway there. We're we're almost done with just one uh, category, essentially, yeah. 
and its well, relationships. Mostly too, because we we still have to figure out the the sort of the the other sides of a, a, a lot of those too. Well, so we're about halfway. Done. Wait, how about this as a suggestion? I mean, I know that I hear what you're saying, but what if we like not tonight? Like, we're not going to finish right. tonight. Oh, but what if uh, we finish yeah. filling in the gaps, especially when when Eric comes back? You know, he'll want to pitch in suggestions yeah. too, right? Sure. But if we finish just filling in the gaps without killing ourselves too much, and then we play it and see where it works and where it doesn't work. Yeah, like, absolutely. Somebody, you know, if if we roll something up and it just goes. Bleh, then we realize that's got to come out and we'll replace it with. Or if you, if you have a suggestion while you're playing and it's like, oh, my God, that was perfect. We wish we thought of it earlier. And just swap it out. Yeah. Well, why don't we relax on the relationships for the moment? We can let that kind of kind of, of, of like skew and we can come back to that fresh. I don't think okay. we have messed with locations at all, have we? Uh, bar, no, bar, we did not. Far, far, Let's bar, go with major bar. groups. <laughs> Let's bar. go with major <laughs> locations. <laughs> Well, see how many different sub-sub... your convention spaces is going to be one section, and maybe the rest of the hotel is another. Convention. Would be, like, larger for the, like, larger category. Convention spaces. Hotel parking. Yeah. Imagine getting trapped in the parking garage. Yes. Hotel. Getting trapped in a parking garage, getting <laughs> trapped in the elevators. No one will answer, no one will let you in the door, and you're trapped. <laughs> your favorite bit is going on. You're like, eh, and you're standing there in your Willie the Robot outfit, and you can't get in. It's so pathetic. <laughs> the local surroundings. I love that your dice bag breaks, and it rolls down five ramps. and <laughs> Your lucky D20 disappears down a creek. I love this. <laughs> The dealer's room could be a, con- a, a, a larger category of its own if we want to do it that way. I think we, we're, we're going to be scram- scraping for enough anyway. Because we need six... To be its own? Quite, uh, quite, quite possibly. That's, that, 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 that's where we can bring some of like that flavor out. Yeah, there can be a lot of stuff that goes on in there. Well, I've got convention spaces, hotel spaces, off-site locales, dealer's room, and, and two more major groups. Uh, restaurant? That would be off-site locales. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. We're big general categories. Airport? Yeah. Or it yeah. could, uh, air, airport's possible. Uh, or the, the restaurant could also possibly be, if there's a an attached restaurant, like a lot of restaurant, a lot of hotels have, sure. I could be in a, a hotel space. Yeah. Yes. But you, you can also differentiate, like, types of restaurant, too, like the attached restaurant, and then some of the off-site ones could, could be, like, the Banging pizza joint or the the uh, interestingly ethnic. Americana, <laughs> interestingly ethnic restaurant. Yeah, the police station should be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dock in a box. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. We do have the medic, right? Mm. Police station, hospital. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm putting bar under hotel space. Yes. Uh, dealer's room. For the off-site locales, maybe a, a, have a, a like fast food option too. The traditional one for various other fiasco playsets. So it, it's got to go here to Chicken Hut. I was gonna. I was thinking Cluck in a bucket. <laughs> chicken Hut. <laughs> well, it's. Uh, can I? Let's see. I got fast food place. Should I replace that with Chicken Hut or put Chicken Hut yeah. as an addition? Chicken All right. Hut. 
Well, now we've got uh, Pollo Tropical. <laughs> What's the German word for chicken so you could have that in house? Fuckenhaus. Fuckenhaus. Was an umlaut. And the employees have to wear dirndls, whether they're men or women, in your dirndls. Your I'll apologize to our German listeners. <laughs> oh, they'd laugh, probably. Entschuldigen Sie mir bitte, ich bin verrückt. No doubt. <laughs> it's a theme, you know. A hotel space is what? Grand Lobby. Elevator. Grand Lobby, elevator... The hallway, the, what is it, the, the hallways in the actual room sections, what would you, what would you call that, the... the corridor. The corridor, yeah, the I mean, corridors? something like that. I, I, to go, I, I know there, there's some better... Guest corridors? That, that could be. But that definitely needs to be a location, because so much bad stuff can happen there. Loading mm. We're leaving out LARPers. <gasps> LARPers! No, you can't leave them out. I'm going to put them up with Even the SCA. Even if you wish to, that, you can't yeah. do it. Put the like note down because we're not going to be able to fit them in somewhere right now. Yeah, I got that stuff up at the top. That's interesting. You mentioned bad stuff happening in the corridors, and immediately went to LARP. LARP. Yeah. <laughs> long story that I that we can get to some other time. But it's this uh, one RiverCon years ago, and the vampire game from hell. Oh wow. Ah. So bad it wouldn't end. It what? Uh, it it got uh, out of hand. Uh, yeah, the uh, actual fighting. The, the, no, it didn't quite get that bad, but oh, uh, the vampires and the werewolves should be friends. <laughs> there weren't a lot of rules governing governing LARPs at at, at RiverCon up to that year. There were a lot of rules covering them the year after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I mean, there were, I mean, I mean, there was, you know, the the usual stuff like, you know, a bunch of people making noise in the hallways and blocking corridors whenever fights broke out, quote unquote fights broke out, right. and that kind of the, the thing, down to at least one incident of a uh, some stuff going on around the pool when there were non-convention people around. You know, remember the whole shared hotel thing I was mentioning, and one of the the game masters tells a player who's charged with protecting the prince of the city that he spots a sniper over there getting ready to and so he screams gun and tackles the player playing oh, the no. Oh, no. yeah stuff like that no and sometimes they don't understand that some people aren't playing right <laughs> yeah right but that, you know you just came up with a brilliant location pool the pool yep yes. i was thinking of the pool yes <laughs> hotel state yes uh lido deck oh um, I, I knew it. Pa at, panel at room? Yeah, that's a convention space. Right. A game room yeah. should be a convention. A gamer room, too, yes. The registration, uh, a, a con registration should be a convention space. Right. The masquerade hall. Cons here, they have the, the, the bigger room for that. And, and other, other stuff goes on when it's not that. When it's not the masquerade itself, but that's where that happens, too. Right. Um, I mean, that's how they do it for the Discworld thing. It's the right. big giant room where they have, like, every time there's a big 
con-wide meeting happens in there for what a certain events. Opening ceremony takes place there, a masquerade. Yeah. Now, one other quick funny story. Back in the olden days, uh, there's one friend of mine back when, when RiverCon was at the Galt House. Um, there was one friend of mine who shall remain nameless was having trouble getting hold of basically a way down from his room to get checked out because, you know, um, elevators were busy and whatever else. He rappelled down the side of the building. What a bad idea. You know, I knew you were going to say that. Wow. That is such a bad idea. (laughs) The hotel thought so, too. Yes. I wonder why. They never figured out exactly who it was. I'm pretty sure this will work. I saw it in a cartoon once. (laughs) What do you mean? Edgy? Tied together? Yes. No, he actually had had the gear. Oh. Mm. Putting an awful lot of faith into the building quality of those hotel windows and whatnot. Hey, Jesus. I presume he knew what he was doing. Uh, theory. It, well, theory. If he had to in, in a manner of speaking, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, if he lived through it, he probably did, but it was still not the wisest <laughs> move to make. Idea. But it's the kind of thing that happens at a con sometimes. Sometimes. I, I, I mean, just look at. And here's something for possible object use or something at some point. Uh, when you've got some spare time, I mean, look up Disclave 97C. Disclave? <laughs> Another one that there were folk songs written Disclave. about. Disclave. Disclave. D-I-S-C-L-A-V-E. Yep. Oh, 1997. It's the second listing after Disclave Flood. Yep. Was uh, there a flood? Same, same event. Fire sprinkler was broken, flooding much of the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that actually reminds me, one of the uh, uh, attendees needs to be in some way someone who's at the convention but not at the convention. Because what happened at Disclave, evidently from what I've been able to piece together from all the various sources, was someone who was what what they they call ghosting. He, he was going there to visiting friends and things like that, but didn't actually um, register for the, the convention proper. And apparently they were into some, you know, other interests and something involved tying somebody up and they needed to hang them from something. So <laughs> Sprinkler made perfect sense, eh? Uh, I've heard that one before. <laughs> so there there was an investigation that determined that neither Disclave nor WSFA were responsible. Right. But yeah, they couldn't shake it. Okay, fine. Yeah, and yeah, but the hotel was like, yeah, we'd 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 like it to not come back all the same. Uh, we don't but, care. Yeah. Get the hell out. And, I mean, what? they have the little signs that say you're not supposed to hang your suit from the sprinkler. Uh-huh. <laughs> Much yeah, less one, Yeah, one of the of the of the folk songs written about this was called "Idiot, What Were You Thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Wow. Looking to see who was the main, the main uh, guest of honor when I was in school. Huh. Huh. I wouldn't mind if listening to Barbara Hambly. Hmm. Not a big fan of William Gibson. Yes, I said it. I'm sorry. He's too nihilistic for me. William Gibson and Gene Wolfe, too. Too nihilistic and grim. Are they authors? Yeah. Didn't, didn't he write Neuromancer? Science fiction. Gibson yes, did. did. That's the only one I ever read. I friends pressed it on me, and I did read the whole thing. But man, it, what a downer! What a freaking downer! Don't like anybody. <laughs> For me, I also, anyway. I also read Mona Lisa Overdrive. I don't remember much of it because it was back in the '80s when I read that. 
And didn't what didn't he help out writing the the difference engine? Don't know. I don't know. I read that at one point and I liked it, but but that was a team up with someone. What's the difference? A <laughs> uh, bunch of names here of authors that unfortunately I do not recognize. So they got published because they were the guests of honor, but I don't recognize them. So, anywho, missed Isaac Asimov by just a couple of years. He was there in 81. Mm. And a friend of mine, oh, Mike Reed would have loved this in 1980. It was Spider Robin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got oh. to see him in Tampa once. Did you? Yes. Asimov or Robinson? Uh, Robinson. Robinson. How old am I? How old are you? No. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not. I can tell an Asimov story. Well, please do. Oh, yes. From 1975. We're at about five minutes, so that'll make an, an, an excellent closer for the evening, probably. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, that's right. It's... <laughs> Five after ten. This was. This is. This is fun. Mm-hmm. I like this because it works, and it's convention season. How much better can you get? It's like topical, and and no doubt stories are going to come out between Dragon Con and Gen Con. Stories are going to come out like crazy. I haven't even started watching the YouTube videos for Comic Con. It's like on my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the the Asimov is is. I, I already told this story in, I think, episode one or two of uh, International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. So I'll pull from 2006. <laughs> I was, uh, it was either 74 or 75. I can't remember which. It doesn't matter. It was a science fiction, science fiction convention in New York. I was probably 14, so I had to go in with my mother. And she took me in, and I and I had a copy of uh, the early Asimov. It wasn't even an official copy; it was a science fiction book club copy, <laughs> the kind that was the the kinds that were printed on the crappy acidy paper with the ragged edges. <laughs> I love those. And I wanted to get it autographed, so I, I waited in line, and there he was behind the table. I handed him, the, and the early Asimov was a collection of stories that he had sold when he was very first starting out. Sending stuff into uh, Hugo Gernsback or Amazing Stories. I don't remember whether Gernsback was alive or not when he was probably not. Whatever. It was his early stuff. And as he's giving, he's signing the book, I said, you know, some of your, some of this first stuff that you wrote, your earliest stuff, is better than a lot of the, you know, season fro stuff that I've been reading, which is a goofy, stupid thing for a 14-year-old to say, as if I've read all. <laughs> All that much, <laughs> but whatever. It was a compliment. I wanted to the say something nice. Prolific authors. Yeah, to one of the world's <laughs> to, to. I mean, even at the time, and he he still had a whole bunch of stuff that he was about to come out with. He was a writing machine, um, and and so you know whatever. And he got into his Brooklyn accent, and just looked at me and he said, "If you were a goyle, I'd kiss you." <laughs> <laughs> and he looked and he says, is this your mother? And she just smiled and nodded her head and he got up and he hugged her and instead. <laughs> you restored his faith in the youth of tomorrow. I uh, imagine he must have had whatever faith he was going to have uh, by that point. But oh, yeah. He was a younger man in seventy in 74, but he was still no spring chicken because he was like already... The man was already in the Columbia Encyclopedia, for, for Frick's sake. 
Wow. By the time I was like getting his autograph, so I was like, holy crap. So you yeah. still have it? <clears throat> it's gotta be in it's gotta be in a box in the basement somewhere, along with a paperback copy of uh Asimov's Mysteries, which I also got autographed. <laughs> Convention, they eh? Yeah. Yep. Hey. Excellent. Alright. Well we've got Fiascon. A playset for Fiasco, Yay. well underway. But we can't broadcast this until we're done, so nobody else runs off with our fabulous ideas. And we give it all away. Well, you can, if it's if it's <laughs> in podcast-recorded form and somebody runs off and, and yeah. does it, then all we yeah. got to do is say, Oh, look, isn't that great? Listen, um, refer to this podcast. Or, <laughs> you know, if, if any of them have ideas, we, you know... That's you know we, we, we you know we should get on all of us get on the forum once in a while and actually keep hashing out some of this stuff there. No. Well, I'll no. send you PDFs no. of what no, we got so sure. far. I mean, what, one of the nice things about yeah. uh, Google Docs is I can download it as a PDF and send each of you a copy of what we have so far. Yeah. So but we can also share as, with anybody else. <laughs> don't <laughs> share. It isn't so much a matter of you know. Have someone else running with the idea and doing their own, uh, but you know, we could get input if there's stuff that that we've missed from our from our listeners. Oh, so I'm sure we have. Sounds good us, enough. You think we could submit it as a official playset? Possibly. <gasps> I, 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 I have noticed that they haven't really done the they have they haven't been doing the monthly playsets anymore. That I've noticed. That doesn't mean that we can't publish it up. That they're 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 pretty good about that. So uh, and and as a matter of fact, benefit that they might actually have some. No, no, we don't have to have it any particular year at, at all. Uh, no, 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 no. To submit it, to submit it instead of being playset of the month, <laughs> we'd be oh. playset of the year. Ooh, that sounds more impressive, <laughs> doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'll end up being more along the lines of uh, they they might take a to, to, to take a look at it, give us some some tips to help uh, tighten it up, polish sure. it up a, a, a bit, and and they're pretty good about letting people publish playsets. Yeah, that'd be it cool. Would be yeah. So amazing that there would be anything for them to critique. Yeah. <laughs> and the. Uh... <laughs> I sorry, I, sorry I can't stop laughing for a moment. <laughs> the Fiasco Companion has a a whole section about doing uh, about making a playsets that uh, might be helpful as as we go forward too. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking over that myself, and, and since I have tomorrow off, I can actually poke around a bit. Excellent. So. All right. And we'll just need our official T-shirts made up, and we'll be good. <laughs> well, I will endeavor to keep an eye on my email. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. <laughs> I know. Please. I just only look at it once or twice a week. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> Please tell Arca to feel better. Yeah. Uh, the Gutter Skypes people say they hope you feel better soon. Super soon. Quick like a bunny. Yes. And you have a wonderful time in October. I call and you all Gutter Skypes people. I don't know. I just... <laughs> 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 you guys put a post on the forum so that we get feedback. Yeah. I'm going to, um... Go on. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get, like, uh, a... Probably uh, sometime tomorrow, I'll watch your email for a PDF of what we did tonight. Okay. You're not going to stay up all night and do it now? No, I don't <laughs> think so. God, Adam. Where's your dedication? I know. <laughs> and again, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> or, or the fanaticism. 
Yes, where is your rabid fanaticism? Exactly what you think. So, thank uh, you so much for typing that all up. Really. This has very high potential. It was my pleasure. I like keeping track of stuff like this and, and watching it get, like, fleshed out. So, very cool. A lot of fun. I think it's well on its way to being a lot of fun. And yeah. the, the kinds of things that can happen are like, yeah, it's niche, but what the hell? Who's going to be playing Fiasco but somebody that <laughs> has been to a convention or at least is familiar with them? So it's not going to be like some strange thing. <laughs> it may have even been done already by somebody. Go or can associate with. Absolutely. Yeah, no matter what kind of convention you actually attend, there's something that's going to be familiar to you. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Excellent. <laughs> well, this was a hoot and a half, you guys. I'm glad right, we did folks. it. All right, folks. Me too. Are we on board for two weeks from now, or is anything changing? Do we know? No, that sounds good. Sounds, sounds good to me. Um, so okay. far as I know, good to go. All right, cool. folks. Everybody, uh, thank you again, Andros, for hosting the call. I think from now on, if you actually can do it, um, we, did, we didn't actually drop anybody, did we? No, we didn't. <sighs> Not at once. Weird. Sorry, All this time. Weird fuzzing. Or so next time we'll just have to see if it's just Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, well. He's just because he's not here to defend himself. Damn it, it's Eric. That doesn't hurt. Either <laughs> that or it was me because I was the one that was always hosting the calls. So might have been me. Yes, but you're here, so we can't talk about you. Oh. <laughs> Eric's fault. That's true. <laughs> when you're not around, we'll blame you. Oh, listen, don't forget to check out that YouTube click. It flip. It's very, very quick. I've got the link uh, copied and pasted to a text file. I'm all you guys set. You laugh, and it's just so sad. Really. <laughs> so anyway, enjoy. Right. My, back, my back teeth are floating, so I'm going to go ahead and say take care, folks. Good night. Good night. Okay. Good night. Stay safe. Good day off. See you in two weeks. Good night.